Welcome to the Third Season Podcast. So today's guest, and this is going to be a fun one, but chasing up from the last episode, the owner and producer of General Sound Records Recordings. That is the first time I fucked that one up. Uh, Nick Philpin, how are you, my friend? That was, Hello, uh, good to be here. Hello, man. Normally I fuck up people's names. Now this time, That's all right. <laughs> I, uh, I fucked up your actual uh, role. My bad. Um, so let's let's get into the show. Obviously, music producer. Um, your background, I can clearly see. There's a whole mess of stuff going on. Um, during that dead air where you was putting your headphones in, um, I was co- I was complimenting the setup. There's there's a there's you know for the listeners. Oh right, gu- yeah, yeah, in the studio behind me. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, you know, there's a guitar to your left. I can see a, an electric on your very far left, which my left of the screen uh there's a keyboard on the right there's some sick ass speakers shit set up there's a i think what is that keyboard just while while i'm looking at it well it's 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 a controller keyboard for um what they call them native instruments ah that's what so i don't know what it's called i've had it for a while i'm I'm not one to have all the latest gear i like gear that works and uh, which is why I don't update my computer ever. It works beautifully. It has done for years. It's perfect. Um, you know, why update it if you don't need to? Well, uh, native instruments are amazing. I have uh, used some of their stuff yeah, they're before. Great. They're they're really good. They they have a lot of. The only thing that they they lack on is their software. Um, when it they is, give you uh, some you know, free da da doors, you know daws. Um, uh-huh. they're pretty, pretty slack. Either that or I was just dumb as shit that day. No, so it's, I'm still using Logic 9. Mm. I haven't even gone to Logic X because wow. it's rock solid and it works brilliantly. And, See, um, I can program all the stuff that Logic X can does. It's fine. You know? I mean, that's what I find. Sometimes when you find a really solid program, you, you yeah. know, you, you just have to live with it. I mean, I, I'm an Ableton person and... Uh-huh. You know, I'm not going to lie. I prefer the nine over the ten. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Um, because it's there's just, I mean, you can get too fiddly, and when when you're getting too much tech, and you're getting yeah. all these other bits, and you know, like Max for Live, and you get yeah tons of plugins, you you can just lose yourself, and it takes away the uh, the real rawness to the to the you sound. You know something? I've got this saying. I've I've seen it so many times. People have just too much gear. It's all the gear and just no ideas. Yeah, that's it's like a good you can one. have all the stuff in the world idea in the first place. Then you know, some of the greatest music I've ever heard has been made by people on four tracks in kitchens with a drum kit, a bass, and a guitar. Well, I mean, I was listening they're to amazing recordings because they're because they're a great idea. Sorry, um, I was wasn't listening. I was. Uh, it was a. I spoke about it with Gaz. Um, shout out to Gaz Reynolds. Um, I was, I was talking to him about it. Uh, I was watching an, an Elvis documentary and it was something that I'd never normally look at. And when, when it was going back to the old recordings and you see in the way they did it, you go, fuck, man, everything in just one room. There was barely anything. You know, it's like like the modern day equivalent of recording on a fucking double sided tape cassette. You know, <laughs> like yeah, but they could play. Like, that, that, I mean, those, those guys back then, they used to cut directly oh, yeah. to um, a metal disc. Yeah. And, and you know, and this and and the mix was done by placing people in the room around one microphone. 
Yeah, that's what amazed uh, me. It's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. And that's ever... that's one of the reasons I got into recording music. I just love the process of recording. Have you ever thought about trying to do something like that? Going, I mean, I've never really. Oh, I know a lot of. I've done stuff oh, like that in the past. Oh, yeah. In oh, the past, oh, yeah, I've I've, I've done. I, when I first started, we used tape machines and and microphones. I mean, and sequencing seen... was, was 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 a sorry sequencing was a small part of it. We used to use an Atari. Wow, Atari. Uh, that was kind of that was synchronized to a Atari 1040 running a program called Creator, which then went on to become Logic because Apple bought yep. it from Creator. Yeah. So I'll keep and, that's, and we used to, we used to <laughs> sorry, I, we used to do a thing called stripe. We used to stripe a, a tape with time code, and it would synchronize the computer so we could record audio, and it would go in time with our sequences without eight megabytes of samples. <laughs> I mean, again, I, I don't mean I keep cutting you off, so I, I'm, I'm gonna need to, I, I, this is why I need to have a smoke before my show. CBD, by the way, people, wink, wink. Um, just to slow slow myself down, because I've not done a show in about a week, and I'm like, right, okay. fucking get it all out. Uh, so I need to slow my gears down. So if I keep cutting you off, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna slow myself, um, okay. just, just for your benefit and, and listeners. Um, I mean, because when you say something, I'm like, man, that's a great point. And I'm like, fuck, I need to stop talking for a minute. So, so I'm terribly sorry for that. Um, okay. Obviously, um, doing, doing what you're doing now, um, I want to talk about what you're doing now. Let's, I'm, I'm going to shift the gears a minute. Um, I was listening to, you know, the Undercover Cockney project you got going on at the minute. Huh? Um, what you sent me in the email, absolutely love huh? it. Um, Thank you. It is... I mean, I love all styles of music, um, but what I loved about it the most was it reminded me of sort of old school, early gorillas, but in an instrumental. And it had this really surreal sort of beat to it in a reggae way. And I was like, and it literally, I was right. I mean, when I was listening to it again, I was listening, I was listening to this. Uh, well, I listened to it a few times. Um, and I, uh, But when I listened to it today, just before the show while having a bit of a smoke and a drink and getting a little bit lit up i was like man you can really ride the waves on this song it is a very very it's so chilled and a little bit bouncy and you're like man this is a lot again a very well crafted track so i just want to say that straight away um uh, i mean uh, unfortunately i mean <laughs> the other track just while we, we talk about these songs you sent another one via email as well, the uh, Bonza Start, which was, <laughs> and I want to I want to get this one out of the way while it's fresh, sort of on my mind and on paper. The song was, I uh -huh. loved it. I mean, I absolutely love the song. The song was genius. And then, but again, while I was doing, while I was listening to your tracks and I was just getting into the flow of things, I was watching a video and I was like, man, what's this guy doing? And I was trying to work out whether he was trying to eat, whether he was eating raw cigarette roll-ups, like that were unlit, uh, or like hemp sticks. He looked like no. he was eating things, and I was like, what "He was." And I couldn't work do you know, out. Do you know what he was doing? I'll tell you what he was doing. I, I was, I was on a, I was on a bus, and I saw this guy, and he was chewing this stuff called cat. Oh. Okay. You heard of cat? It's like it's, a, it's like it's like I think it's like a. Um, <coughs> I don't know what it is. Isn't it a cocaine derivative or something like that? Anyway, it's a these guys, it's a stimulant of some sort. They get, they chew it and they, and he gets really, and I was like, I've got to film this guy. He's off his head. 
So I, mean, I just, I saw, I saw, I slightly filled him with my phone. This is years ago. And I decided to just chuck it on that track. And I thought, I'm going to put this on this track. Yeah. It was a quick 10 minute made video. I mean, I was like, it was so bizarre that the, the almost matched to the music in a way. I was like, huh, this is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> I, knew, I knew he was eating something. He had this sort of weird white sort of dry saliva around his mouth. I knew it was fucked up. But I was yeah. like, is that dude eating roll-ups? I was like, what's going on here? And it, I knew I knew it was a... I, the I best bit. It's crazy. I didn't know... Yeah. Go carry on. Sorry. <laughs> the best bit, my my favorite, my sorry, my my favorite bit is when he thinks he's run out, and then he pulls out, he finds one in his pocket, and he pulls it out, and he goes, oh, "I've got it." <laughs> but, um, it's amazing, amazing. Right. Um, just again, I'm, I said this off air, but for the listeners out there, I'm recovering from a cold, so that's why my voice is so fucked up. Um, I, I couldn't. I mean, it's such a great vibe to a song as well, because the song's kind of wild in itself. You're like. Mm. And then you, so, it's almost uh, like a reimagining of what he was doing. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that project has got a, a long kind of story. It started out with a guy called Duncan Redmonds, who's um, he's from a band called Snuff. And many years ago, they used to, re- you know, Snuff. So many years yeah. ago, they used to rehearse at the studio I used to run, which is a place called Jumbo Studios. Um, I met those guys then and had a long kind of history with them in bands with them and projects and stuff. Um, and over the years, Duncan made this, he got a Pro Tools rig in like the late 90s, early 2000s. And he started recording funny bits of sound and making collages. And about ooh, about 10 years after that, oh no, about eight years after that, I got hold of it, all the audio. And him and I used to work every Wednesday night and we put this album together and that's the Bonzer album. And then the hard drive broke and got lost and we lost everything. And then recent, it, recently we found a, a, a copy of the master, the mixed version that we didn't know we had. And now it's being, um, it's being released now. So it's coming out on vinyl. I'm not sure when it's being pressed. There's a big queue at pressing plants in the Czech Republic where it's being done as what I've been told. But you know, it's taken this long, so I'm, I'm pretty patient. There's <laughs> a big queue. That's kind of, well, I, mean, I could imagine. I mean, vinyl's back on the rise. I see in, I mean, it's kind of on subject. I seen a YouTube video the other day, and this is a good reason why I think vinyl could go on the rise. Some person had invented um, genius concept. Obviously, when you put a vinyl on, the vinyl spins. Some guy had invented, I think it was called um, something rock block or something like that. And it was like, it looked like a square block, like a wooden block that sat on top of the vinyl and then went round it like a robot. So rather, oh, wow. than, so rather than the disc spin, it was like a portable speaker. It wow. was also Bluetooth capable, zero wires. It was all wire-free um, that just rolled its way around. It had a little little fucking needle that you could pull down. And it was it was oh, amazing. Wow. I was like, that's crazy. I was like, why has nobody thought of that? The vinyl player's been out since well, the gramophone days. I don't know. I remember years and years ago, you used to buy these little VW vans. And they had a, a stylus in, and you could put them on a record, and it would drive round and round. Oh, it was just like a novelty yeah. thing, and it would sort it would sort of mince your records up. It's not very good for your records. Yeah, I'd forgot about that little VW thing. Huh. Yeah, I, I had one. I'm sure I did many years ago. That's kind of shit now. That's that's almost disappointed me. I was like, man, this is yeah. a new thing. And I'm like, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, you're right. There was a VW. And it, it, yeah, it, it did sure. ch- chomp your records to pieces. Yeah, it I mean, did chomp your records to pieces. Maybe yeah. this guy, I mean, I could imagine so. It's got fucking wheels on it and stuff, you know? It's uh, yeah. rubber. It's like a, it's like a, 
It's like a little scale. It's like a little scale electric yeah. car, isn't it? <laughs> well, imagine that—a little fucking scale electric riding around on your vinyl. It would terrible. Uh, yeah, I, I, think I, I think I prefer a record player. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got lots of vinyl, but I, I rarely play it anymore. I mean, every now and again, I I sold quite a lot of vinyl the last couple of years. I used to have only uh, because it's. I used to have a mild collection, but most of it was all again. You know, you, you spoke about snuff. Most of my stuff was all old punk stuff, old punk vinyls. Ah. So I had some uh, stuff yeah, like it's worth Crass. A now. Yeah, I had some really good wow, stuff. Nice. I had Crass, I had some fucking old wow. UK sub stuff. Um, wow. I had a, a really crazy... Don't, don't... Sorry, you bro broke up then. Say that again. I'll say don't look up the prices now because punk oh. records now are fetching really good money. I wouldn't. Um, I used to collect stuff like that and... I, I remember having a Jimi Hendrix um, EP, an LP, and it was printed with his face, and it was amazing. Um, but I, I sold it all. Some of some of it I sold, some mm -hmm. of it I stolen. Um, but I remember I was right. like so proud of some of it, um, especially the UK sub stuff, because mm. some of that is, is fucking tricky to find back in the. I mean, and I was pretty young at the time. You know, I'm only thirty, but I was yeah. big into punk when I was okay. like 17, 18. And I was getting right, vinyls okay. then, and you know I, I used to collect VHS yeah, yeah. tapes. And um, the only thing that I've briefly kept that I got rid of recently was a, an old Nirvana in utero tape. It was a cassette, well. and that was only because I was like, oh, I don't really fucking need it anymore. And I almost destroyed it once. Well, I didn't. My uh, mum wanted to test her old record player to sell. That had a tape, you know, with a big hi-fi unit piece of shit, and it almost. And she went to test my tape. She had a bunch of tapes. She said, oh, "I'll just try this fucking rare as shit tape." Um, so she, yeah, she was scrambled it. So I was like, "Nah, I'm gonna sell this now before anything really bad happens to it in the wrong hands." Um, let's go back to the. Uh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, the, you know, the under the undercover cockney, because that's that was something again. Um, you know, it's your project. How did it come about? What's what's the um, what's the story behind uh, it? So, so I do it with uh, my music partner, a guy called Paul Emil. Um, Paul and I have been making music together for like the best part of 10 years. We've had other projects before. We did this kind of funk soul project mm. thing called Root and Groove Element. And we had um, we had a little bit of success with that. It was good. We got um, Record of the Week and Record of the Year on Pete Young's Jazz FM show. And he's dead now, I think, bless him. This is about seven years ago. Um, and then we carried on doing stuff. We both got a love of dub reggae. So we decided to start making some dub tracks. And then other influences started creeping in. See, I love all sorts of music. I like electronic music. I like really avant-garde, noisy music. I like punk. I like rock. I like all of it. You know, there's good in all of it. Even country and western, there's some good. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm the same. When people ask me, you know, what kind of stuff am I into? It's so tricky because one week I could be listening to Bonnie Tyler, Bonnie Taylor, fucking Bonnie Tyler, and then you know the next week I could be listening to Slipknot, or it could be could be anything. Okay, you know? yeah, fair um, yeah. Yeah, I think you can take a lot of. It's about most music. Music to me is about intention, and you can kind of tell if someone's real or not, if it's fake or not, if their intention's good, you know, if their intention's real, they're not just pretending. Um, you know, my favorite band is The Clash. Oh wow! Because they were just like you know the realest thing that I've ever seen. They're incredible. They would have been incredible. one. Incredible. You know, and they only like they're only. A, they're only around for five years. 
I mean, I love. I mean, again, you know, to, to be see, around. Yeah, it's been great to see. Like back in the day, you know. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I wasn't even aware that there was just five years. I, I didn't even know that. I thought it was a little bit longer. Yeah. But that's crazy. That's, that's so yeah, short for a band. Much five years. It was, yeah, man. And look at the influence. Look at the, look at the hit, the legacy they've left behind. I mean, one thing. You know, I, was, I would say the Clash are probably responsible for getting. For get, sorry, go on. In fact, no, carry on, because you've got a really good point. I think I know what he was going to say. I said, but the, the, for me, the, the Clash was my kind of way to think, or the first one. And they had so much they influence. They had such a, a huge kind of, uh, yeah, massively. In pop yeah. culture over the years has been phenomenal. There's, I can't name many films yeah. that don't have, well, there's probably a lot that don't have a Clash song, but if you're a UK film artist, not even that, you know, there's tons of American films that have Clash songs. You know, well, London, the, 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 London calling. You know, it's, it's fucking. The thing, with the, the thing with the Clash is that um, uh, what's the quote? They always people always say they're the band, the only band that matters. Mm. The only band that matters because they kind of did it. That whole thing going to New York in the sort of early eighties and getting involved with all the hip hop guys and Fab Five, Freddie. They were so on the case. They did that stuff before Blondie was doing it. Another they were so on the case. Love Blondie, you know. fucking a lover. Yeah, me, me too. Yeah. And then, of course, Mick Jones went on to form. Mick Jones went on to form Big Audio Dynamite, yeah. which is completely off the wall at the time. No one knew what to make of that at the time. It's just amazing. Well, it was like almost one step ahead in a way. So yeah, they're, they're, but they're yeah, absolutely. Just really into that whole sort of foresaw that dance thing coming about four years before it actually did. Well, one thing that I've, I find is most artists nowadays, it's either you have this one hit wonder or it's um, something that's socially media driven or it's the grind. And with everything, it's the grind. You have to take the grind to do it. And most of the time, what people don't realise, it probably takes about fucking 10 years. It takes a significant amount of time to, to get your shit together, to get everyone flowing right. And I personally think it, 10 years is, is the limit. You know, if you haven't done it by then, you're like, mm, you know, but even then, you know, five, uh, um, five to yeah, ten kind years. Of. I mean, I'm not saying that is the case, but with with most most artists nowadays, if you're starting from the bottom by the time, let's say you start at 18, by the time you're almost 30, you should be pretty, you know, you should, if you've been solidly grinding without no promotion from anybody without, you know, if you're really doing it on your own, you can make a fucking an impact in 10 years, I believe. I mean, it's, it's happened. Um, it's not easy. You've, you've just got to be. You've got to be good, and you got you got to have some luck. I think there's a lot of luck involved. Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm saying. You know, it, right you place, know. right time. Yeah, there's I a mean, social. I, media I used to run a rehearsal studio, but I mean, if it, like, I'm talking about before the internet existed, I used to run a rehearsal room from the age of 17 in Northwest London called Jumbo Studios, and that was the home to. Um, uh, reinforced records is four here that's when drum and bass first came from that label um jungle first came from that label there jungle's great i love jungle man and then also we had the future sound of london from that studio as well they were like they were they were fresh then it's when a record called Papua new guinea came out before they were signed to virgin i was that i was all around me when i was 17 18 and i was seeing this success from these people and and the way they were getting success is by firstly working really hard they all worked hard you know Hard work trumps talent if talent doesn't work hard. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not yeah. saying it, it, it's like a, a total, you know, that that is what it is. 
it, it's just like, from what I've seen personally, I know friends that have it's either struck lucky or it's like this is now the moment, and that's because they've been fucking grinding, and I mean physically grinding yeah. without no. You know, I mean, it is luck. Some of it is luck, you know, unless you're doing something yeah, yeah. that is completely out of the box that people go, whoa, what the fuck is that? Like, that is crazy. You know, some really controversial yeah, it, stuff. Yeah, it's having, it's also having the right people around you. Oh, yeah. You know, if you're doing a band, you've got to have, you've got to have people you can rely on to help you, you know, in every department, a good lawyer, Good, good, tour, good tour management team or, or techs, etc. Manager, whatever it is, you've got to have those people there to help you. Because without that team, the machine can't work. Yeah, yeah. You know? they're, I've seen they're that. They're I've seen very efficient versions of those machine in action, like for big bands that I've worked for um, and sort of big artists. And you know, you can see why they're so successful mm. because you know they're just really, really good at what they do. They're super efficient. They, they turn up on time, you know, that sort of thing. Well, that's the other thing. And that's why they're in the business for like 30 years. Yeah. Punctuality and consistency. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big you know? one for that. I mean, well, even then, one of the very few people that's come in early, I was like, oh, shit, got me off guard there. <laughs> it's half jamming out, <laughs> half kicking tunes. I was no. like, yeah. It occasionally happens. Yeah, I'm happen. always on time. Always. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I love is, you know, consistency and it's, it's just a grind. You know, if, you, if you're doing something and you quit after 12 months, then you, you fucking, your heart probably wasn't really in it, you know? It was probably never really in the game. Um, let's uh, talk about what, what, what other artists have you worked for? I mean, you've been doing this again. It was on my notes that you were doing it since you were 17. Uh, I was going to get into that. So when I was, yeah, so... Um... When I was 17, I started working at a rehearsal room in in Dollars Hill. It's gone now. It's been knocked down called Jumbo Studios. I've been there since about 79. So I started there in 89, maybe, end of 89. Um, the same week I started there, I saw I saw the Pixies at the wow. Sound Country Club. Uh, uh, Surf for Rose were just come out, I think. You keep maybe, mildly maybe. breaking anyway, up, pal. And it, it all happened in this... It, Oh, sorry. Okay, can you hear me now? Are you good? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a bit of signal problem. Now? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's okay. just a signal problem. Sorry, I wouldn't worry about so, it. So yeah. So in the in, within a couple of months, I sort of started working there through a youth training scheme, and the guy who owned it, he was a guy called Ronnie Mann. Bless him, he's dead now as well. And he gave me a job. Um, he used to be the tour manager for the police. You know, Sting yep. and that. Um, they're the biggest Messing band in the, the world. So so he he kind of took me under his wing and. Um, Within about two years, he moved out of London and gave me the keys to this big rehearsal recording complex for me to manage and look after. Wow. I was like 19. Fuck. Um, and, I, and, you know, and then I just met so many people. So my first job uh, with the band was this band called Flowered Up. Flowered Up were like uh, the kind of London version of the Happy Mondays. Oh, okay. Um, I think two of them are dead now. <laughs> yeah, they did a festival called Weekender, um, and I did. I, I was a roadie on their full battle racket tour when I was seventeen. I was so wet behind the ears, and that was a that was a real baptism of fire. It was incredible. Um, they got in so much trouble in different hotels and different venues, and it was crazy. Well, I was going to get into a wild story section um, later, but <laughs> that was uh, yeah, well, uh, story. <laughs> Yeah, there's so there's so many with those boys. I mean, the thing is, this, the real shame about that band is they. I mean, they took loads of drugs, but they got into smack. And you know, it's it's one thing partying, doing some yeah. ease and whatever. But 
when the smack arrived, it was all over. It's, it's game over. And it came in really early. And it was like a secret. And, you know. Um... One of the crazy things with heroin. Cool. Again, my um, my sister was a, a, a drug addict. from And again, I don't really give a shit. She can slander me for this. Um, but it kind of ruled a lot, her for a lot of her life. So I've seen it firsthand. But mm. recently, and this is, but she was always to some extent very functional and okay. it's always am always amazed me because i've run through my life with some shady fucking creepers and crawlers you know some really dodgy people that could just come from under rocks and i'm like geez man you're a mess and then i've looked mm. at my own sister who can function she's held jobs um but it's just something that's always contained in her life um mm. and i'm also but, but one thing i am is a purveyor of knowledge and over the course of my life i've learned more and more about drugs doing the fact that i've done quite a lot of them and quit myself and one thing i learned is heroin it's not heroin that's the, the real problem it's quitting it that is the problem that that's 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 the killer it's not necessarily that, you know, mm -hmm. apart from overdosing you know you can completely overdose but you can really have a functioning lifestyle on heroin if you can maintain it and keep that dosage correct, which is kind of fucking crazy, but it's coming mm. off it like alcohol, which will kill you. Mm. Like, mm. which is the real, one of the real weird problems. Same with uh, benzodiazepines. Uh, if you come off that straight away, boom, if you're an addict, straight up death. It's, it's a, it's a yeah. real killer. It's one of those things that people don't really think about or know about, you know, quitting heroin. There's a reason why it's so hard and you have to go into rehab. It's cause you're going to fucking die. You know, legitimately, mm. you're gonna die. Those withdrawals, it's gonna fuck you up. You know, it's, it's and I can't imagine how many people back in the day, due to science that wasn't out there, that wasn't published or out yet, that didn't know about that and actually went through some horrible withdrawal process and kicked the bucket just because they didn't quite know that you know that was the worst way to do it. Cold turkey, is it? Mm. You know, so it's, 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 it's the it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the it's the one drug that just kills creativity. It really, no, it really does. It, I'm not saying it, 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 it completely kills it. Yeah. I mean, it, it you, you can, it, in terms of creativity, oh, mess that shit up, you know, but you can, you can work nine to five. You can still, there's a, um, a, a doctor that was on a, a podcast and he, he, he was, um, was it Dr. Carl Hart? Maybe I might get, I might have to fact check that. Um, and he, he's a, um, a professor in America. And he, again, he did no drugs for most of his life and then studied them, but firsthand. So he did the, the education mm -hmm. part. And now he's like, man, it's right. actually, you know, um, it's, there's a lot of papers and, and documents about it. It's kind of wild. Um, mild, well, well off subject. It, it is a very big killer of creativity. Um, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's so it's much. The one it's the... Go on, Karen. It's the one drug that I've seen uh, kill people. Oh, it does, you know? without a doubt. Other stuff doesn't really do it. Other, other, other drugs make you into an arsehole or they make you skin or you know, all <laughs> sorts of things like that. But <laughs> That's one of the best ways to do well, it. They do, it you know. If you get, yeah, it does. It's, it's true. It, make, it just gives you it no money and also no friends eventually as well. I mean, but uh, heroin will kill you. Cocaine's sure. a bank killer, I say. You know, that that's definitely the one that makes your skin is uh, there you go. cocaine. That's it's a hell of a drug, but uh, it'll rob your bank. Indeed, yeah. And most of the time now it's laced with <laughs> most of the time now it's laced with fentanyl, so it's gonna kill you as well. So 
heads oh, up people. No, really? Yeah, yeah, it's lace. They they keep cutting stuff. Um again I'm a I'm sort of anti pro drugs. I I like to look into a lot of it. Um mostly because there's not yeah. there's nothing that I've not done myself. I've never I've never been a, an addict of heroin or crack, you know. Um but I've tried them just because I was like I got to a certain age and I was like, man, I've done everything else. Let's just fucking try it. Um and again, it was yeah. a, some sort of brief one-offs, and I was like, okay, we, we know what the score is now. We've pretty much done them all. You know, we've done the book. Um, we haven't quite done the book. There's many more out there, but I'm, I'm my days, I'm retired. But also, for, from what you told me, you're into kind of supplements and um, the right food and vitamins yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, no, nowadays, yeah, it's more and supplements. I, you know, I, I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm the same. I don't, I don't take any pharmaceutical drugs. I don't take any drugs at all. I, I smoke a bit of weed. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I, I don't, weed, I don't, weed. I don't even take a paracetamol. Oh, wow. Nothing. I mean, no they are bad for you. That's what's crazy. I mean, I'd get the occasional fucking migraine and I'm like, right, let's chew up some ibuprofen and some paracetamol. And I know how bad mm -hmm. they are for you. I, I tend to avoid them because uh, I've got bum kidneys um from doing a bunch of stupid stuff a terrible diet um but mm. one of the things my doctor says look you know you keep taking tablets and eventually you know it's like putting silt at the bottom of a bucket <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like a bucket full of water you know it just builds up yeah, yeah, yeah. and sometimes you'll pass yeah, it and sometimes yeah. you won't and i was like really and i was like so you're telling me i'm not going to take any more and it was it was a, a weird sort of uh he was like well i'm not going to tell you not to take tablets orally and i was like great so that was my story of how I ended up taking suppositories, people. It was, uh, oh, yeah, it's a fun life. If you ever... Throughout the lockdown, you know, since last year, I did it. Also, my, my dad, uh, he died of cancer a couple of years oh, ago. Oh, sorry to hear that. And so during that, thank you, but during that time, I did, you know, I've read a lot about cancer and health and all the rest of it. I went down every fucking rabbit hole you can imagine, all of it. Yeah, for, I can for imagine. a year non-stop i just researched um and then throughout the, it's become a bit of a hobby now so now throughout the lockdown because it's obviously a, a health thing the covid thing i've been looking into that as well and come across the most you know incredible information that um you know I'm, I, it's not conspiracy i'm talking here i'm talking no, about no. You know, real medical <laughs> theories yeah no and so uh, <laughs> um, uh, 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 i've heard of a thing called terrain theory you know we have germ theory yep but it's never it's never um and, and we have terrain theory so I, I think someone's health is uh dictated by you know your environment your nutrition and your yeah. emotions well emotion, and everything that falls under those headings emotions yeah. are, the, are the strange one because it's like back in the day people are well stress is a real killer and it's like yeah we know legitimately is stress can really tie your body yeah, down yeah. to shit and it's like people yeah, are like sure. That's bollocks, and it's like no, it's like pseudoscience, you know. It's like no, it really isn't. It's like a no, no. Well, look at look at tons look, of papers and tests. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's look not how quickly your body reacts. If if, uh, if someone gives you a fright, uh, Oof. your body instantly oh, yeah. changes, and you go into that you, your nervous system. Oh, yeah. It just switches, and you and you, and you run or you jump or. That, that's how powerful the body is. It can just, and that's how the powerful the mind is. I mean, it's like it's one incredible. way I, I, I know it personally is um, occasionally, you know, I've got mild mental health problems due to the fact that I used to do a bunch of drugs um, but and the fact that I suffer from insomnia. Um, but occasionally I go into the, you know, like a manic, like boom, like almost at the start of the show, full of energy. 
and it's like mm-hmm. an almost like a shot of epinephrine you know and you know it's what your body's doing and it's an emotional response and it's created yeah, this yeah. huge influx of energy that's almost it's hard to contain sometimes and it's, yeah, it's kind yeah, of yeah. wild that the body can do that without I mean, again, you know, I had a couple of beers, but the beers didn't do that. It was the the emotional. Right. I was like, oh, shit. Again, you sort of caught me off guard. So immediately my body was like, boom, I'm on the back foot. Right. We need to do something. Yeah, yeah. Got to take some yeah, charge. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a strange way. People don't really look or think think into too much about it. But again, I'm a I'm a rabbit hole dweller. You know, I, I, I go down yeah. them rabbit holes to the point where it's like, you know, we're, we're carving tunnels, you know, and we're going to see the reptile people with these rabbits. You know, that's that's where we're going. Well, okay. No, not really. Not necessarily with reptile people. You know, that was uh, we, 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 not yet. We'll get into the. Consumer. No, not yet. Not yet. We'll get there. Uh, we'll get yeah, there. I think with, the, with with health, you have to remember that everyone's. We're all electromagnetic beings. Yep. Everything. Everything that happens in our body is an electrical signal. It gives off a frequency. You know, your intention gives off a frequency. Uh, and so, why wouldn't we be affected by frequency? Be it whether it comes from a light a sound you know a vibration oh yeah everything affects us well this i mean this is where you you can go into consciousness and get really deep because there's you know i'll look into the fucking everything uh and you know consciousness that goes on so many levels and you know to the point where there's only so much we see and take in you know with with all of Mm -hmm. our shitty senses you know you look at a dog or a cat Mm -hmm. that cat i couldn't even imagine the world of a cat you know, even a dog with its extreme fucking hearing, you know, they can hear pins drop. Imagine how fucking loud that would be to them. You know, yeah. a firework in the distance to them is like a gunshot to our ears. You know, it, it, again, fucking feel sorry for the dogs that are, are about to receive all this coming up. Well, um, I mean, the, the, the spectrum of frequency available to us is like, it's like nothing. two or three percent. Yeah, it's nothing. nothing. It's tiny. It's very, it's that doesn't mean the rest of it doesn't affect us. No, you know the rest. The rest of it does affect us for sure. Well, there, well, there is because there's you know there's advanced weaponry uh, in America that they've you know that literally almost fucking can knock you off your feet with audio fucking decibels. You put it to the they, f- they, frequency they, they, and it goes boom. And it's crazy. That's the one. They've had that for donkey's years. They've yeah. got the what's the other one called? They they the, the riot control one. Where yeah, they fly ring fucking it. Yeah, ring. So oh, burns you. No, Christian. this one. This, this, the one burns you, yeah, burns yeah, burns you, yeah, burns you. It's like this thing they point it. It's an energy direct weapon or some yeah, shit yeah. like that. I don't know. Imagine that shit on the. Sh- imagine a fucking civilian with that shit running down the street, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. waving this fucking weird mirror-looking thing at people and burning them to fucking pieces. Man, that's pretty awesome. sure there's a, there's there's probably a video on YouTube telling you how to build one. Yeah, <laughs> there's people out there that are trying to build rail guns. Like legit, yeah, I saw one. Yeah, yeah. There's people out there doing some wacky shit, then it's like, wow. I feel. I mean, I'd love to. I've, I've occasionally. I mean, I'm not fucking some scientist, but I've had some wild thoughts and theories, and gone. Mm, I'd love if I knew how to do this. Could we make myself a cyborg? You know. Again, I've got like three toes on my right foot, and it it really does alter like movement wow. and shit. Um, and I've been. There's been moments where I'm like, how can we make this better? You know, just getting really high, <laughs> getting lit up and having these wild ideas. And, you know, fi- fiber optics, I don't know if it would work, but I'd imagine that fiber optics, if you was going to put any wires in your body, that would be the one. If you was to try and graft it to yourself, I think fiber fiber optics is the one. 
That's about as far as we've. Uh, I'll, I'll say so far. <laughs> uh, I thought that didn't they? Use, you want titanium, surely, with a three D printed cover for it to look like a, a toe. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I, I, I personally, there's been moments where I'm like, I could just cut it off, invent a fucking robot foot, like the, like some Terminator shit, um, just to get correct fitting shoes. Not even to be some super oh, cyborg. Right, okay. Just some like, man, I ain't got to fuck around with shoes anymore. You know, wear I got wear boots all the time. It's tragic, man. Uh, okay, fucking boots all the time. It's nuts. And uh, <laughs> wow. but uh, we. There is some crazy weaponry, and you know, it's we'll get back into that later. We'll let's keep on this uh, fitness side of things because the supplements and stuff is something that is it's very overlooked. And one thing that is going to be it's it's been controversial and it's been over talked about is um, ivermectin, which again is um, it's super been proved to to work against many parasites in humans it's a horse dewormer putting it out there that's its main street sale use you know but in but it's completely safe on humans and uh it can get rid of malaria and all sorts of other shit and it's like there's a lot mm -hmm. of controversy at the moment mostly mostly in america um, we don't really get into it too much because we've got all sorts of shit going on um but that was one one that's meant to be very good against COVID, but it's like, you can't really get it over here as well, unless it's the physical horse, horse de dewormer, you know? Whereas in America, you can get it in little uh, tablets, and it's, it's kind yeah. of strange. In other countries as well, it's in yeah, tablet there's form. A lot, there, there, there's a lot of things you can't get here, you can get oh, yeah. there. DHEA, I, I think can't get that here. Well, one thing they have over in America now, they have to, if, you're, if you're diagnosed with something that's terminal, I think you now have the right to try oh which is amazing which you should have you know what I mean? yeah you should i mean you should be able um, to so, yeah, what the fuck you want it's your body absolutely but you're not allowed to i mean I, I learned through my through my dad that um you know in this country we have a thing called the cancer act of 1943 wow and the cancer act is, ba is basically an industry yeah 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 it was it was put in place to protect the barium industry which is what was used to treat cancer back then. Okay. And then they moved on to chemo and then radiotherapy came in. So basically when you're treated for cancer on the NHS, you've got three options. You've got radiotherapy, chemotherapy, or surgery, plus drugs, of course. There's no other options. Yep. But there are plenty of other treatments around the world that have been shown to have really good results against fighting cancer. Um, but in this country, we tend to lock those people in prison rather than... Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> well even in america this is why it's uh it's wild that there's still people making advanced weapons in their home and fucking about with their own genetics you know there's people out there in america that are literally biohacking like physically mm -hmm. taking fucking dogs and mucking about with their dna some dude was trying to make a glow in the dark dog who the fuck wants a glow in the dark dog glow in the dark labrador i think they're like Think of it that like, we're always told that during the Second World War, the uh, Third Reich had these experiment camps. And they were doing these experiments with genetics and blah, blah, blah. So when the Second World War ended, are we expected to believe all that just stopped? Oh, yeah. Of course it didn't paperclip. stop. They just carried on somewhere else. Operation somewhere paperclip. Else. It would have been going on all over the world. All that stuff. The, 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 the NASA scientists going from, from yep. Germany going Word to of uh, NASA. Uh, and, you know. 
Where did um, all the rest of them go? There was well, plenty of scientists working for those people. Um, Abby, Abby Jacobson, I think her name. Uh, I, I think know. that's her name. Um, she wrote a book about Operation Paperclip. Um, fantastic uh-huh. book. Um, you can also find some of the lectures on YouTube. Very, very, I think her name's Abby Jacobson. I'm terrible with names. Um, but she's also got one of the most loveliest voices I've ever heard in my entire life. Very attractive okay. woman. But you, you, she's got a very soothing voice. She's very, oof, a voice. Just If you just listen to her voice, she's, you could listen to her all day. But she's sitting there talking about wild stuff. You know, she talks about the Pentagon, you know, and DARPA. Uh, she talks about Area 51. Um, very, very, she's a fucking academic professional, just to put out there. Um, very well in a field. Um, but uh, the Operation Paperclip one was wild, because the, there was a lot of Nazis as well. You've heard about the dueling they used to do with the, like, sabers? Do you know what we used to do fencing? Well, uh, the upper elites of the Nazis used to do that with um, like goggles and shit and just strike for the face. That's all it was. It was, you know, almost standard fencing, but it wasn't to the death. But once you've got that hit on the face, bang, that's it, game over. Um, And that's how most Nazis, you tell most high ranking Nazis because they'd have this wild looking fucked up scar that would just, you know, you're like, It's like the kind of... uh, it's like the, so the cliched SS officer from a movie or something, isn't it, with the scar yeah, yeah. down his face? But that's, but that's, that's yeah, legit. Yeah, There's yeah, tons yeah. and tons of it on Google. I, I, again, yeah, you, know, yeah. you talk about rabbit holes, I go down the, the rabbit holes. I create some of them. <laughs> I don't even know how these, some holes I go down. But the, 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 the Nazi thing, you know, a lot of them went to Argentina. You ever seen, um, I think it's called Grey Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grey Wolf is a fantastic documentary. Right. Um, it's a, apparently, you know, it's about Hitler and the fact that he survived uh, Germany and he got out before, put a body double in, and then fleed to Argentina. Lived out the rest of his years there. Uh-huh, and yeah. and uh, yeah. you know, there's a lot of, you know, well, I can't say that's exactly what happened, you know, but allegedly that is what happened. And there's some almost mm-hmm. credible witnesses. You know, there's people say, yeah, you know, this we fucking arrived one day with fucking. Ava Braun, whatever her fucking name was. And, uh, you know, they would just come and chill out for a couple of days and then they had to move on. And, you know, it's and it's like, hmm, why would you be it, making it, that shit up? It wouldn't you know? surprise me. You don't know. It, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> who wouldn't have a body double? You're the world's most wanted man who was into the occult. You're making fucking, trying to make anti-gravity shit. You're scaring the world with crazy fucking theories and dominating the world globally you, mm. what you're not going to have a body double really people used to do that shit thousands of years ago you yeah know? absolutely they'd have multiple doubles wouldn't they oh, they'd yeah. have lots of them as well you know, shit yeah. since the medieval days you know in, in, yeah, yeah. and even far greater beyond than that um so i couldn't imagine that he wouldn't and i'm sure there'd be very few people rocking that small fucking adolf tash you know, that was probably just his thing. But if, if he's seen someone else have one of them, he'd be like, mm, I'm not so sure about you. I have to fucking shit you off. Hitler, that was, that was Charlie Chaplin, wasn't it? You know, that was a fun tash. Yeah, it's almost, you can't replicate it now, though, can you? That's the problem. You know, there's something you're never going to bring back. Mustaches are coming back. Like, real no. legitimate, like, paedophile-looking mustaches. And you're like, hmm. 
who are these people oh, that nice. are going out with these? <laughs> I thought about it for a moment. I'm not going to lie. There was a moment a few years ago where I had just had a moustache, but because it's so blonde, I'm like, uh, that doesn't look right. So I, I don't, I don't really have it. But I, at the minute, normally I have a shaved, shaved face as well. But because I've been ill, I haven't okay. really got on top of it. This is like, it is, yeah. This is literally about a week's worth of fucking growth. It's crazy. I can't I'm, grow beards. I, I could grow a beard, but it, it just drives me crazy. It's yeah, too much. I, I, I end up shaving it off. I'm literally like an ape man. It does mm. I grow hair everywhere. It's fucking crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> I lost off my fucking point then. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm it's moustache. Yeah, I don't think. It, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's coming back. I don't think it's coming back. I don't, definitely, no, definitely it's not coming back. Um, no, no. no well, I want to keep on the supplements stuff still uh you've heard of another one uh, another good one is uh dhea which isn't allowed in the uk which is another it's oh, like a, um it's a bit like um an overall i might be really um fucking this up it's, it's like a regeneration thing um there's a, a lot to it a problem butchering what it what it is um problem is i've, I've got that many supplements that I'm, and i keep talking about supplements all the time and trying to remember them all <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but it's like uh it's one that you should just look into um okay dhea dhea it's very good for life extension purposes okay and um, there's tons and tons of stuff uh but it's just one that you can't really get here which is a problem um they should should allow what's it made it. what's it made from what's it made from i have no idea i don't know okay um that's the only other thing is um it was I, I haven't looked into it for about seven months um so my, my brain's pretty dead on it uh, i just know it's on my, my own it's supplements the, the, list to, to go and get yeah, the one the one the one supplement i've just discovered quite recently is um chlorine dioxide yeah, yeah cds chlorine yeah, dioxide solution yeah yeah now this this stuff i mean i, I recommend anyone who's hearing this go on to bit shoot and look for a movie called the antidote to everything it's like an hour and 40 minutes long i even showed it to my mum last week and she was blown away i mean she's almost she's in her late 70s almost 80 and she couldn't believe what she was seeing this uh uh, these people uh, they've, they've been curing malaria and hiv and cancer with this stuff wow yeah it's I mean, incredible, and there's there's lots there's lots of proof for it as well. It's like you know, I've I've I've, I've read every bullshit blog about cancer, all these sh- fucking stupid things they say cure cancer. It's all bullshit. All this drinking, you know, your, your body weight and carrot juice and all that <laughs> is rubbish. What is that going to do? But some people some people believe that stuff, man. Some people believe yeah, that. Yeah, sort well, of it's thing, a hope you know? and a prayer, isn't it? I'm, you know, you try anything. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, this this. Uh, I'm not saying that I, I know for sure this chlorine dioxide. It's known as MMS in America, um, and it, it, it's been poo-pooed a lot. And they try and tell. Do you remember when um, Donald Trump? Everyone said that he said for everyone to drink bleach. Yeah. Okay. He didn't actually say bleach. Yeah. Oh, he said, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. 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 He I was talking now, about yeah. chlorine dioxide. Yeah, I remember that's what that. He was talking about. That's why it rang the bell. This shit's real. It's yeah. real. It, it was... And I've ta- and I've taken it. It works. I, knew it was I, had, I had a, a stinking cold last week, just couldn't shake it. Did the uh, viral protocol. So you put like, the, 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 it's like a 3,000 part per million solution. You put 
10 millilitres of that in a litre of water. You split it into eight portions. You drink it every 15 minutes. You ever heard of NMN? Say again? You ever heard of... It sounds like I'm just saying three N's. N-M-N. N-M-N. No, no, what's that? That, That's a bit like the DHEA. It's a kind of a... um, It's it's good for cognitive stuff, um, repairing uh, telomeres and stuff like that. It does does a lot of good stuff. Oh, okay, that sounds interesting. It's yeah, get another one. It's tricky to get in the UK. Um, I wouldn't recommend okay. buying off Amazon because it's probably not no. legit. Well, um, I've discovered that by buying any supplement, um, it should be made in Europe mm. before you buy it. If it's not made in Europe, don't buy it. Okay. That's the general rule. So if it's made in China, forget about it. It's just not worth it. Yeah, the problem you know? with China stuff is it's all they don't clean their fucking gear. You know, you could it's be mixing garbage. a bu- yeah. bunch of stuff together. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, we're going to make this today. Let's not clean the line because we've got to fucking keep production running, folks. Like yeah. it happens everywhere because yeah. it, you know, it completely does. I worked in fucking factories. A- a- another, another really interesting um, uh, substance is a uh, DMSO. You come across that? Ooh, I haven't heard of that one either. Okay, so D- D- so DMSO is a carrier. Okay. So it's it's again like ivermectin. It's used in horses and it's used for veterinary purposes. So what you would do, you would mix the DMSO with the medicine you want to give the horse. And okay. then you would rub that in the area where the horse has got the problem. Yeah. And the DMSO carries it through the skin, does it on people as well. Okay. Right. So basically, you, so you could, so for instance, I've, I've read, I've read of treatments where people have treated cancer tumors that are say in their neck and they've mixed DMSO with cannabis oil, yep. put it on their neck. The DMSO carries the cannabis oil straight through. And leaves it leaves it in the tumor to fight the tumor. Well, even it's cannabis is stuff. amazing for cancer for many reasons. It's amazing. You know that's the other yeah, thing yeah, that's yeah. just so overlooked, and it's like, well, yeah. it's just that fucking bad drug, really. Oh, I beg to differ. Mm. I beg to differ. Um, I think I think most 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 drugs that people are given for any reason uh, are given to cover symptoms. Or to make you feel oh, yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, That's but the thing is, is it, it, you, when you've got symptoms and you're, you know, you're puking up or you're, you know, you've got diarrhea or whatever it is you've got, you're sweating, you're being sick. Know all about it's happening that. for a reason. You're, you're, you're detoxifying yourself, and you have to do that. So why would you want to stop your body doing that? It's madness. Do you want to wear? A, it makes or, no sense. Do you want to wear something wild? And this was something uh-huh. I learned today, and I'm going to butcher it. Um, again, I'd look at a lot of stuff. I'd trawl into the web and I come across a YouTuber. Not entirely sure about his profession. He's got a million subscribers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to call the name out. It doesn't really matter. Um, but he was doing a video about how oxygen can kill you. And some, most of his other videos were pretty legit. I was like, let's look into this. Because I was like, oxygen? Hmm. You mean the shit that we breathe? Okay, I've got to well, look pure, into this. Pure oxygen. Yeah, oxygen in itself. And I was like, this is kind of strange. And then he dug into mm-hmm. it. And it kind of was slightly eye-opening. And I thought, hmm. His main uh, thoughts behind it were revolving around aging. Um, because I, I didn't even know this, but again, oxygen is one of the most fucking dangerous chemicals. It's a, a very negative... Um, butchering this it's very uh uh-huh. it's got negative uh elements to it is what i'm saying it's a negative rather than a positive like charge i think 
and there was some bullshit about it and he went into a lot of detail about it i'll i'll, I'll right. put I'll, I'll probably put the link up somewhere on the fucking show after just to well. uh give some people some clarity on my butchering of the subject um but he broke it down into sort of oxidization as well and mm-hmm. um the way it got broken down i was like okay this makes sense it, it it was kind of strange it looked like a conspiracy it looked very conspiratorial but i was like no this is kind of i mean it, it could be bullshit but i i was like mm, i don't know i don't know exactly how credible the guy is um he seems a very legit journalist but i don't know um, i would say oxygen i, I know I, I used to work with um like big bottles of oxygen for a, a yeah, fucking and and it's it's crazy stuff um like the big boc bottles but also i've had oxygen you know i've been to oxygen bars in asia like in bangkok and places where you can go and sit there and put and breathe oxygen yeah, for 10 yeah, minutes, yeah, yeah. and you feel great you feel great afterwards you feel really good it's like having like a vitamin B shot or something. Oh. You, feel, you feel really good. Like a, a, a NAD? Like a, an NAD drip? Yeah. You ever tried one of them? They're meant to be fucking... No, I haven't. Yeah. I heard about them, though. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to... No, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, they're meant to be pretty... I'd, I'd love to try one, but it's just so expensive. I was looking into it, and I was like, 250 yeah. bucks? I don't think so. Yeah. And then I was like, how can we do this ourselves? <laughs> Yeah, see, so, so I found out that you could get eight eight bags. There's eight of the uh, drip bags for something like fucking ten ten pound or something like that. Some ridiculous small number. So I was like, okay, that's that's the easy part. Now we just need to get the solution, right. mix it with like consistency, <laughs> get one of those fucking tall stands, and boom, we're done. Got to ship yeah. those products in from somewhere. I'll look into it. God knows where I've seen it. I don't know. I think it's too much to add into you. It's yeah, well, it, oh, I couldn't have. Well, you meant, I think with some of them, you meant to sit there for about two hours. It takes a long yeah, time probably, for it to go in. You can watch a film in the in the yeah. time. So the guy, I'll, I'll give you the name now. Uh, it's on the fucking air, fuck it. Uh-huh. His name was uh, Joe Scott on YouTube. Um, That's the name of this channel, is it? Joe Scott? Yeah, Joe Scott. Answers with Joe. Okay. Um, uh-huh. And it's it's... You know, it was a very strange thing. It was, it was kind of like, ah, oh, I'm not, I can't even call it bullshit because when, when you watch it, you go, oh, okay, there's some science behind this, and you don't know whether to believe it or not. But it's almost like, <laughs> not saying it's exactly the same, but it's almost like the people that you know come up with a flat Earth model and then go, well, if you do this and you put the camera here, <laughs> go, okay, slow down, you know, you go, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still not sure where I stand on that whole flow. Oh, really? It's like, okay. it can't be true. I, d- I don't know. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm undecided. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows anymore what's real and what's not? Well, that's the I don't problem. Know Is people... you know, after the last two years we've just been through, it's just been the most surreal experience. It's almost, I think, I think this is the greatest time ever to be alive. I yeah mate. Ooh, in a lot mate. of respect in a lot of respects it is but in also a lot of respects it isn't yeah culturally it's the worst it's the worst time ever to be alive that the culture has suffered so badly you I know think... art, the arts etc hmm. yeah i think it's probably one of the greatest times to be alive technologically but however if you were some sort of fat fucking cat king in the medieval days living the uh. dream 
wow. You know? That's a great time to be alive, yeah. It's a great time to be alive. <laughs> fucking Roman Emperor. Absolutely. Getting fed, getting yeah. fed grapes yeah. mm, on your back with some yeah. fucking huge tits in your face. Living the dream. You know, it's all yeah, from absolutely. perspective, isn't it? You know? Even then, if yeah, there's yeah, any time I'd want to go back to, it would be the Greek times. Um, is that your, is uh, that your area? I'd look, I'd look, well, that or the Egyptians, but I think it'd be a, a hit and miss. I think I'd be a fucking, I'd be a slave straight away. So what would be the point going back? You know, I'm not going to go well, back. I reckon those, those, yeah, those <coughs> times would have been, they'd be so brutal. They'd yeah. Be so brutal. It'd be tricky. The amount, of, the amount of death going on would just be like, the scale, wouldn't it? It'd be like, whoa, man, come on. You know, everyone's dead by the time they're about 30. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the old age and you're just growing a beard. You know, <laughs> yeah, you probably die of tooth decay or something. You know what I mean? That's, that's probably what you would have as well. I mean, them yeah, motherfuckers yeah, yeah. would just rip it out in the street, be a public yeah. display. And that's, that's, <laughs> I mean, I, I love. I'm a big fan of history. Do you know one thing that I, yeah, I, again I, yeah. I learned over the last 24 hours? Again, it was on this same guy's channel. It was talking about. Um, it was talking. It was talking about old fucking medicines they used to use and stuff. And I'm I'm totally into all that old school shit. I'm a pagan. I look into fucking old school remedies and bullshit. And no. uh, this guy was saying that, that they used to, uh, to. I can't remember what he said. It was for treating. Uh, but basically, they just used to chop a rat in half and put the half of a rat nice. on, on the area that was fucked up. And it was like, what would that ben What kind of madness is that? What benefit? Who's the benefit in that? You know, what's what's the score? Why would you well, just go, hey, okay, what we need to do, we need to cut that rat in half and put it on that wound quick. It's like, what? <laughs> Imagine saying that in this day and age. Fucking I think, rule, how rule many, I think for how many years they must have done that before they realised it didn't do anything at all. <laughs> Probably about 50. <laughs> at least 50. At yeah, least. exactly. A good generation. Yeah, or, absolutely. Or yeah, four yeah. generations <laughs> of their lifetimes. In fact, 50 years. You know? People live... It's what's so wild as well people used to just used to live next to nothing you know it was like you know you get to probably you know not, not 30 but probably you know mid 40s maybe you're at best you mm. know 50 60 but then if you go further back in time people were living much longer it was kind of well, strange do you know what i think the difference was was you know if you go back to like you know ancient rome they had sanitation didn't they they understood yeah. what they understood what height that they understood what hygiene meant and I think as time, you know, you go, then you get, you sort of, after the Romans left the UK, you had the, 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 shit days. the Middle Ages. <laughs> and, it, and it all got a bit dark and stuff. And so the Renaissance no, the kicked dark, in, you know, dark ages however many hundred years that. later. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty shit, you know, and, and hygiene wasn't top priority, I'm guessing, back then. Well, imagine if Rome would have conquered us completely. Well, one, we probably wouldn't be here today, but imagine how that would have impacted the whole world everything would have been different like if, if rome would have conquered the uk so much shit wouldn't have happened like think about uh, the fucking yeah. rule of britannia that wouldn't have fucking happened at all rome would be the empire of the world they would be standing still i'd imagine to the day as the conquerors i think well, that would have been it some would say the roman empire still exists it's housed within mm, the vatican well i think that too you know that is the Roman Empire, pretty well, much. They kind of receded, didn't they, from all around Europe when they when the when the empire fell. Did you know about the two mayors um, of London? 
two mayors of London. Yep, you have the there's London, yeah. London, you have London City, and then you have London. Yeah, the city of Maryland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which yeah. is kind of most people don't know that in the UK that there's this small banking financial district of London that is completely. Oh, no, I'm quite separate. well versed in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Well, have you heard of a have you heard of a have you heard of a role in the city called the Remembrancer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the remember the remember there's a guy, it's his job, and what he does, he sits in Parliament, and if if the Parliament try and put something through that's not in the interest of the, the city, he steps in and says, Oh no, you can't do that. And they're like, Oh, okay, sorry about that. We won't do that then. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, carry on. It's, and he's he's just there to protect the city's interests. That's all he does. I mean, I have a friend, I don't want to call him out, but he's going into he's going into politics. He's a wild card. Literally a wild card of card of a guy. Fuck off, Moff. And uh, he he's studying politics. I don't know how he is recently because I've not spoke to him in a while. But it'd be crazy to know that a person like him is going into politics. If you actually seen the guy, he looks like he looks a bit like I don't know what's fucking hell. It's kind of crazy now with his long ass hair. I don't know. He looks like a blonde Charles Manson meets well. the big Lebowski. It's a, well. it's a very strange look. He's, you know, he's almost got that weird V for Vendetta-esque beard. You know, that Guy Fawkes-esque fucking okay. beard going on. Long, oh. long dyed blonde hair. Big trench coat. So which which, you know, it's kind which of party which party is he, or is he independent? Oh, I don't know. Um, I never speak okay. to him about actually his actual politics. We, he was a. Uh, we did do a brief sort of <laughs> show, but it never got publicised. I couldn't do it, man. It was wild. It was very wild. Uh, we we started off <laughs> again. We he come up to to see me, and we started off having a smoke and a drink, and then we was like, man, let's take this show to the streets, and it just got wild. So I was like, no, we're gonna have to delete okay. this. <laughs> like random tax like com random conversations with taxi drivers and you know it was just the most compromising you know let's hope he doesn't get into politics otherwise he's gonna owe me a million favors because he ain't finding that fucking sd card anywhere the son of a bitch <laughs> yeah yeah that's the, that's that's gold dust isn't it yeah, yeah it yeah. is that's that's my ticket to the uh to the table Put me in. Yeah, give me that. Give yeah. me that. Remember a role. Well, let's uh, let's yeah. try, change things up a bit. <laughs> do, do you know what? If I could have any role, I think that I'd want to look after them ravens. You know, the Tower of London. That'd be. I'd, I'd 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 have that job. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd love to sit and working with them birds. Oh, beef eater. Yeah, yeah, beef eater. Yeah. Uh, beef eater. Yeah. You got to wear a uniform though. But you get to live in the Tower of London. Yeah, it'd be sick. It's cool. Well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it'd be pretty I, yeah, I, I I remember I used to be friends with a girl when I was a kid, and her uncle was a beef eater. Wow! And she and she used, she used to stay there in summer holidays, and like they had like these little they had these little cottages and stuff within the Tower of London. And they, That's you know, nuts. And they'd feed the ravens and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd, be, it'd just be a fun fun job, you know. There's like an old uh, le legend, like myth about the ravens where if you know they'd fucking go that's right yeah the, the fucking town's done <laughs> and one died not not long ago uh it's kind of strange i was i was i'm sure they've i bet they've got a good stock of them tucked away somewhere there's no oh, way yeah. they're going to be out of ravens yeah no. <laughs> they, they, imagine the panic though like 
because I think it died of random circumstances as well. And I think it was during COVID. So imagine uh, that. Like, you've got to go and tell the know, queen so, one of the ravens have gone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if, if I woke up tomorrow morning and in the paper it said, all the ravens have left the tower, I wouldn't even blink because it wouldn't nah. surprise me. Nothing surprises me anymore. One day after the other, it's just mad headline after mad headline. I don't know what's going on in the world anymore. It's just insane. Crazed man robs ravens. That's the headline I'm looking oh, for. People talk about yeah, being red pilled or blue pilled or black pilled, but you know. Oh, I don't know the black the... pill. What's the black pill? Oh, yeah. Black pill? Black pill is when you've kind of seen everything and you're super cynical. Oh, like, oh, okay. But, the, the white pill is when you just ignore it all, but the best pill to take is the clown pill and just laugh at everything. Laugh at all of it, because well, most of it's pretty, pretty hilarious. Here's a story for you, and I'm going to have to I'm going to have to pull this one up. Um, it was on my notes, mostly because, again, I knew we'd get into the conspiracy side of it. So let's talk uh -huh. about the conspiracy. This is a uh, this is a document. I'm going to read it as as it is. Um, let me just bear me two seconds. Uh, I have to fucking find what, what area are we in here? Uh, this is the area of UFOs. This is one of my favorite okay. subjects. Um, I'm a big fan of, you know, I think we've been here a lot longer than what we have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that there's a lot going on behind the lines that we don't get to see. Um, and you know, so you know, there's a lot going on. So I'll, here's a paper that I found, and it's circulating through throughout the whole of the web right now. And it's a document. Is this from, one of these recently released ones? Yeah, so from Russia, it's a Russian document that's been apparently translated. Okay. So the uh, the paper in itself is a document. Blah 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 blah. You know, some serial numbers you know, from Russian International. Uh, and here's, here's what the, the event says. Um, in 1991, the KGB Top Secret Intelligence Administration, a lot of, wait, 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 wait. After blah, 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 blah. After Gorbachev dissolved in 1991, the KGB Top Secret Intelligence Administration a lot of material from that department found their way abroad, in particular to the CIA. As reported by the authoritative magazine Canadian Weekly World News, US intelligence obtained a 250-page file on the attack by a UFO on a military unit in Siberia. The file contains not only many documentary photographs, and drawings, but also testimonies by actual participants in the events of the CIA representatives referred to in this case as a horrific picture of revenge on the part of extraterrestrial creatures. I'm terrible at reading, by the way, and I'm actually feeling like I'm doing quite well. Uh, <laughs> a picture that makes one's blood freeze. So here we go. According to the, the KGB materials, a quite low-flying spaceship in the space in the shape of a saucer appeared above a military unit that was conducting a routine training maneuver. For unknown reasons, somebody unexpectedly launched a surface-to-air missile and it hit the UFO. It fell to the earth not far away, and oh. five short humanoids with large heads and large black eyes emerged from it. It is stated in the testimonies by the two soldiers who remained alive after freeing themselves from some debris, the aliens came close to them and then merged into a single object that acquired a spherical shape. 
The object began to buzz and hiss sharply and then became a brilliant white, just became, sorry, became brilliant white. Uh, in a few seconds, the spheres grew much larger and exploded by flaring up an unexpected, extremely bright light. At that very instant, this is where it gets wild, 23 soldiers who had watched the phenomenon turned into stone poles. Okay? No way. Stone poles, right. Uh, it continues. To, Only two soldiers who stood in the shade and were less exposed to the luminous explosion survived. The KGB report goes on to say that the remains of the UFO and the remains of the petrified soldiers were transferred to a secret scientific research institution near Moscow. I'm not going to continue on. It keeps, keeps going, but it's uh, a legit. Oh, wow. I'll, it's a, a real. I'll put it up to the camera if you can mildly. No, you won't be able to see. I'll send you. I'll, I'll send you. I'll, uh, I'll send it you. It's a. It's a tricky one. It looks. Well, that's some wild stories, but that one. That's a. That, that's a good one. <laughs> looks. Looks. I mean, when you look so, at it, it looks legit. But you go <clears throat> stone poles, but it goes into a little bit of detail. Stone poles or or. Yeah, just probably stone men. Okay, or were it, they turned? Or were they turned to stone? Were they stone yeah, men that's, or stone poles? Well, like, it, you know? it, again, it says you know it, it says a little bit more. It, it sort of half speculates that then they didn't know what there was. I should have probably read the last bit that they didn't know what they was dealing with in terms of energy manipulation, and then they're now on the back foot uh -huh. because you know it's like wait a fucking second, yeah, yeah. these are turning us to stone, you know? You know, sir, I think. I, I feel and believe that there was a lot of uh, a much better sort of understanding of energy in terms of weapons, in terms of, um, you know, doing good things for people, water pumping, all that sort of stuff. All that stuff existed a long oh, yeah. time ago, I believe. Oh, yeah. Uh, anti Antiquitech. Antiquitech is a big interest of mine. I love learning about that stuff. Well, There's some great channels on YouTube. Um the uh two-way valve two-way flowing water valve you know that continuously can mm -hmm. flow around that was uh invented by the greeks way back when it was um shit yeah indeed yeah yeah it's a legit thing I'm, I'm a huge fan i mean there's so many things i can't pull so much out because i look into everything and i've just read that fucking huge draft of data which is yeah. a rarity for my show. I don't ever really just pull some it up, but I wanted to pull that up because it's wild. But that kind, but that kind of story with the sort of the energy that they're dealing with, and you know these these apparent aliens sort of morphing into one, ending up in one ball of energy, and this big light coming out and turning soldiers to stone poles. It's like whoa! But we can, you know, we can we can we can envisage it though because we've seen it in movies we've seen that sort of thing yeah. in x-men movies and marvel movies well it says it was petrified else, you know? so to me if it says they're petrified i'd, I'd imagine that they just burnt to a crisp uh -huh. you know but not necessarily like burnt, really, but, yeah very quickly but due to that fast heat exchange maybe it just solidified them and you know they're like oh wait well you know, you know there's extreme crazy. heat there's been you know there's uh there's uh there's evidence all around the world of a. Uh, you know, uh, buildings that have been cut into rocks um, mm. with like extreme heat. Oh yeah, some sort of solar flare maybe, or something like that. There's all sorts of crazy stuff that there's that's a, happened, uh, and, and there's evidence for. One of the biggest boring drills, I believe. I think, and again, I'm, I'm pulling this out of the, the the Tim's bullshit files in my mind, where it's everything's stored. Um, 
that uses it basically heats up the rock to carve tunnels which will leave it a sm so it leaves it with a smooth finish rather than you know oh, okay if you, if you cut out a tunnel and you bore it you know you yeah. it, you know you need it to be smooth and that's yeah, how a yeah. lot of the uh latest boring equipment works is by heating up this fucking rock so hot that it's uh -huh. melting stone which is like yeah, yeah. Can't you, you know people go oh, that's bullshit you can't do that Depends on the stone. Do you know something? <laughs> that, 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 that technology is older than you think. I used to, my, my dad was a, he was a demolition man. He had mm. worked for years in demolition. That's cool. And uh, it, when I was very young, in between kind of, in between touring and, and working in studios, I used to do a few weeks here and there with him. And they used to do this thing called thermic lancing. Ooh. And it's this, it's a metal rod yeah, with like a torch on the end. You know, yeah, and, and it literally goes through concrete like That's a knife through butter. It's incredible. It's, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, uh, imagine those d dumb videos you see, like people wearing forklifts and they drive off fucking loading bays. But imagine a version of one of them where two stupid assholes are like, oh, look at this fucking gun. And it slips out of his fucking hand and rolls over his foot. You know, that would be crazy. I think yeah. it'd swipe his foot off in an instant. It'd be like a weird yeah, sort of nasty things. Like an anime scene. It'd be or like when someone cuts a sword through someone and it goes shing and then the body slides you know, you off. Get, You're fucking wild. You can get the equivalent that does it with water as well. Oh yeah. Water so power. Yeah, they're it's really powerful, yeah. I've, those as well are amazing. I excuse tools <laughs> when i was doing demolition and like really big machines to knock stuff down with it's great <laughs> well there's, there's a big uh i'm a fan of urban exploring and under london there's a apparently a huh. big huge fucking lake um but there's a big boring yeah, yeah. machine there's a big boring machine under there which uses the same sort of stuff you know they'd pump water water into it high powered and then grind away you know mostly as well yeah. to keep keep the machinery cool because otherwise, you you know, that big piece of yeah. kit like that producing that much heat <laughs> underground is, uh, yeah. you know. There's a, there's a river. There's a river under the Mal. Yeah. Uh, is it the Mal River? Yeah. That's, that's a famous one. Yeah. And, um, I mean, when I was doing demolition, I got to I got to explore quite a lot of places underground and also the very tops of buildings, like climbing around mm. the roof of University College Hospital. That's cool as shit. Yeah, the, big, the big cruciform building with all this yeah. all these spires on top. I've got a video from it from this is back in like 19, god, late 90s, 98 wow. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. It was good, good, good fun though. And delving about in the basements, the sub-basements, and there's tunnels. There's a tunnel that goes all the way from uh so where are we? University College Hospital is right by uh sort of uh Warren Street station-ish. There's a tunnel that goes all the way up to Leicester Square. And there's one that goes all the way to Holborn. And they used to be used wow. to move drugs around, well, pharmaceutical drugs for the hospitals when it was built back That's in the sort of late 1800s. Yeah. I, I mean, was under all that stuff. I, I, I stripped all those, those corridors out, all the old stuff that was in them years ago. That's wild. There's like tons of, uh, I mean, I, I love that videos of it. Because nowadays people just, you know, they do fucking live streams and stuff of just them exploring abandoned buildings. Yeah, they're great. You know, I've done, yeah, I've done yeah, a fair yeah. few myself. I went under um, Coventry. There's a river that right. runs under Coventry. I went under there. Um, it was, that was wow. very, it was kind of was fucking wild, that was. Um, one of the scariest things, I'll have to say, is when you're going into those situations to begin with and you've got roaring traffic going overhead and you're in this little culvert, right. this little tiny fucking tunnel, yeah. and it's like, boom, 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 boom. You're like, fucking Jesus. That and yeah. the fact that the cobwebs look like something from uh, Stephen King's It, 
You know, it was, uh, it was okay. This could have been off. at one point. I, I thought I was going to deal with some big demon spider. There was, was some huge cobwebs. Were nice. Like, <laughs> were like physical ropes. They were massive. They were huge fucking ropes. Um, let's actually get on to the real conspiracy stuff. I mean, we're diving all over the place. Very, very fun. Um, yeah, go for let's, it. let's keep on the conspiracies. Um, so what's what's one of the biggest conspiracy? I mean, flat earth, you know, you said you was on the ropes about that. Me too. It's I, thought, I, I, I find it quite funny, the flat earth thing. It, it it's, is it's, funny, you know. You know? I, 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 it's funny. I, I, I don't really care one way or the other. No. Uh, about that. Because it makes no difference to me. No. Like, the, there's the, nothing the, I can do about it. It's the theories that always amuse me, you know, because then you have to go, well, space is oh. then fake. Some people think space is a fake, you know, like the Truman Show. You know, it's like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I had a friend. Uh, I've not seen him in a long time. And he was full tilt. And um, we went for hours and hours on the subject. He almost, con I mean, he half convinced me. Because he was just so into it and he could rip off. I'd love to get him on a fucking show, but I just I don't know. But what's the, going the flat on. earth, it's the flat earth thing. He's a flat earther, was he? No, just it was full conspiracy, full okay. tilt. And I mean, he was a probably he probably knows more about it than me. <laughs> I look into a lot of shit. There's probably stuff that you know we can we could trade off on, but there's when when he looks into a subject, he'll look in like the flat earth thing. There was stuff. And this was back before Google and YouTube decided to go, hey, we're going to fucking shadow ban all these, we're going to remove them. And, you know, there was some huge, you just pull off effortless amounts of fucking data out of his head. And I'm like, whoa, slow down, you know? And we're sitting there, sitting around getting high as well. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> and Mike is uh, reeling it off. And then it was, it was crazy. But what's the biggest conspiracy that you believe in to date? You know, there's tons that you can pick out of. Biggest conspiracy. Yeah. What's, what's one that you could go? The most, okay, the, the, most the most, okay, okay. The most interesting for me is, um, uh, okay, I, I follow a, a journalist called Benjamin Fulford. You know him? Nope, not heard of him. Okay. So Benjamin Fulford is, uh, I guess he's in his late 50s. He lives in Japan. He was a finance guy. He's got his own website. Um, it, um, where he does a blog every week. He starts to do a few videos here and there. And he's talking about the, uh, the thing called the Kazarian Mafia. Mm. Have you ever heard of them? I haven't heard so, of that. So, no. so, so his contention is the Kazarian Mafia run the world. Okay. Um, and you've got the thing called the White Dragon Society, which is an Asian family. I've briefly heard of that. Okay. Uh, it, it's all on his website. Um, but he just... He just highlights some very interesting things that happened that the MSM don't talk about. So recently, you probably don't know this, but uh, China filed a cruise missile over Sydney, Australia. Ooh, I didn't know that. that's a That's a really provocative fact. That happened a couple of days ago. Now, I only wow. found that out because he's reporting on this, but he found out because some small paper in Sydney reported it and someone posted a video on the website. Ooh. So you can see it for yourself flying over Sydney. I mean, to just just yesterday, uh, well, in the in the last few months, seven hundred and fifty um, planes have flown into Taiwan from China, like warplanes. Uh, Taiwan are preparing for war. So the conspiracy stuff that you could call conspiracy, but, but over the last couple of years, it's all come true. Um, so maybe it isn't conspiracy. Is is kind of what's happening in the world right now? What's really happening? Yeah, yeah. Not what we're told is happening, but what's I mean, really happening. I wouldn't even say that's a conspiracy. That's just a, a narrative that is out there, but you've got to find it because 
day after day, more news. Hey, this celebrity has had a baby. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it, you know, everything's, kind, stuff, everything's but... kind of linked. I think once you get past the fact that anything you see in any, in any newspaper or in any television program, it was designed for you to see and mm. it's designed for, for a reason. So it's either designed to entertain you engage you switch you off from everything else or it's designed to enrage you What's make you feel well it makes you it, 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 right now they're trying to divide everybody mm, oh yeah absolutely they're trying to divide every yeah okay but the, the one thing they don't want is everyone suddenly coming together you know a good example of this is in uh, in new york right now the anti-vaccine people mandates it was very split before and they kind of politicized it. So it was kind of MAGA people were anti and them BLM people were yep. pro. But now the BLM people are like, oh, no, no, we don't want the vaccine either. So they're going, wow, I, I agree with MAGA. And MAGA, hey, I agree with BLM. Wow, who th who'd have thought it? We actually agree about something. Well, and I think as time's going by now, the public have been fed such a shit sandwich in the last couple of years all over the world. And they're starting to realise that really everyone wants the same thing. All everyone wants is somewhere to live, yep. family, friends, roof over your head, some food in your belly and some fun to be had. Yeah, yeah. Camaraderie. Yeah. That's, what, that's, that's what we want. That's everyone what we wants to say. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what religion you are. It doesn't matter what your culture is. They're the things everyone wants. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is a fact. It's real simple. You know, I mean, there's a few yeah, yeah. rogue people out. I'm not, you know, there's a, there's a fact, but there are a few rogue elements that, you know, there are a few people that just want to fucking cause carnage and chaos. There are, there are those. They do, but they've always got, they've always got, but they have they've always it. got an ulterior motive. Yeah, they're, doing, they're doing it for a yeah, reason. They, they are doing it most of the time. And it's fucked up, but most of the time they are doing it for those same reasons. But they can only do it in a nefarious uh -huh. way because most of the time that's all they've known, you know? Some people raised yeah. in a shit situation, yeah, yeah. you know, oh shit, I'm not going to go and push fucking drugs over county lines and do this and get involved in this. And it's all you know, you know, yeah. and it's kind of tragic in a way yeah. that, you know, we yeah. are very tribalistic as humans. We have been for thousands of years and that's of we, yeah, and yeah. We continue, we're going to continue to the day. Uh, you know, it continues now. If, and if anything, now it's even more broader, you know, that we've got so much going on. It's hard to keep mm. up. I mean, it's too much, and that's where I, earlier I mentioned about um, how culture is disappearing, like the arts. And I think one of the reasons that is is because recently, um, you know, pop culture has become politics. You know, yep. When I was in my you know tw mid twenties in the early nineties, you know, um, pop music was pop music, and dance music was dance music, and the culture was culture. Yep. Uh, no one had any interest in politics. No one gave a shit. Yeah, no, no, no. Apart from when the criminal justice bill happened and people protested against that, it went through anyway, and everyone with it and didn't give a shit. You know what I mean? It was them and us doing what they had to say. They weren't interested in what we had to say, and we just got on with it. And there was no racism. Dance music took care of that. Everyone was too off their heads taking ecstasy. Everyone was all pulled up. Everyone loved each other. <laughs> yeah. It was genuinely like that. It was it was amazing. It was an amazing time. If you look, if you look even to like you know the sort of social history of that period in the late 80s the, the biggest export from this country was football hooliganism yeah it was massive yeah right Still and is. then all of a sudden acid house happened well it stopped for a while why because everyone started taking ease well it's well documented now one of the best i mean i i um I, i'm a 
big fan of ecstasy. I haven't took it for many years. Be just mm -hmm. because of uh, I'm, a, I'm a, an aficionado of pills. Because when I used to deal in them and I used to take them, I used to look into them. You know, I'm a, I am cannot identify pills a mile off, in, even in terms of what the fuck is in them. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, even back in the day pills, you get stuff like speckled clothes, love hearts, you know, you get some, some crazy shit. And again, you don't get pills like that nowadays. They're, they're mm. more MDMA, whereas years ago, they'd be cut with a bunch of stuff. I remember having a bunch mm. of pills that were cut with fucking acid and they were wild. They were wild. I was staring into a fucking turned off fireplace. Like an English shitty fake fireplace, staring into it. There was a candle behind me, yeah, and I was staring into it, look, just looking for hours. And one of my friends was crashed out on the couch. I was staring into this fireplace for hours, just looking at these small visuals. And this was off pills. It was amazing. But one of the fun parts about the story was uh, this is how wild thing things used to get back in the day is um, for some unknown reason, my friend had um, scrunched up a load of small Rizzler papers. Like he'd just got a Rizzler uh, and he just scrunched it up and there was tons of them. He just rolled it up into this tight little fucking, fucking stupid ball. Right, he just rolled it up tight as he could. And then there was tons of them all over the floor. And one and my friend earlier on in the night was like, oh, I lost some drugs earlier. So after, after this brief moment of looking in this fireplace and, and I was looking at it for so long and I was out of it, and I looked on the floor and I seen these little tiny pieces of paper and I looked at it and I was like, man, I must be some sort of crack rock. And I was fucked to the point, you know, I didn't even know, I didn't even see, see crack at that point. I didn't even see it, you know, and I'd... I don't know how my brain confused me. It literally tricked me into thinking that my friend on the sofa was smoking crack and he wasn't. To the point I'd gone round the floor, found about 10 of these little scrunched up pieces and, and I literally put two and three together and made fucking six. And I was like, man, it's, that's the drugs he was on about, smoking crack. So I went and slapped him in the face, woke him up. I was like, boom. I was like, what are you doing smoking crack, bitch? Like going crazy at me. It's like, what the fuck are you on about? And then we're tussling around on the floor. Shit was getting crazy. It was, and then like, you know, very good friends. Still always very good friends. And uh, <coughs> it was like, what are you talking about with crack? And I was like, look at all those rocks. They're everywhere. And he was like, man, you, I was throwing paper around. And I was like, they're the drugs you lost earlier. And I was like, no, I lost a five bag of weed earlier. And I was like, oh. <laughs> You know, one of them. That's, 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 that's a very cracker thing to do. I remember, I, I remember seeing crackers at the studio, and they they score their bit, their little their, their lump, and then they break little bits off it and wrap it in little bits of paper, paper. and they yeah. flick it around the room. They flick it around the room, and then when they run out, they go, they start searching around yeah. for it. Yeah, it's and a thing. Search over there, or they'd come back the next day, and it was yeah. it was mad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, what the studio I worked at was in Dollar Hill. That was the zone back then. It was just crack everywhere. It was terrible. I mean, it was it was terrible. just one of the horrible <laughs> drugs. It's just, a, oh, absolutely. It's just one of them wild things where you go, holy shit. Like when you look back and I haven't told that, I haven't told that story on my show. I haven't told that story for a very long time. I don't think I've ever told anyone that story. In fact, <laughs> there's been very few people I've told that story to. That's, a, that's an exclusive almost from Tim's wild days when he was 17 and slinging drugs. Um, but yeah, let's keep on the conspiracy. 
Let's, uh, what about the uh, moon landing? You know, because that's a big one. Even aliens. What's the, you think there's any sort of deal with that? People talk about the, the moon being fucking hollow and, you know, we've got hollow earth. You know, you know, on the flat. Yeah. Well, the, 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 my favourite theory I heard about that was that, um, uh, what was it again? That Saturn is giving off this frequency. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, so, yeah, do you know, you know about history of Saturn and yeah, Saturnalia? Yeah, yeah. The Brotherhood and that of Saturn. Sort of stuff and Satan. Yeah, yeah. Brotherhood of and Saturn. Satan. Because there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's literature from back in Roman times where Saturn was like their moon, but it yep. didn't have rings around it. So anyway, the rings have appeared around it in the last thousand years or whatever. Uh, and they're supposed to give that a frequency, I'm getting this right, which uh, is amplified by the moon, which is a disc and not a big round thing. Yeah. And then that fires to Earth, and that's how people on Earth are controlled. Wow. That was a David Icke one. It's, it's a great story, but I'm not sure. Flat, flat moon. <laughs> flat moon, yeah. Flat like moon. a sort of... Like, like a, a, like a big amplification disc. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more to it than well, that, I'm sure. But that, that's that's essentially what he was saying. Well, that's almost going back to space, obviously 2001, with the black yeah. fucking with the monoliths. Because yeah, again, yeah, yeah, what yeah. was on the moon with the original site was a black monolith that was projecting frequencies to the Earth. Where yep, did they yep. go? Well, in 2001, they didn't go. I think they did go to Saturn. But in I think in the book they went to somewhere different. Um, I think they changed it for a reason. Um, okay. I think they went to Ju Jupiter. Was where sorry Jupiter? Yeah, yeah, Jupiter is the is the uh, the one that they went to. Sorry, in the um, shit. It, I think it was in the movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in the movie. They had to change it. Mm. Whereas you know, two thousand one. Fucking fun. One of favorite films of all time. But it's it's on that yeah, same sort of thing, you know, with a with a black cube. You know, you talk about the uh, yeah. Brotherhood of Saturn. There's all this black cube stuff. It's in my logo. <laughs> well, there was logo. there was a well, there was there's a there was a there used to be this YouTuber guy called Swilliam, and he lives around here because I've seen him in the streets, like in, where I live in, in Northwest London. Um, and he used to make these videos walking around London at all of the. Uh, um, kind of all the symbology you can find, oh. especially in the city, in the all the kind of the stonework yeah, 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 and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The architecture. So exactly. So he he, he did it. He, it's still on YouTube. It's called Swilliam. You can find this video, and it's all yeah. about that big red cube that's in the middle of the serpentine, mm. which is a very apparently mm. satanic. There's a it's, it's an art installation right in the serpentine in um, Hyde Park. Was it Regent's Park? I never remember. Um, but it, well, it's near the serpentine gallery still there but it was there up until a year or two ago it's a huge red obelisk cube thing and he goes into all the kind of uh uh the meat cubes and what they all are you know and it's all kind of links to sort of there's similarities between that and the big cube at mecca and stuff as well That's yeah kind of this obelisk there's, cube thing there's, a, there's a, a guy on reddit called and he's getting banned all the time i don't know well he the, pe the reason why people keep banning it, banning him is because and they from think, Reddit. Wow. Yeah, they, they, they keeps keep getting removed. If, the bad thing is he keeps setting up. He sets up the page and then they fucking remove the guy, which makes no sense. I don't okay. know how that works out. The dude is called Candleman. Um, Candle. I think changes right. it. Candleman one hundred changes frequently. Okay. Um, they get rid of him because they keep going. Yeah, you're a fucking devil worshipper and all this shit and. He's got. Wow. He, he makes a lot of bullshit film references with his cube, but it's 
it's almost like you can because it's just a black cube you can tie it anywhere <laughs> you know mm. but it but when he puts his points out sometimes they're they're somewhat relevant sometimes it's like oh the black cubes in fucking this cartoon today and then you know the next week mm. it's in some fucking soap opera or something so you know, you're like hmm i don't know is uh the questionability is one of them it's definitely a there's the, I, one of the things that interests me as well. I, I heard this story recently about when television first arrived in the UK, oh, okay. and how um, you know only you know very few people had it when you had to, to buy a set until the government stepped in and did a did a deal with a company in America called DER, which ended up being a big a, a rental a TV rental company, and they bought thousands of TVs over it. It was so it was cheap for people to rent a TV. It would be like you know a pound a week or something like yeah, that. No, 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 coin flop. So this will be in what this. Yeah, something like that. So this would be in like the kind of 50s, I guess. Um, but the, uh, the the guy I was talking about, I think it was on Morgoth's Review, He was, uh, which is another YouTube channel that's yeah, good to watch. And he was, you know, Morgoth. Yeah, and he was that saying that, um, you know, be before that happened where he grew up, everyone would be out every evening, you know, when it wasn't pissing with rain or snowing. And you'd meet up in the street or in the park and you'd talk. And he said, the moment television arrived, that never happened again. Mm. it never happened again and then it, it also he was kind of you know making the point that the government was so keen for everyone to have a television as soon as possible because they saw how powerful a medium it was oh yes oh completely well television programming is the program you know yeah yeah it's, well, it's that's what they say it's program. like it's a program I, I, you know I, I, it, it, it's a program you know i mean without My... sounding sort of too uh too namaste i, I believe you know words are spells but, you know, yeah, certain I, com combinations of words can yeah, do things. They, I'm, a, I'm a firm, firm believer in that. You're talking again. You're talking to someone who's a, I'm a pagan. Mm. I t I'm, I'm someone who legitimately believes in a bunch of old magic, and you know, I've got a fucking mm -hmm. bag of casting stones there for fuck's sake. You know, I occasionally do fires. I do, a, do a bunch of shit. And I don't really like to talk about uh -huh. some of it on air because it's some of it. People go, what the fuck is this madman doing? Um, yeah, like sacrificing people. I, I, <laughs> I've read a lot of stuff when I was when I was really when, when I was animals. really young. I, I read um, I read loads of Alistair Crowley. I read yep. Anton LaVey's Bible. Yep. I read all that stuff. I remember there was a, I, one time there was a Jehovah Witness came and knocked on the door uh, where I was living at home. I was about sixteen. And I said, I'll read your book if you read mine. mine and I gave yeah, him the yeah. satanic Bible. <laughs> and he, I mean, I mean, I, he, he didn't really want to, he didn't really want to touch it. He yeah, wanted yeah. to just, like burn his fingers or something. Anyway, he took it and I took his watchtower book and I, you know, legit, I read it. And I don't think he read mine, but he came back and saw me the week after. And he was genuinely trying to save my soul. Uh, he even came back when he knew I wouldn't be here. And he spoke to my mum and he was really worried about me. I didn't even know the guy. Yeah, you know, I think Mom said to him, oh, "It's just a phase. He's just reading books. Don't worry about it." <laughs> I, years you know. ago, I used to invite him in myself. Um, I was just one of these people, you know. Again, this was when I was a wild card, and you know, I'd invite him in and I'd go, "Yeah, let's have a chat," you know. And I'd, most of the time, you know, they'd be great. I'd have some good conversations, um, mm. but most of the time, I'd try and get him to see my point of view, and they'd just leave. <laughs> like, they're talking about you know they, again they do these people must have thought i was the the antichrist 
You know, it was. Thing is, with the Jehovah, the Jehovahs, they they don't like it when you point out a few yeah. just bad basic fundamentals. Well, I was, and they don't like it. I started talking about a bunch of stuff because I'm I'm not you know I'm, when most people think about paganism, they go, oh, I believe in the devil. No, that's not that's not that's not what I believe in. I believe in a no, lot of no. older gods and tons and tons. You know, this is why again you talk about. You know, you, you you did briefly mention it. You know, the Brotherhood of Saturn, but you said Fraternis Saturn, I believe was the uh, phrase that you it's used. Saturnalia. And it, well, yeah, it's, Saturnalia. It's, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Sa- yeah, yeah. But I see you, again. That's why I said it was Brotherhood of Saturn because uh, that is mm. a, that's a book in itself. I believe you've read because uh, if you've mm. delved into the world of that, that's a legitimate book. Uh, most of yeah, it talks yeah, about sex yeah. magic mostly um, just putting that that's out very there. crowley i mean I, i've been yeah. crowley was into set but i mean to be honest i, I did the crowley thing i read really my, nearly all it? of it I sold, <laughs> I, I, I sold all the books about three years ago on ebay for a fortune i think oh. they, everyone wants them Ooh, and you know something as it. i understand <laughs> with crowley he's just a, he was a he was a perv old man that liked doing too much coke oh, okay. uh, and, and and like fucking young girls and, yeah. and he was also very manipulative Oh, very yeah. manipulative Charismatic. and the whole of and, and magic and theory and practice is basically about manipulation yeah yeah. you know well, this, you i know. mean the, the ceremony is symbolic but it, it, essentially it's, it's the manipulation of people well the thing was you know with him is he just went from group to group took little bits um probably yeah. b- bullshitted some stuff um but due to the fact yeah, that been in, you know he's a 33rd degree mason i believe it's the highest yeah. fucking you can get. So, you yeah. know, to get to that yeah. level is, is fucking, how the fuck? You know, a normal man. He wasn't, he was a nobody. Yeah. So to go from there to, and he went to a few other places. He went into Germany, did some stuff, I believe. Uh, then obviously went yeah. up and in, in, into Scotland and then did the fucking 33rd degree Mason shit. Then I believe he got his little fucking uh, retreat on the coast. And then you know that's when it all that went. That was the worst. That was the uh, Sicily, wasn't it? I can't remember. It was cool. I, I think I think Crowley was probably uh, what it. He was a facilitator of degeneracy. Yeah. Oh yeah. These people. I mean, I'm not saying I'm no a doubt. fan. Of, I'm not saying I'm a fan of the guy. No doubt. You know, that's like saying, yeah, I know, man. It's interesting. That's like saying Rasputin's the it's man. Interesting. <laughs> you know? No, no. <laughs> but it's, it's just to be clear, Tim. I, 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 I don't I don't believe in any censorship whatsoever. None. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None. Absolutely zero. I want to hear everything from everybody. Yeah, me too. If it's a shit idea, it will disappear into the swamp. If it's yep. a good idea, it will rise to the top. And that's it. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, that's the problem. Is Some people just, as soon as any conversation that isn't on their frequency, they just dismiss it. You know, they never want to take in anything that could be outside of the, their spectrum of knowledge. You know, and that's most people's problem, I believe. Normally people who dismiss... Well, people who dismiss things often just haven't got an argument. Yeah, you know, <laughs> which means they're probably or, not qualified to talk about it. Or the prop. Well, they have got an argument, but it's the same repetitive words driven in fifty different formats. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it's but, like, and oh, they realise yeah. they're, they're talking to someone who can see right through it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's a, 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 a discussion and stuff. But that that that's a whole other subject. The whole identity oh. politics bullshit. That's a whole other subject. One of, Probably best avoided. <laughs> one of my one of my uh, it's not a favourite conspiracy, but it's something I like to. I mean, it's out there, but I like to believe that we was um, that dragons were real. Really, I mean, a lot of, I've not heard that one. Yeah, 
I I'm think down that, with Giants. Yeah. I've, I've, I've read about the Giants being real. I think that all of the old Greek shit, all of all the, you know, it's in every fucking ancient civilization, these weird demi-creatures, fucking, uh -huh. you know, that was part human, part fucking animal, some, some part God creation, you know, because it was always mm -hmm. some weird fucker who made them. You know, and they're in everything. Samaria, you know, they're in fucking Egypt, you know, everything. Look at the fucking Sphinx. It's part fucking, yeah. you know. Um, could, have been, could, could have been a spillover from the dinosaurs, couldn't it? Yeah, dinosaurs well, just didn't all disappear. That's my, that's my point, is I believe that, you know, well, this is, this is, it's a two-parter. I believe that, you know, the, the dragon thing that was like, there was just, again, we had to go in through nuclear fallout. At some point, shit got catastrophic. We went into some fucking caves. Uh, had to probably hide because the world was on fire, you know. And mm. I think we've been around a lot longer. That's my uh -huh. yeah, first too. point. Uh, yeah. I think the knowledge boom it went uh, tens, tens of thousands of years ago. I think it's happened several times over and over again. And knowledge is hard. If the world got burnt to a crisp now, well, the knowledge is gone. If there's a few survivors with maybe some decent kit and maybe a computer and some power, well, you're good. If you've got some books, even better, you know? And I think that this has happened over and over and over again. And I think that one of these instances in terms of the legends of dragons was that pterodactyls, big flying fucking reptiles, well, who says there wasn't a different version of them or maybe even them. And when we come out of these caves and we started getting back to society and agriculture, one of these motherfuckers is hungry as shit and it comes swiping down, takes a fucking child. Well, you know what's going to happen in that society back in the day. You know, we're all massively undereducated as well due to the, probably what's happened. So it becomes a dragon. It becomes a fucking fierce creature that becomes, you know, like the kraken of the sea, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is just giant yeah, yeah. squids. Yeah. We have giant squids now. They don't take down ships, but there could have been something way bigger. Who fucking knows? Um, also, do you not think that the, the perception these people had of oh, yeah. these creatures, which, Fucking, you know, we, we also, the, the perception they had was changed by what they were eating because they, they were taking some hardcore psychedelics. Back oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mushrooms were. Uh, in these ancient civilizations. All sorts of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, ter Terence McKenna. So that must, have, well, that must have played a part in it. Yeah, you, you, obviously, uh -huh. you, you're up on this. Terence McKenna's theory, you know, um, you know, the monkeys come uh -huh. down from the trees and started eating these mushrooms and then boom. You know, mm. the level of creativity, and this is what, it, you know, makes makes us human. Creativity. Yeah. You know, we, we, yeah. we wouldn't have a civilization if we wasn't creative. We, we didn't create, you know, cars were created. This microphone mm. created, fucking hat created. You know, everything. Well, we're, the only species, we're the only species that have got things to do other than just survive. Mm. Mm. We're so amused. Well, monkeys by, are. We've so many things to amuse us. They kind of have, but it's very limited. Yeah, essentially, they, they just. Fishing, though. Yeah, essentially, it's just, it's just to survive. They don't yeah. do stuff for pleasure. They don't listen to music. No. They don't, you know? <laughs> don't listen to music. Yeah. I mean, well, music's a great example. I mean, music's. Yeah. Uh, you know, mu music is. Well, there's no reason for music. No. No, not really. No, no, no. there isn't. No. no, there's not. No, no. But imagine but if you yeah, listen to the, radio in, in front of the most. Of but yeah, it's, 
Yeah, well, I'm guess I'm guess that you know if you played a bunch of tunes, I'm sure they'd have a favourite. You know, yeah, if yeah. one started dancing, the rest of them would maybe. But, wow, that starts every thought on. You can put this sort of ten o'clock news on, and they dance. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Could do. That's, yeah, that's, that's the that's dance. The <laughs> that's the level of creativity maybe if we gave those mo- here, here would be a real test if we if we got a monkey and we gave it some mushrooms and then over the next 50 years you know see how those generations go like a planet of the apes-esque style thing because they are fishing some monkeys some okay. people were fit some people were fishing and they literally were fucking around with a monkey and they yeah, tried to fish okay. and then now they, they're bambooing stuff with a fucking pole you know, that's that's a tool. Okay, that's... so they've learned they've learned to use a tool. Yeah, yeah. So they got so they learned to use a tool. But how long has that taken? Well, we showed them. That's the thing. They didn't. They didn't. Okay, learn they copied it. us. They, they, mim- they yeah, mimicked. They mimicked. They mimicked. mimicking us. Yeah. You see, this is the thing I brought my head with the whole theory of evolution. So mm. we're, we're, we haven't found any fossils for the ones in between. <laughs> yeah, well, we keep finding some. Um, they what, the, in, the in betweens. No, well, no, okay. we find really? no, we don't. We find sidelines. We don't find the straight line. We find, hey, this is the yeah. Homo florensis, or this is the um, you know the little Hobbit people. Um, or uh-huh. you've seen them? That that's a wild conspiracy. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah. there's videos of them little yeah, yeah, fuckers yeah, running yeah, around. People. Apparently, fucking, there's a guy on a yeah, motorbike. Crazy. There's a guy on a motorbike going down a, a track, and there's a little man was standing in the uh-huh. path. And then the bike stopped, and then the, the guy was trying to keep up with this little man. It was well, again, how big was it? Well, how little was it? Little, yeah, but it, it wasn't like a small, it wasn't like, you know, what you'd reference as to a small person nowadays. It was like right. a thin, slender fucking, he was jogging. The bike wow. couldn't keep up with it. This kid, it was like gone. Like, the video is amazing. It what was country just, was that in? Do you remember? Um, it was, it was, uh, if I was to take a guess, it sounds like it was Indonesia way. It was, it was out that sort of okay. way. It wasn't, uh, but it was crazy because wow. they was following it. They couldn't keep up with him, but there was mild camera shots every so often. They'd like, oh, it was there. And then they're trying to speed up and he's round the corner again. And then he darted into a bunch wow. of tall, tall grass and then they got off the bike and they just couldn't find wow. him. Um, but I've never seen that. I'd love to see that. that. Is that a, sounds amazing. I find I've, this. I trawl the web, and th- th- yeah. there's one where That's I was like, one. I was like, wow. <laughs> it was it was so crazy because you couldn't really fake it. It was like, how can you fake that? Yeah, they're literally yeah. fucking scrambling for him. They're literally like, come on, and it's like, wow. fucking dude's gone. <laughs> it's like, wow. and it was a, a, a it was a um, crazy. It was a wow. wild, wild one. You, uh, yeah, like. It, Strange crap. I'm sure they must exist. There must be yeah. like odd creatures all over the place. Well, this is where I go back to my mild theory: is that we were fucked around with, you know, and that some maybe we did get some mushrooms, but they can go through space. And I think that you know they're probably put here. I think everything was put here, and that there was some maybe some. So, uh, so are you? And, uh, are you sorry, about the Anunnaki, you heard about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Anunnaki. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Okay, so have you heard of a have you have you heard of a chap called Michael Tellinger? Yep. Yep. Heard okay, so he does he does these videos on YouTube. He mm-hmm. does a thing called Ubuntu. He's based in South Africa, and he's very into uh, 
frequency and understanding frequency yep. and all the things it can do and benefits and he's been investigating what the what, what the africans call them cattle corrals and they're stone circles all over south africa there's thousands of them and they've been there for a long time these are ancient they're way older than cattle corrals and they're centers of energy yep. and this guy michael Telliger goes into them and he'll show you with these meters and things the energy that's there so he thinks his theory is these were uh sort of landing points or communication points for the Anunnaki who were down and harvested whatever they are harvesting from the planet so they could survive wherever they're from. It's an interesting gold, theory. Wasn't it's it really? Gold. I think gold. it may have that's, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the, the theory behind that is their pla planet needed some, it was, um, it, apparently if you spray gold into the atmosphere, it can reflect light and right, okay. protect the atmosphere. And that is some weird science. They're doing it to the day. We're doing it with metal particles, but gold is apparently one of the best ways to do it because of the okay. properties of it. Uh, and this planet's abundant with gold. Yeah. So the theory is that that's why they come here. And that planet circulates on a weird elliptical scale system. And then it comes into contact with us every, can't remember how many fucking thousand of years. And then when yeah. it come to us, they'd come and get our fucking gold. And in that time, they'd get it while they could, and then bang, they've got to go again. You know, certain time scale, got to fucking, which yeah. I could imagine. Aren't way. they the ones with the, uh, they're the ones with the elongated heads, aren't they? Yeah. Like long skulls. Yeah, there's talk of that, but this also goes again, it goes back to Samaria as well, you know, the ancient Samaria and stuff like that. It goes, yeah. it goes yeah. everywhere, it, you know, it goes over fucking, uh, uh the mayans it, the, and the aztecs it, it goes it's go it's yeah. wild it but goes that, into that, also, that, that, shit like that, as well. that long skull thing that long skull thing is also a body modification they would do to them when they were kids yeah, so they'd yeah, wrap yeah. their heads up really tight wouldn't they in uh in bandages and they'd shape their soul to grow like that well they use planks of wood as well do you know that oh really yeah nice. they use boards of wood God. yeah there's some crazy shit they do back wow. in the day Another I know they do it. They do it in um, in, in India. They they do it to like uh, kids, like parents who have these kids, and they wrap their heads up in these things and make them into like pinheads. Yeah. Pointy. Oh heads. yeah, 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 yeah. And then they, then they take them out like they supposed to be good luck. Yeah. You know, sort of mentally it's, handicapped kid who's like, like being led around with a fucking lead on him, and people <laughs> people touch him, and they get they give money, and it's supposed supposed to be lucky. It's mental. Well, Carl, crazy. It's funny because I'm. I'm segue into that Carl Pilkington um he did a a thing where he went to different countries and he he, he was uh going around it's a strange one because you, you can't use you know it's almost a weird way to talk about it but you know these old school freak shows you know it's a fucked up way to put it but yeah, that's, yeah. that's literally the terminology of it you know not and again yeah. I mean, i've got three fucking toes i can be classed as one of them if i want to be i can say that i don't give a fucking shit and uh you know so i could kind of i, I could go there myself I, i'm sure I thought, i'm pretty sure if i went to that place and whack my foot out they'll go whoa they'd be probably surprised how mildly well i walk as well they're gonna fucking i'd probably yeah. get some gold for that um but, yeah, but you know but... that it is a thing that they do revere that stuff and but, but they do sort of half break the boundaries between you know let's let's misshape this person and let's or rather than, hey, this person was born that way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, also, I've, I've seen I've seen it in um, in Thailand, in Bangkok, yeah, a couple yeah, of yeah. times where some and it's it's kind of self inflicted. They yeah. self inflict this this 
sort of injury, like they bend their arm the wrong way and break yeah, it the yeah. wrong way, and then they'll lay on the street on this roasting hot iron plate and just you know look up and beg for money. It's like, whoa, man. Well, it's like the that's, Chinese. That's, that's, your, that's, well, that's heavy, man. That's back what, in the day. Do you know the, the, oh, yeah, they wrapped the feet up, didn't they? That's right, the geishas. Wow. Yeah, bi- sure, feet Japanese, yeah. Wow. I've yeah, seen, yeah. You ever seen the real pictures yeah. of that? Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, used so to, they used to do it in Victorian times oh. to, to waste, didn't they? Like those crazy corsets. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? They Even then, they, I mean, this is, most of these stuff, like, when I was in school, you'd find all this stuff in books. You know, you yeah. could go to this weird little section of the library that was almost dedicated to paranormal bullshit. And you yeah. find these books with these interesting stories on. Oh, I'm a little bit older than you. I mean, when I was like sort of 16, 17, those books we used to find in, uh, there was a shop in Camden called Compendium Books. I always said that when Compendium Books left Camden, it was done, it was finished, because all the record shops had gone by then as well. But this bookshop had all that stuff in there. You couldn't get it anywhere else. It was a, there was a, a series of books called Research Books, and there was a book called Freaks. You could probably still get it. It's amazing. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I think, just, fact, I think, every crazy freak in the world. I think it was actually gifted. Uh, it was, I think there was a legitimate, I think it was on a record as well. There it was, yeah, yeah. there's a really famous picture. He was gifted it by there's a famous picture. Right. That's the book. There's a, I've got the book. It's a really famous picture in there of some tribe. I think they're maybe from the Amazon or something. And there's like these five guys all stood in a row, you know, naked. And they've all got what they call elephantitis of the scrotum. Oh yeah, yeah. So it, it, so it looks like it looks like they've got a massive sort of twenty pound sack of spuds yeah, hanging from their, their groin that. area. Yeah. It's mental, you know. And also there was a, there's another family in there called the O'Grady family. So I've heard of that as well. The, yep. They're from the fifties in America, yeah. and it was lobster boys. They had yeah. like just just yeah, yeah, fingers yeah. like this on their feet and their hands, yeah. and then. Uh, the two of them who had this rare disorder, this man and woman got together and they had kids. And the kids all had this lobster shit going on as well. It's, it's they, were, they were they were part of some circus freak show. It's wild, I mean, yeah. There was a, People I mean, do that to... sad that they was exploited and shit like that. I mean, but it's kind of crazy that in certain continents, it's like they're revered, you know? Do you want to take just a quick brief intermission? I mean... It, but no, it's, it is wild when, you know, the fact that you could get those books so openly and uh, it's almost like what got me into the to the game of conspiracies, like back in the day, being in the library and finding all these rare books, you know, with these shitty ghost pictures in and, you know, terrible yeah, yeah, yeah. sepia pictures of fucking ghosts. And you're like, uh, do you know like, something, though? I, I, I really I really miss the time back then where. Uh, any kind of culture you wanted to consume, be it books or records or whatever it was, you really had to make a lot of effort to get it. Mm. You know, to get that particular record you might have heard that John Peel play on the radio, you had to go into town. You had to remember what it was called, then go to a record shop in the West End. Maybe one would have this obscure indie or dance twelve inch or something like that. But you really had to search for it. And the same with books back then. You had to send off. You had to write to people to little publishing companies and and get things sent and fanzines and things like that. And so people that were in scenes back then. I don't think they were as fickle as they are now. I mean, scenes come and go now in like 10 minutes, don't they? Because <laughs> it's, you know. Well, think of like the bullshit dance crazes that are almost weekly. It's like, ah, oh, new dance this week. I mean, imagine yeah, being, yeah. I mean, like, I couldn't imagine being a child nowadays and having to keep up with that strange pressure of like, oh my God, I've got to mm. keep up with this weird TikTok craze or whatever it is, you know? 
But what Nothing I find weird about as well about it, <laughs> no, you know, something each to their own. But I think that such a there's never been a point in time where kind of the the youth. So let's talk sort of fifteen to, to sort of thirty, say. Uh, where the youth have had a ch- have, have had so much at their disposal, right? You can listen to any record you want now. Doesn't matter what it is, how obscure it is. When I was twenty, if I wanted to hear this obscure record, I had to go and find it. And if if it was rare, you couldn't afford it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Maybe you could find someone who tape it for you, or maybe you couldn't, and it would never get played in the radio, so you'd probably never hear it. You know what I mean? Now you can hear everything. So if that being the case. Why is it that all the new music that I hear is so shit? Yeah, it's a tricky because one, it, man. Well, I have a theory on that because most new music, but not all music, mostly I'm talking about pop music now. Pop music used to be good once upon a time. Yep. Now it all sounds the same because it's all being used in the same computer programs. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Everyone uses the same shit. Yep. No, yeah, that, they all that use the same sense. stuff. They'll, they all use the same latest sound library. They all process their voices using the same software. (laughs) And even then, there's only, you know, even if you get a different plugin, somebody else has made that, tested it, and probably used it themselves. Yeah. So. Exactly. It's not even a theory. I think that's pretty legit. You know, this is, that's the Oh, it is legit. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the real thing. I don't think there's a theory behind that. That's, That's probably... I think, I think it's, I think <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's one of, it's one of the things in music that drives me <laughs> wild because it's, it's kind of like music by numbers, isn't it? It's really easy to do it. I yeah. can knock those tunes out all day long. They're easy. Well, I used to, I used to do fucking bits of music myself. Again, you know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. only on Ableton and, you know, I used to have just a launch pad. I've had, a, you know, some small keyboards. Um, most of the stuff that I used to do was all vocoding. And the only reason I do that did that was just because it was just something that was different. It wasn't like, okay, we're going to fucking put a beat down and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, what I'll do is I'll make that beat or at least try and make the beat, manipulate my voice and then lay that mm-hmm. down. Let's fucking whack something else over it. You know, I can't manipulate a drum loop. Nice. Um, but, you know, you put, yep. you could, you can, it's simple enough. You know, if you've got some fucking keys, you can still do it with a keyboard. It's yeah. pretty easy, actually. <laughs> if not more easy. It sounds like the best, the best way of doing it is just, it's like I've always used uh, music gear. Well, I remember getting, you know, over the years, getting lots of new gear, bit second hand or whatever it was. And I never, ever read a manual until I had to. Yeah. We used to just turn it on and start pressing buttons Numbering. and turning knobs and yeah. seeing what happened. That's what I do. Uh, you know? And it's the best way. I mean, you can't do that. Smart. I've got to read manuals now sometimes. I mean, um, because shit's really complicated. The only, the only reason stuff. that I quit was just because I would tamper too much. I could sit there and get for, uh-huh. for hours. You know, when when I'm obsessed with something, I'm like down that rabbit hole straight. Uh, Saying say which, you know, so, I, if I look into it, I look into it. But with the music, the, I'm you know, like, this is this. Yeah, this is the producer's paradox. You see, it's that it's knowing when something's finished. I really love the whole psychology of producers. I love the whole, the whole sort of discussion of the role of the producer, because the role of the producer changes as time goes by. You know, I like you know, band when when you used to get certain producers producing a band, like say for instance the Clash album London Calling. Yeah, was produced by a guy called Guy Stevens. Um, now he was a massive part of making that record sound the way it did, not just because of his technical knowledge, but because of his presence there and how he got the band to behave. 
by doing things to them, by causing conflict, yeah. by making them having a good laugh, getting them really pissed, getting them really stoned. Crazy shit, man. You know, just the, mad, the maddest stuff. I've seen it. Coordinating. That's what that I've is. done it. You know, get back to- That's a coordinator. It's, it's getting the best out of people, understanding yeah. where their strengths are. And, you know, and, and, and you know, I've always liked the idea of being in a band where it's like, you know, it's a gang. It's supposed to be, you're in a band with your mates and it's you against the world. Yeah, yeah. I've always loved that concept. Well, you know? I mean, it's sad. It's a, kind of a sad fucking tale in a way. When I when I left school, you know, I was all in on music. Since since I was in school, I was mm. all in on music, uh, mostly singing. Um, I was like, uh-huh. a fucked up front man. Kind of why I got into a lot of drugs in a way. Um, but you know, I left uh-huh. school with a fucking bunch of mates. We did a fuck. We had a band. Unfortunately, I got into a shitty, re- shitty relationship, um, and I split uh, okay. from them. And for years, they were doing their own thing and doing pretty well. And in the background, I was kind of like, you know, I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, they dissolved the band a couple of years ago, um, and they're doing. A, a, they've separated themselves with their own stuff. Which is kind of crazy in itself. I was like, mm, it's not really, you know, it's weird how one moment you can be like, oh, fuck. But then you're like, oh, wait, what the fuck's going on here? You know, and these were f- great friends. But it was just, mm. it's, you know, that's what got me into music. I left, I left it with school, but I kind of tried to get back into, into the passion of it. I w- I've always wrote. I've always wrote yeah. stuff down, you know, wrote fucking songs. Did you, re- did you release anything? Uh, back in the day, um, no. Um, due Time. to the fact that this, oh, this was when I was, you know, 16, 17, you know, we'd do like the mild couple of gigs. Um, the probably is maybe, and I'm sure if I hit him up, a, a recording somewhere. Okay. Um, I'm high, maybe a couple of songs. I'm highly sh- sure and certain that if I, I reached out to the guy, uh, my old fucking guitarist, um, I'm sure. It actually, because he keeps everything, I'm sure he would have have a copy of it. Yeah, I keep everything. Yeah, yeah. he he's one of those people. He's a, a very very talented guitarist. He's a very talented dude, um, and I'm sure that somewhere I may it might be interesting to listen to. It. I can almost play it back in my head because I know what it sounds <laughs> like. And now when I listen to it, I'm like, man, that sounds like dog shit. <laughs> uh, exactly. I say, I've got I've got I've got recordings of every band I've been in since 1990. Wow, and I have and I have listened back to a lot of stuff. Like I used to record everything. Every single rehearsal got recorded. Every single one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that'd be like uh, six hour rehearsals. That's like three D ninety tapes or whatever it was. We fill up twice a week for you know best part of six seven years. I've got bin liners full of these tapes, and we never ever taped taped over anything ever. Yeah, yeah. That's what you should do. I mean, a lot a lot of it's garbage, but I mean some of it's great. You know. But that's Damn, the thing, really there's good. always some, some fucking gold amongst the shit, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I'm pretty certain there might be even a few, a few, a couple of songs. Part of me goes there's one, but I, I think we did have, again, it was another talented friend of ours called Sam. Um, and he's a, I would love to see what he's fucking doing nowadays. He was an extremely talented guy for, I'm pretty sure we was about 16, 17. And I think he was about 18, but he was a fucking audio wizard. Um, and I'm sure that we did, a, we got him to, to, to do a, ta- uh, like a, you know, like a sort of an EP one time. Um, Cause he was a close friend of all of ours. And uh, I'm pretty sure we did three, three songs, maybe, maybe four. 
but I think one of them was right. cover. We used to do, again, it was like a punk punk band. So we'd, you know, you know, as you do. What cover version did you do? Um, we did a couple. What cover did you do? Uh, I think there was a couple of there was a couple of Misfits songs we did. Um, old Misfits. Okay. Um, it was I think yeah. one of the first cover songs, just because it's one of the most easiest, was um, Green Day, um, Brain Stew. You know, it's uh-huh. so simple to learn. You know, so what, 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 you know what I mean? It's like four chords. So what? What? <laughs> what? Like the the, the just like, uh, I was in the punk scene for ages. I played in a punk band called Southport. That's well, cool, which was uh, so so well. I, if, I'll tell you how we got the name. Uh, the, the you know snuff I mentioned before. Um, when when uh, the bass player called Andy Crichton, he died. He was in Snuff, and at the time, the guitarist Simon wasn't in them anymore. Duncan still had the band going, and they did a benefit gig for Andy's family, for his daughter and his wife. Um, and I was asked to play bass with Simon in this new band he was putting together just for this gig. And he's got five songs. We play bass. I was a guitarist. So I learned to play the bass a bit and did this yeah. gig. And we turned up at the gig and it hadn't dawned on us that we didn't we didn't have a name. We didn't even think about it. So we got to the gig. It was it was at the garage in Highbury and uh, it was Snuff and it was Leatherface and us and Watt Tyler. And there was this band called Southport on the bill. We're like, who's that? We're like, oh, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> And it turns out that the, the the manager of Snuff at the time, Jim, he supported Mansfield and someone else supported Southpaw and someone had knocked someone out of some cup final or something. So they called us this name to take the piss out of the other one. And it kind of stuck. So we ended up calling ourselves Southpaw. And then we, after that gig, we did a couple more songs and then we did a load more gigs. We got loads of gigs. And then we got a tour with this band called the Lunar Chicks who are from um, New York. Like a female punk band, yeah. they were pretty good. We did it. We we did a demo just before that. I remember at the studio in London Bridge. We did nine songs, all nine we had, um, and then we gave this tape. Damn it, was taped then. Well, we gave a demo tape to uh, the record label that had the Lunar Chicks, and he just signed us. He gave us like ten grand, just like wow. that. And we'd only been around for like three months. And then all of a sudden we became this. It was re- it was it was wild. And we just then I think for about four years we we played about two hundred shows every year. Ah, just great. toured constantly and sold t-shirts and went all over Europe and that's played with it. some fantastic bands. You know, if 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 you have you ever heard of No Means No, yeah, you know that band, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, if anyone doesn't know them, check them out. I, I toured with them, and they're possibly the greatest live band I've ever seen. They're just incredible. That's fucking awesome. Incredible. Man. They're pretty, they're the only band I toured with where I watched the I watched them every night, every night, and they played for two hours every night. It was fantastic. I mean, it was so it was, it was unfortunately. Brilliant. I mean, I'd love to get back into music someday. I mean, I still fuck around, but I just sold all my gear. Mm. The fucked up thing was, I bought some gear, and just before I started podcasting, uh-huh. I sold it all like two months before I started. Podcasting. Oh, okay. And I was like, whoops, like two months into podcast. And I was like, that audio interface would have been great about now. You know, all of this yeah. kit that I had, I was like, <laughs> I could have incorporated all of this into my show. See, um, I'm not using yeah. any of it. I'm just sitting here on my little MacBook and I, I could be using all the nice microphones. Yeah. I've got a nice camera somewhere as well, but I was like, oh, I can't be bothered to set it up. Yeah, I mean, it's it, too much. it is It is an effort. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I try to be minimalistic. Um, yeah, I mean, I will be up, upscaling production again shortly. Um, that's a fact. Um, 
But it, it, I mean, I am gutted that my music career ended like very fucking quick. But one of the most funniest things during the time we did a uh, like we always used to do these like open mic nights and like battle of the bands type shit deals, and we did yeah, one cool. once, and there was a, a a band that was also in our school. And we didn't really know about them until this. It was in the same year as us, so it was literally we're sixteen. Like right. we'd uh, done this fucking open mic night, and we realised there was this band from the school. It was all kind of half friends, you know, as well. You know, we weren't close, close, but we, you know, we we knew each other and shit. And uh, I remember <laughs> we we did our fucking song, but five minutes before that, we was all chatting and everything was all cool. And I'd seen that one of my friends um, had had his lyrics on a bit of paper. So I fucking took them bad boys in an instant. So I, I scooped them up, <laughs> fucking folded them up, went, went to put them on my sleeve in some crafty manner, went to the toilets, opened the window and threw them out. And uh, I, we also then wrote <laughs> a song. Yeah, we wrote a song about it as well called The Lyricist, which was fucking even a, another kick in the balls. But it was funny because then I went, on, I went on the stage, fucking killed it. And then they they come on after us. And then uh, it was a Billy Talent song that they was doing, which was, we, we could, we should have done that ourselves. I'd have fucking nailed that. I'd have nailed it myself. And uh, they did Red Flag, I believe. And uh, uh -huh. like he got fucking about 30 seconds in. Cause he was like, there was a moment where there was a panic, you know, I was, everyone was watching and uh, like, it was like, where the fuck's, I'm, where's, you know, where's my, where the fuck's my lyrics and all this shit. And like, there was a panic. And I think that's what set him off. I think he knew the lyrics in his head, but because of this weird, like altercation that I'd done and stole them, I'd put him on some sort of weird fuck up moment. And uh, yeah. No, sorry, I've done, I've done, 30 seconds in the past where fucked it like it was amazing you fucked it up 30 <laughs> seconds in and come off stage and i told him and he literally back kicked the shit out of me <laughs> it was a good moment you know i was young as well kick the fuck out i remember, of me. I remember, I remember being stood on stage playing a song in southport a song that we knew really easy to play we knew it backwards we played it hundreds of times and for some reason the singer silent night he couldn't remember the first line and and I couldn't remember it, and and the drummer couldn't remember it, and we, we just played around the intro for about five minutes, going, oh no, what is it? Oh, no. And we were like, what is it? I don't know what it is. I can't remember. And in, in the end, someone from the audience shouted it out. We're like, oh yeah. Once you get the first couple of words, you're off. Oh, it was good, no, someone from the audience shouted it out. <laughs> yeah, that's happened that's a couple amazing. of times. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, like, I can just it's, imagine it was weird. This, the same 30 second introduction going round and round and round. Like, da -da 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 -da. It went round and round <laughs> for ages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, man. That happened quite a lot. When you, it's weird because you, oh. you, you play these songs so many times oh, and you kind cheek. of you know them so well that sometimes you get like this mental block and you can't, you yeah, don't know how to play it. And you go, I've, I've, I've forgotten what I'm doing. I've totally forgotten what I'm I, doing. I did it myself. Um, you played it every night. Yeah. There was we did like I said we did a, a cover of um, Hybrid Moments by the Misfits, oh. and uh, for some unknown reason, it luckily it was just in a practice. I'd just gone to meet meet them for a fucking random like a, a day. This was many years later. I just hooked up with them. We had a few beers, uh, went to see a band after, and I watched them play. 
but during the practice, I was like, come on, man, we'll do some stuff. And I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck it, man. And <laughs> it was the first time I'd hit the mic in years, like many years. I was like super pumped. I was like, yeah, man, it'd be cool to do this. It's like, fucking, let's do it. And then kicked in and I was like, what's the fucking lyrics again? <laughs> it was like staggering. <laughs> one of my favourite songs, yeah, yeah. one of my favourite bands. Yeah, exactly. Like, What's going on? It's just mental block. Yeah, yeah, I literally looked yeah. to the sides like that, and it was like people looking at like my fucking friends are looking at me like, what's going on? Like, I've heard it all, man. I've stood there and just like this, he goes one, two, three, go, and the drumsticks click, and I go, oh shit, I don't know what to play, and I just can't remember <laughs> at all how to play the song we're about to play. And I've had it before where every member of the band starts playing a different song all at the same time as well. <laughs> That's terrible. All different tunes. No, uh, no correspondence. Uh, so funny. Oh, just like, let's yeah, go. Yeah, just none, was like, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah. mismatched bullshit. You know, that's a, the, the whole punk scene, the, the, the punk scene's a brilliant scene. It was brilliant. Um, I mean, when I was doing it, it was like, we, we, were, we were about the only band that wasn't a punk ska band. Uh, we used to we used to play a lot with uh, their our mates. Was a uh, cap down? Remember cap down? Yeah, cap down. Oh my yeah. god, from uh, Milton Keynes. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they were they were. Well, actually, after cap down broke up the first time, and Southport broke up. Me and Sai, a boob, and Tim from cap down, we started wow. a band, and we we actually recorded as well. I've got four tracks that never got released. That's sick. Um, cap down is one of my favorite. Like, which is like cap down. Cap Down yeah, is brilliant. one of my favourite bands. Uh, bitches in Nike shoes. Oh, yeah, man. Dun, 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 boys, dun, 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 boys. Dun, 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 that first dun, dun, album is amazing. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. Man, that was a. That do, you was remember, a jam. do you remember that? I did. Um, they did a. What was that on their second album? Third, second album single. Act your rage. I did oh, a yeah, remix yeah. of that. Actually, that's on really? one of the singles. That was on Fierce, pa Fierce Panda. That's my remix on there. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Sure. That's crazy. They're, they're, they're brilliant, man. I toured with those guys loads of times. They're brilliant. They're I love it's, that band. Another they're one um, like them is Catch 22. Uh, you ever heard of those? Cat, Catch 22. They're pretty good. They were, heard, they, heard the name? Are they a Scar band as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scar, like Scarcore, you know? Yeah. That's Again, that's I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, big yeah. into... That's what I was big into, you know? Huge Scarcore yeah, yeah, yeah. fan. You know, if yeah. it, anything that's got fucking some punks, punk and brass... You know, I'm like in that shit, especially yeah. if I can fucking skank my tits off. So, it, you know? <laughs> oh, so you, you're into less. So you like you're into less than Jake as well. Oh uh, yeah, I like less than Jake. Less than Jake. I'm not saying I'm a big, big fan. Yeah, I've played I like them a few times. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah. cool. Uh, I, yeah, I can't they're, say they're I've listened great to all live. Their, Amazing yeah. live. I can't say I've listened to all their stuff. Um, I am a fan. Um, it's like the uh, yeah. the mighty fucking mighty boss tones as well. You know, there's. It's huge. Uh -huh. There's some really fucking crazy bands. That I, you know, I listen. One thing oh, I see, do actually, like, a record you may have heard. Well, far away. A record you may have heard that I, that I did was uh, uh, Snuff did a version of uh, No Use for a Name song because Tony Sly died a few years ago. Oh, okay, yeah, I know that. And yeah. and, and and Fat Wreck put out a, a compilation for name songs, and one of them's a Snuff Snuff did in one of them that was recorded in this room actually. Wow. Uh, we did like a, a, mariachi, a mariachi version of yeah, yeah, a yeah. No Use for a Name song. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what that song. song's called now. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah I, know, I, know song, I know the song you're about. That was all done in this room. 
That's crazy. I, I had the whole of snuff in this room. That's wild <laughs> as fuck, man. Do you know, yeah, crazy. this, this is day. one of the things I love about the UK, because it's so fucking small, you can have these great interactions, you know? And it, it's... Uh-huh. it's, it's I'm, at some point, I'm hoping to set up fucking real shop to have, you know, people come in and uh-huh. fucking sort, sort it all out. Because um, I'd rather have a face-to-face, get properly fucking lit up, you know what I'm saying? Like, now, if we was face-to-face, yeah. fuck, this would be a wild night. I think we're pouring drinks. Yeah, man. We, we <laughs> well, the thing is also, it, it'd be great to come and play some music as well. Yeah, well, even you know then, I mean? you know, I love interactions. I think... Even then, I, uh, you know, Gaz, Gaz Reynolds, you know, uh, he fucking hell, he's invited me to come down to London to do a fucking podcast in a pine mash shop. I'm like, yeah, we'll do that. (laughs) Do that a couple of weeks. And I I ended up with that cold. I love pine mash. I love Jenny the Eels as well. It's delicious. Yeah. One of my favorite foods. But it's just one of them, you know, I was like, yeah, man, I'll come down, we'll fucking, we'll rock it out. (laughs) I mean, I'm a big fan of London. When when you're down, make sure you check me. Oh, no, I will. I mean, the only other times I've been to London, I've said this story once, but I'll I'll probably say it with a bit less Mm. clarity and fucking piss-headedness this time, is uh, the only times I've been to London was to go and see Infected Mushroom. Uh Uh-huh one of my favorite bands because again vocal uh-huh. they just and with a fucking any guitars and st- the guitar work and the, everything is amazing uh but i went to go and see them live with uh, my partner and uh, it was a fantastic day like we got off and it was in bethnal green and we uh-huh. got off and we uh i went to, went to some fucking pub uh you know i was fucking getting on it you know what i mean and uh, I got my hair cut as well while I was down there for some fucking strange uh, reason. I forgot, forgot about that in the last version of this tale. I got my hair cut. Um, doesn't make no difference to the tale. But I met some old school boxer. I can't remember his name, but it was a fucking world, like UK big boxer back in the day. But he was, you know, it was, it was uh, uh, I think at the time he was, you know, he was back in his 70s. Uh, and I, I befriended so many people because I'm just a people person. And, uh, uh-huh. You know, befriended him and we had some fucking drinks and we was fucking around and he blew me in the jaw. Like, bang. Wow. Wow. It was crazy. Super fast. (laughs) Like, he got the the draw on me like an old fucking Westerner. You know, it was, you know, firing fucking pistols. It was crazy. Because it was just like, you know, I mean, I fucking used to do bits of security and, you know, I can fuck around. But it was just wild. I was fucked out of my head as well. And uh, it was just... The most unparalleled clock, and it weren't even a, a big hit. It was a, it was just a legitimate, you know. And it was like boom. I was like, wow, man, you're fast as fuck. <laughs> you know, it was one of those moments where it truly astonished me that doesn't matter who, how fucking old you are, you can get the jump if you want to. And uh, yeah, you, you got the jump. Yeah, yeah. But it was wild because we went to see Infected Mushroom, and and uh, we had to. Well, unfortunately, a lot of wild shit went down. There was uh, a lot of people spiking drinks and my partner almost got spiked. Wow. And I, I almost got fucked up in a bathroom because I had to, you know, kind of was like, yeah, what's going on here? And uh, we wow. fucking had to get the fuck out of Dodge. A bunch of, uh, I don't know what country there was from. It was some fucking Eastern European country somewhere. I don't know where the fuck it was. Uh, but yeah, man, was, I've been to quite a few of those. Yeah, there was, there was, there was people again. I had to, there was a woman that fucking like, there was a few people that had got 
you know, fainted and shit. But then there was a literally a moment where, you know, I've seen fucking some shit going down. So again, I've done fucking security courses. I'm no. fucking, I was on the ball, you know, and uh, again, I was protecting fucking my partner as well because it's first, her first time in London. And, you know, if anything would have gone wrong, it'd have been on fucking me. I ain't going to have that shit hanging over me. And, uh, you know, it was wild. You know, there's a bunch of threats and I had to get the fuck out of Dodge because uh, I almost got fucked yeah. up. It was uh, a wild yeah. day. One well, of the most wildest days of my life, but it was fun. You know, it was like, yeah. man, yeah. I got punched in the face by an old-timey boxer. Fucking, there was people collapsing all over the place because of wild madmen. I got ran out of the fucking estate. Why was the, why was the gig so wild? Just because it was, it was just wild. Just it was, it was just people collapsing all over the fucking place. It was crazy. Wow. About four or five wow. people collapsed. I was there, literally in front of someone. I had to call a fucking. I, I don't heard about. I don't know them. What kind of music was it? Infected mushroom, uh, psytrance. Oh, psytrance. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot of really dubious drugs being done there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was saying, there was a moment where, I, you know, I, I, had to, I literally I went out and I alerted fucking the security because I was like, look, uh, you know, fucking showing them my badge as well. You know, I had bad, a badge back then. And I was like, look, man, this is what's been going on. Right. You're fucking on the ball. And then uh, obviously a, a, a woman collapsed and I literally was like, no, I want a fucking female over here to deal with this. I only want wow. a male person over here. And uh, it just got, shit got wild, man. It was a wild, wild night. I mean, I, I'm almost yeah, gutted because I didn't really get to see much of the fucking music. <laughs> like, yeah. That was my main, that was my big piss, piss, piss about. I was like, man, it could have been a great gig, but it was just this, this, so messy. I think that's, that's, one, that's one scene that passed me by completely. I used to rehearse at this place in Acton, uh, like in West London, and opposite was an empty warehouse. So we used to rehearse on a Sunday morning. And the, the side trance party was just finishing and everyone was coming out, you know, bright eyed, you know, like yeah, yeah. eyes like saucers. Walking, I mean, walking around like spacemen, well. all on ketamine, all, all, all yeah, on ketamine. Yeah, yeah. Just so funny to watch. So funny to watch. Well, me and the, I'm not, again, but, nothing against. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I just need to say this just before it gets cut into some weird fucked up moment. Nothing against people from Eastern Europe, by the way. Everybody spikes drinks in the world. <laughs> I'm gonna put that out there to save my own fucking arse or some motherfucker poisons me or some shit. That's a joke, by the way. That uh, second bit. All this shit. Have, 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 have you been to Eastern Europe? No. And uh, after this show, I'd probably never go. Uh, no, I'm I've been, I've been no, I'd love times. to go. I'd love to go. I really would love no, to go. No, it's amazing. It's, I've, 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 been to, I've been to Romania. I've been to, to a couple of places. I've been to Bucharest and Timisoara, and I've been to um, uh, mm. Sofia. And I went to Russia once as well, which is mental. Sick. I'd love to go. I really would love to go to Russia. People, Russia. I've spoken to a lot of people. Went, uh, yeah, I went. To... Sorry, carry on. No go. I see. I was saying Russia is like. Uh, I went to Moscow. Then we flew like another sort of three hours, even close to the edge of Russia. Um, I can't remember what the place was called. It was freezing. It was like minus twenty. <laughs> um, but Russia is one of these places where it's like. They've taken capitalism. How, how long? This was about eight, nine years ago. Um, they've taken capitalism and they've just twisted it into something else entirely. I did a gig at this club uh, called The Most in Moscow, and it was a, a private members' club. Um, I was working for a DJ, and every woman looked like a porn star, and every man looked like a gangster. You know, no, no neck, <laughs> just just massive, massive guys, man. Huge guys. <laughs> Some jacked and like, dude. <laughs> no, and I, I was. 
I was get and like the whole place is all made of glass and sort wow. of like bare brick and all the all the all the booths had their own volume knob for the sound system and the DJ booth was on hydraulics wow. and it went up. It was all underground as well. It's crazy, man. It was the maddest night. The, the hotel we stayed in had guys with Kalashnikovs outside it. It was it was wild. I mean, this it was, is why it was I'm, like I want to go these places because I, I'm a wild. I'm a, I literally. I'm, I mean, I, I don't like to put myself in dangerous situations, mm -hmm. but. I'm I'm 30 years of age. What, I've, got, I've got a few more wild years to go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I've got a good 20 see, years worth of wild. I've got a great story year. about I was in uh I was in uh, Katowice in Poland about five years ago. Uh again working for a DJ. And I was working for a guy from Depeche Mode. Yeah, um, okay. A guy called Andy Andy Fletcher, the yeah. one the glasses, the ginger one. Yeah, I know, yeah. And he was doing a he was DJing there and he he was DJing this thing. They had this thing called the Depeche Mode Party. So I don't know if you're aware, but the Depeche Mode have a fan club all over the world, which is like an army. It's huge. Hundreds of thousands of people. And in Poland, this is the longest running one in the world. It's been running for like 30 years. And every Friday night, they have a Depeche Mode party without fail every Friday. And it's been going on for like the best part of 30 years. So they got eventually got someone for the Peshmo to come. So I was there with Andy, and he was DJing, you know. So they, you know, he played a bit of the Peshmo, and then they said, "Oh, could you play this track at a certain time at midnight? We want you to play this. It's like it's kind of like a, it's called Pimp. It's a really old Depeche track, and it's like kind of like this weird electronic. Oh, it's sort of, yeah. uh, it's almost like it's almost like worshipful sort of like sort of sounds coming out of it. It's a weird track. Anyway, so Andy goes, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll put that on. Then I've got a copy of it. We put it on. <laughs> and then <laughs> all the lights come up and we stood back watching it and all these dudes start taking their tops off. They're like <laughs> big, heavy duty sort of skinhead guys. And all these chicks start taking half their clothes off and swinging around like this. And they start doing this worshiping thing. Oh. The truck's louder and all these balloons get released in the ceiling. <laughs> It's like this big ritual, and they do it. They do it every. I've got a video of it somewhere. It's wild. They do it every single party. They do oh, every fine. week. They have this this, this track. Ends yeah. up with like all the circles on the floor, the tops off on their knees, with their arms in the air, giving it all this. It's wild. That see, that's They're the, the craziest fans I've ever seen. See, look, I mean, it's wild. It was great. Yeah. I expect within the next couple of years, I'm going to do, I'm going to take, well, one of my mild plans, if it comes into fruition, is to take this fucking podcast on the road briefly. Because again, I interview the fucking world, anyone and everyone. I've got a, a small, mild agenda of who I will interview. And I want to, mm -hmm. you know, I like to interview fucking wild cards myself. But I want to take take it on the road at some point, and I want to do some sort of weird fucking like we're gonna go here, we're gonna go here, and we're just gonna take it fucking crazy and get in some wild situations and just see what the. Fuck oh, some of those travel blogs. There's a great channel. Do you know uh, the channel on YouTube called uh, Bored and Bankrupt? No, you come across know. him. He's no, really good. He's an English English guy, and he just throughout the whole of the lockdown and for the last couple of years before, he just travels films it and makes um travel blogs oh, i almost i and mean he goes to the weirdest places he goes I to the straight he can it. speak russian as well which is handy it's a, i'd love to do it i mean that's the one thing the lockdown stopped me from doing yeah, is traveling. yeah. well just I, before I, lockdown started i planned to do a fucking trip myself and it sucked yeah me I too big, i had a trip planned i had yeah, a big yeah. I, I was gonna go fucking do some next level expedition type shit 
You know, my my uh, my uh-huh. dad is my dad's a fucking rock climber. He's uh, named mountains. Uh-huh. Like he's done fucking. Wow. He's a legit climber. Uh, he's done a bunch of other wow. stuff. Um, but when I was a child, you know, he'd go away doing fucking expeditions for months and months. And one thing that now, and again, I'm that age myself in a way. I could have done it a couple of years ago, but I, I never really thought about it, about how much you should yeah. kind of do these things that test you and you can yeah. gain so much culture and knowledge and you can get perspectives on life that you'd never get anywhere else. And most people don't even fucking Absolutely. want yeah, to yeah. do that. And like I said, just before lockdown, I planned to do something and uh, it was just cut off and I was like, fuck. And it was, you know, it was uh, I was going to go to the fucking Amazon. That was my plan. I was just going to go oh, fucking nice. go fucking full tilt and go do some next level exploring. Get to the bottom of some shit, you know. Uh, another one oh, of my nice. reasons for going there as well is just because of the deforestation. Uh, and I was uh-huh. going to go there and cause some shit to those diggers that are fucking up the trees. I yeah. was going to go, you know, I was going to lead, lead the war. And uh, look, probably that, maybe that's why COVID started, because them fuckers knew I was coming. I'm joking. Totally joking. I'm going to get fucking shut down. And there's, there's, like... I think I think there's there's plenty of trees left though, isn't there? I hope there is anyway. Yeah, it's a I lot mean, chop down. They just need to to really get hemp on the on the go. You know, the machinery is there. They can they can turn it from raw component into fucking whatever they need to. Uh, yeah, just, I'm a big believer it. in the use of hemp as well. Yeah, yeah it's an amazing plant. <clears throat> It's an amazing plant. Go back onto the to the music, because again, this is Uh um, I'm a big fan of a lot of Eastern European music. Have you ever Uh heard of uh, Turbo Polka? So it's like Polka Polka (laughs) Scar music. That is my shit. Uh, One of my favorite bands is called Ruskia. You ever heard of them? Uh huh. Yeah. No, but I experienced. I went. I went to a club that played it. Where was I? I was in. Oh, where was I? So somewhere in Eastern Europe, it was a tiny place, but there was a club that was playing it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Mm. I was like, "This is wild." Right, <laughs> it was something. And there's, I... and there's like a folk. Isn't there like a folky version of it yeah. as well? There's like this Eastern European. Yeah, like it's kind of dance music, but it's folky. Yeah, yeah. I'm into I can't all of called, that. What the genre is? No, I don't think yeah. it's got a it's real fucking genre. It's, but, but I mean, I there's so much. Oh, excuse me. I'll send. I'll send you a fucking couple of uh, songs. Yeah, do, man, please, please. I, what I occasionally do is, uh, with all these uh, guests, is occasionally when I'm listening to a song, like one thing I used to love back in the day, and it was something that I, I kind of I want to bring into the 21st century. And I remember driving along, again, back to, back to my dad, is I remember being in his car, uh, and it, a song had come on the radio, and he'd whack out his phone and play the song down the phone and shout, tune and that'd be it and then the fucking song would be down the phone and then that and that was some cool shit back in the day yeah man, i don't yeah, know if was. you know about any of that that was that yeah. was a legit thing for yeah, yeah when yeah. i was a child like tune and boom your fucking phone would go to the car radio bang yeah, man. The yeah i remember that yeah absolutely and i and i kind of want to bring a newer version of that into social media where I, when i'm listening to a song i'll fucking share it with everyone and it's like my it's that, what, what you're sort of describing there that that, the, the of that, that comes from it, it comes from a sound system 
You know, I don't know if you ever, I mean, years ago, I used to go to things like uh, Shaka Sound System and Abashanti, all these yeah. big reggae sound yeah, systems. Yeah, I know, yeah. And, you know, if a good tune came on, the crowd would kick off and yeah. they'd have to rewind that and start it again. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? and, and then that spilled over into the kind of drum and bass world because the early drum and bass, when it was called Jungle, I used to go yeah. to... Uh, uh, I was going to get into I used to go to Blue Note every week. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, that... Around sort of '94-ish, and it was wild, man. It was such a great. That's not like help. That was gold as well. It was. It was you know, yeah. back, that's when back in the day, back. like fucking, you get like a fucking helter skelter, fucking, you know, that's like like the dance helter skelter shit. You know about that? Uh-huh. Probably yeah, you yep, know about yep, that. Yep. I, I don't even need to ask you. Uh, for the listeners out there, it was a I don't know the way to put it for for helter skelter. It was like a. Uh, the only way that you could kind of get dance club tunes, realistically, on a fucking CD collection, I guess, was uh, you normally come in big Also, boxes. you've got to remember. <laughs> like a poor pack like of CDs. Pre, you've got to remember, like, but like pre-internet, you know, it, like especially in the drum and bass scene, that's a good example of it. If you, had to, if you wanted to hear certain tracks, you had to go and hear a certain DJ because that DJ oh, yeah, is the only yeah. one that's got it because it's on a dub plate and he's got a direct... Cause he's got the the producer's his boy and he's got him under his under his wing, so yeah, you know. Yeah. So, so like Doc Scott would would only would, yep. or someone like Groove Ride, but yeah, the yeah, only yeah. one who's got Dillinger tunes or my or Reinforcers, oh. the only ones who's got Lemon D tunes or they're yeah, the ones yeah, that have got all the Four Hero tunes. I mean, like Ronnie Size, he played like um, those big hits he had. I heard them for about a year. DJed at Blue Note before they came out. Yeah, yeah. Because he played them every week down there. It was like him, Ronnie Size, and DJ Cross used to DJ at Blue Note every, yeah, almost every yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Man, some of these names time, I haven't man. heard in years. It's, yeah. it's, I haven't heard some of these names in a while because I've always been plugged that, into music. That place, that place was a tiny little club on Hoxton, in Hoxton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, every Sunday, it was just rammed out with the drum and bass uh, crew. And what was so good about it back then is drum and bass, that club, it was the first time we had, to me, drum and bass um, nights were full of geezers. Yeah. And Blue Note yeah. wasn't like that. Metalheads wasn't like that. It was Everyone was there. Everyone was cool to each other. I mean, I hung out with, we, I remember around that time at, at Jumbo where I was working, um, Lady Miss Kia from D-Light was, was, was recording there a lot. So she used to come out clubbing with us to, to uh, wow. what do you call it, to, uh, to, uh, to um, Metalhead Nights. Um, I mean, she had, who was there one night with her? She had the, uh, Mike D from the Beastie Boys was there one night. Oh, well. man. It, it was a it, it was great times, man. I remember... Goldie's end of tour party just after Timeless came out and drum and bass was massive then. And the end of tour party was wild. Everyone was walking around bottles of champagne. It was, it was uh, just it was like pfft. jungle drum and amazing. bass that really got me into drum and I mean back, I mean this was crazy because when when drum and bass first hit me was when I was literally in a punk band and huh? I couldn't really get into some of it. The the close the closest, I mean, again, this is when I was listening to cat. I mean, I, I listened to Scarcore and stuff. Still, I had a, still a bit yeah. of bit of music knowledge, but dr- drum and bass and that kind of stuff never really got to me for a bit. But I remember yeah. once once I started listening to Jungle Drum and Bass, I was like, okay, yeah. I get it. You know, yeah, I get man. it now. And it was you know Jungle Drum and Bass. The whole thing with drum and bass is it's. All the guys who are the, the sort of top boys, in my opinion, in drum and bass, and the originators is the Reinforced label. They're four heroes. It's Mark Mack, Digo, Gus, and Ian. They're the four heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made, I mean, every, every great drum and bass record was pretty much made by them. 
or if it wasn't made by them it was made kind of by them but with someone else there sort of saying i'll do this do that like goldie yeah. goldie started there doc scott started there groove rider fabio all came out of that label first you know it was it was a real special time and i was their studio manager they they had they, they had a little broom cupboard in the attic of the building i used to manage and they used to make all these amazing records out of there. Yeah. I mean, not many people know, but their second out al- their, their second album back in the 90s, it got um enemy album of the year. It's just been re-released. It's called Parallel Universe by Four Hero. If you don't know it, listen to it. It's a masterclass in drum and bass. It's so ahead of its time. No what one was, sounded like that then. What was crazy no was back in the day as well, is and I wish I'd if I could go back in time and take some knowledge back. I'd, and rather than doing shit in broom closets, because that's what people would do, they'd be like, oh man, I've got this space under the stairs, <laughs> and I've turned yeah. it into a fucking studio, you know what I mean? And that shit was real, you're like, you take a fucking, you're under yeah. your stairs, this tiny fucking area, and you turn it into a studio, and then you'd be ripping out also, fucking tracks, like, and I know, studio, I know studio was special that. back then. It was, it was like a special thing to be able to go to a recording studio like before pre-internet, pre when yeah, everyone's yeah, got yeah. it on their laptops, you know, and like to go to a recording studio for a day, you made sure you used it, you know, you yeah, got yeah. a lot done. But there was and these, also, shit just took longer back then. But there was, these, like, pop up, there was almost like pop-up uh, studios in a way, because, you know, you you get the fucking, like I say, people would just take their spare bedroom, like the way in which podcasters do nowadays and just turn into a studio. I mean, I'm fucking ghettoing myself out in a 10 by 10 fucking half customized shed, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. And this is fucking winter now. This is why I've got this ridiculous dog coat on. No, it's not ridiculous. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's getting it, it, it cold now. This isn't is, it? Yeah. No, but this is the, from, you're from the UK as well. You'll appreciate this fine artistry in this fucking dog coat. These are, these are the nice. swankiest yeah. pieces of works from the UK. You know, these it are the small. Are... <laughs> oh, it is. Do you know something I learned before I was 30? And there's a running family joke with these dog coats because it's something that old ladies would wear. Uh-huh. And these are literally, these are what pensioners wear. But I couldn't, I couldn't see why. Because I've just got a t-shirt on under here and a bit of a vest. And I'm boiling in this. And it's, I don't yeah, know. Man, it's, yeah. My thermostat's fucked up because I need to put a new battery in it, but it's not, it's not the greatest of temperatures, but I'm, I'm cooking my tits off in these granny coats. They're amazing. Yeah. So if anyone wants, if anyone wants to get on some, I need, I need a sponsorship deal with these coats because these are legit. <laughs> granny so coats. So fashionable. Look, they've got dogs printed all around them. They're fucking amazing. Why would you not want a coat like this, people? You know, <laughs> people need more coats like this, and uh, and it, and if you're in a cold country, get them. I think it's almost made out of Alaskan wool as well. It's, it's not made out of shit. I don't I don't understand why they're always on uh, charity fucking markets. They're hard to come by. Occasionally, I remember back in the day, I used to buy army surplus stuff. We used to buy like oh army, yeah yeah me too yeah yeah, yeah. From, from Camden Market. They're great. They're yeah, cheap yeah, as you yeah. like. I'm a big, I always used to buy ex-military stuff because I'm a big, I used to love camping and stuff, um, but I used to love paratrooper boots yeah. um, because uh-huh. for one reason, for stability, like I said earlier, my foot's fucked up and paratrooper boots were made oh, for right, jumping yeah. out of airplanes. So I was like, okay, if you can jump yeah, out of a yeah. fucking airplane in them, well, I'm great on the ground. <laughs> I ain't jumping out of no planes. Yeah. I ain't even jumping off a wall. <laughs> I can't imagine uh, how much fucking stability I'm going to get. 
But uh, let's let's get on a mild bit more conspiracy talk, and then we'll have to maybe round up. I don't even know the time. Don't even know the time. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, it's half past nine. Oh, is it? Jesus. Get on a bit. Oh, flew by. That's crazy. <laughs> we literally we could have. Well, I feel like this could have been a record breaker, but I don't know. I don't um, want to take up too much of your time. And uh, oh, yeah. all right, I've got nothing else on at the moment. Oh, I have so much time on my hands at the moment. It's ridiculous. Well, that's the thing about COVID, and this is why I like doing the show, is because it's it's literally a show, but it's not, because we're just talking, <laughs> you know? Uh -huh. This is like a legitimate conversation. I don't even like to sort of bring it round. This is why I like to let it free flow. But I like to bring up weird points. You heard much about the Pandora Papers that's coming down. Now, this is back on the real conspiracy. I, I don't, I, I have heard, I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it, to be honest. Um... Uh, my kind of doing this sort of I've kind of stepped away from anything conspiratorial because it's too much real shit to read, and also I'm trying. I don't. I'm trying not to sully my mind with all this nonsense. I'm trying yeah, to keep sense. it all kind of, uh, uh, you know, constructive at least constructive. You know, you know. I'm not saying I'm trying to make you can't make yourself happy constantly, can you? It's impossible. But, you know, but yeah. if I'm going to watch something, it's got to be constructive. So, in, I mean, I'm very into, um, you know, currency and the whole kind of world e economy and geopolitics and that sort of thing, which does tie into the conspiracy quite beautifully because so many have come true in the past. That's almost like a rhetorical question. Um, cryptocurrency, <laughs> crypt on um, decentralized fucking money. Absolutely, I can admit that. Absolutely. You know, uh, for certain gangster type people, it could be great for them, but there's a good purpose as well for it. You know. To be um, honest, right? If you're if you're a gangster, if you're a gangster and you're using bitcoins to do your transactions, you must be fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. Because I know. the whole thing is on an open on an open blockchain. It, you yeah. know, it's only a matter of time before they build the software where they can search it just yeah, like they, that and yeah, find yeah. out who's got what. Well, that's the thing. Most people don't realize this. They they keep going. Wait, well, so hard to crack? Yeah, really? So was the fucking Nazi fucking codes they were doing that was fucking up. Europe. Yeah. Well, what happened? Fucking Alan Turing got involved and he fucking built a machine that cracked the fuck out of it. You know? Yeah, code breaker, code yeah. breaker. It can happen. Well, I mean, I, I think, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure if Bitcoin will end up being the one, but I mean, just crypto generally, what I'm most excited about crypto and where my kind of investments are is in the the really important kind of coins that are okay. going to achieve all these protocols that are going to make that are going to make stuff happen, like like NFT stuff and oh, like no. kind of Oracle coins, like Chainlink that are linking real world to crypto world, and that kind of thing. Yeah, and also, I've seen that. I sent you the link, I think, for that website, uh, uh, Audius. Yeah. So yeah, that's where I've got the undercover copy stuff. Yeah, it's, that's uh, what I went to. Yeah. Dot, dot co. So how does that relate yeah, that's to right. crypto? So that's a blockchain base. Okay. That's a blockchain based music sharing thing. And okay. as you as you that. go up the ranks there and get more followers, you get plays, you can earn um, audio, which is their cryptocurrency. Oh, that's wild. Once, so, yeah, so, so basically what the thing with, with the, 
with creative art and um, and cryptocurrency, the reason they're so good for each other is because it gets rid of all the middlemen. Yep. Unfortunately, the, since the internet began, the biggest problem in the music business is companies like Apple, mm -hmm. Spotify, Tidal, Google Music, Amazon Music, all these Nap people. stuff. They're the people that have been... <laughs> Napster. Well, no, not Napster so much. Unless you're Lars Ulrich, you know what I mean? Lars Ulrich took care of Napster, didn't he? That was, a music, know, that was a music joke God. there. That was a legit, yeah. man. I knew you'd yeah, get it. Yeah, absolutely. That was for you, that one. Yeah, yeah. Lars... Yeah. So, so if you think of it this way, um, once upon a time, the people making money from records would be record companies. Yep. And record companies, they made huge profits, but they took that money and they invested it back into bands. Right Now, the biggest money makers in music are Spotify and Apple. They don't do anything for bands. Oh, no. You've you've just... I've got, I get it. No, you've just literally fucking... So, so, all, some, so all that money... Synapsis up in my brain. You've, yeah, no, I get it. it. Think, think of it this way, right? Think of it this way. For the last, for the last best part of 15 years, at least, yeah. if not 20 years, Apple, iTunes has been the place, yeah? Now, Apple have got so much money. At, at no point in those last 20 years did anyone go, do you know something? We've got so much money. We could go and employ the best A&R from the best labels all around the world and make the best record label and and make the best record label in the world. And no one thought that. Because mm -hmm. they oh. thought, well, why should we? When we can get the lion's share of every track we sell and give the artist and the record label nothing. It's a, do you know Terrible. what's crazy is here's what's fucked up is like it's over that model's yeah, over it's that, over that's that's what i'm saying that the model that they made and what's fucked up is that the model that they made with the music industry was so fucked up it was literally like something the what it was right share, you know what it was before the internet happened record companies they were making out like bandits and they had oh, yeah. the six right I mean, they made a lot of money. I mean, crazy amounts of money. But, they, but then, you know what else was it? You can't even put one of the on things it. that stop. Can't put money to it. Well, one of the things that stopped people buying music or spending money on music so much is when gaming came along. Because mm. all of a sudden, in HMV, once upon a time, you had records, CDs, and tapes, and then you had videos, and then yeah. all of a sudden, gaming came along, mm. and a lot of people stopped buying music. It's like buying games, and that's what they spent their money on. And then the internet came along. And people started robbing music, and it was all free. Music's yeah. free. Everyone thinks it's free now. LimeWire. If, if it's free and no one's and no one's buying, oh yeah, it's LimeWire, Kazar, and all the BitTorrent programs, and yeah. you know, Pirate Bay, and all that stuff. You know, mountains of music just got yeah. shared for nothing. But that, but nothing's going back into the, you know, I think, and also I think when you're if you're a fan of a band, it's a great thing to go out on a record the week a record comes out, go and buy that record. And some money's going in the band's pocket and it enables them to continue doing what they're doing. And it means you're investing a bit of you into what they're doing because you believe in it. You're investing in it, aren't you? Well, that's what's... So this that's brings what's us round now. To, kind of so wild about it. This brings it us is, round now to... Go on, carry on. Sorry. Go on, I keep cutting you up. I was going to say, because the investment thing. So now we're around to the time of cryptocurrency and NFTs, so non-fungible tokens. I can create... Uh, uh, so say I release an album or say I release a song I can create 10 NFTs of that song and each of those NFTs I, could, you, I would sell for say I don't know, say 500 quid uh, yep. but that would entitle the owner of that NFT to 5% 
of the royalties from that song forever, for long as they hold that NFT for. That's the way music's oh, that's going. That's how it's working. Yeah. See, this is what I was going to get into. That's how it's going to go. That's how it's going to go. That was, that was going to be one of my questions. Is the thing, I mean, excuse me, is the, um, the, the way I've always seen NFTs has always been, I've had a slightly skeptical view. Yeah. Um, but I know there's some there's some things behind it because it's not yeah. otherwise it, otherwise it'd be bullshit. It'd be like a pyramid scheme and it'd fall to the ground, you know. Be like no, it's an amazing. A, it'd thing. be like putting a rock yeah. on a house of cards. Um, yeah. But when it when it comes to music, and I didn't realise that the the link that you sent me that we spoke about at the start of the show. But the thing is, was yeah. one of those sites, and yeah. the fact that that does that and it's all through blockchain is actually again you lit my fucking brain up on fire well, which is a rarity the thing is with nfts with nfts there's a company i distribute my music through called ditto music and they've just opened their own nft creation site and they're the ones because the thing is with, with nfts most of them are built on ethereum token so you can have a thing called smart yeah. contracts yeah, ethereum. which means you can so you heard a smart contract which means yeah, you can yeah, write yeah. any condition into that into that that, that uh that minted nft yeah so that condition could be to say it's a piece of art for instance i'm the creator i sell it on an nft platform you buy it you pay me one ethereum for it um but i've written into that nft that if you sell it i get 20 percent or however much percentage I say yeah. of your sale price. Because so that it could then go up in price. You could then sell it for three Ethereum. And I get 20% of that when you sell it. That person could then go and sell it for 10 Ethereum. I'd get 20% of that as the creator. Man. Depending on what I wrote, I wrote in the contract. See, this is all of one thing I love is contracts. And occasionally I get my head into it deep. But man, mm. you're like into that <laughs> you know it's, it's, you're I fucking know, it's, into I, it you know what I'm i don't think it's i know right. enough of, i don't think i know enough that's about the thing. it you never I don't you, know enough about you, you've you, you, you know you've lit my brain up and i know a lot of fucking shit and the fact that i, ne- I didn't even realize yeah. that you could you that you could do it within and how it worked within the music industry and it's well you can that, do anything with an nft yeah i mean i've thought about it a few times you could do anything i have thought about it some really wild card moves I mean, from my show. <laughs> some of those not. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, 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 I've thought about doing some wild shit, like really, really wild shit, and uh, I've not put it out there. Some stuff I've done, and I've not put it out there. Um, some stuff that I, I know that will get me fucking. I can't put it on YouTube. I'll be banned instantly. Jesus. You know, so stop using YouTube as well. Everyone, stop using YouTube. Go onto Rumble, go to BitChute, go to Odyssey, go to Library. There's so many better websites now. Well, you know, and anything I mean, that comes out, <coughs> excuse me, no, it's okay. No, carry on. I was gonna say, anything that comes out on YouTube that's worth watching will end up on one of those other video sites. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I, I to begin with, I just did fucking audio and then i was like okay let's just put some video to it so people can get sort of at least a gist of who i am you know they can uh-huh. put a face to the fucking fucked up voice today <laughs> you know and uh <laughs> both coughing i fucking guzzle this problem we smoke too much <laughs> i'm sitting here fucking both probably lit up to shit and uh you know it's um it is yeah i think the problem is, is there's certain sites, you know, you get like Vimeo and stuff like that. And 
people forget about stuff like Odyssey. I mean, I did. Most of those fucking websites that you just named, I completely forgot about. Mm. But most people go to YouTube yeah, yeah. just because of monetization and because hey, it's the I, I, narrative well, of the social media platform. Yeah, the thing is, all these websites like websites like YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Uh, you've got down yesterday, which was very funny. Anyway, yeah, I'm getting to they, that. Uh, they, they, they've, 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 they've had a big head. They've had a big head start in terms of building up their servers, databases, blah blah. And it's very difficult for other sites to compete with that now. Yep. Very difficult, which is why they become quite niche, I guess. But you know, they're only going to get better if people use them. Yeah, that's the thing. You should, people have just got to use them, and then they'll get better and better and better. Well, that's, that's I think the, the big thing. problem with these other video, the big problem with other video sites right now is they don't have the um, the live streaming capabilities that mm. YouTube has. Yeah. Well, even and the whole then, super chat thing, and you know. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Is it's just it's just being ahead of the game, especially with live and. You know, I didn't even realize until the other day that YouTube, you can do this weird members program now where you can pay $5 okay. or $7. Uh, one of my biggest, um, I, I went I went onto a live stream the other night with uh, Michael Malice. You heard of him? Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I love Michael, yeah, Michael Malice. Malice. Yeah. Super fucking, super fucking cool, cool dude. Um, he, you know... A, a proponent of anarchism in a way you know he's legitimate yeah um he did a live stream of the night and i i didn't know that you, i mean i put a couple of questions up there and i didn't they weren't going to get answered because people could pay five dollars ten dollars and they could get their yeah. question and i was like mm, that's there were shit questions i had legitimate <laughs> questions and i was for a minute i was like should i just pay to get this question across and i was like no I shouldn't really yeah. have to. This is a legit question. At some point, is going to read through that chat, or maybe one of his assistants or publicists or whoever. What was, will. Your, what was your question to Michael Malice? Um, what was your question to Michael Malice? It was about the Pandora Papers. That's what it was okay. about. I wanted his take okay. on that, and there was people just okay. asking. Um, again, I'd, I'd have expected him during all of this shit that's going on to have a very good take on it, especially. You know something? With... I, I, um... Michael Maris has a great mind, but throughout this whole thing, he's really swerved anything even vaguely conspiratorial. Yeah, I mean, well, it wasn't totally the conspiratorial it. stuff. It, I, I, it weren't even the fact that it was conspiratorial. It was the fact that people are looking to conspiracies and people are trying to say all these outages over social media are linked to the Pandora Papers. So oh. I weren't even trying to get into that. All I wanted was, what is your take on it just a simple take you know of whatever's going on on it and that's all it was it was just a legit question didn't need to answer it answer it there was a bunch of other questions but when you see that someone can pay five dollars and answer something that is fucking ridiculous to ask to some great mind yeah, you yeah. go what the fuck yeah. man you you it's not an ins an insult uh, you know, in plays because my question was probably dog. My question was exactly dog shit compared to some of them. It wasn't a complete, you know, there were some legit questions, but some of them were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like yeah. some fucking fanboy, you know, you can send that to the fucking, any fucking website, you know, you can learn that some, somehow. <laughs> like, 
you almost wasted yeah. a five five dollars you literally just probably wasted your money yeah. some people were spending thirty dollars now that's fucking crazy I've, I've seen on some of the super chats i've seen some sort of like stand-up comedians get when they're just doing like live chats oh who? they're getting like 150 Which 200 ones? for a live chat i'm, I'm a big uh, fan Alistair of williams used to get really okay good. you know Alistair, Alistair williams yep Alistair Williams got, I mean, he went a bit, he, he got a bit uh, red-pilled, a bit black-pilled, yes. actually. And he, he's not on YouTube. They got rid of him, and he's sort of strong. I saw him do stand-up. He's a fantastic comedian. Yeah. Who else is great? Leo, Leo Kirst is fantastic. Nico Yearwood is fantastic. I'm a um, uh, big fan of stand-up comedy. Yeah. And while we're on the subject, yeah, those... while we're uh -huh. on the subject, uh, this is, again, one of my fucking all-time favourite comedians. So I have to keep taking this fucking uh -huh. one earpiece off because, again, I'm getting over this fucking bullshit cold and I've got, like, tragic earache. Uh, one of my favourite comedians, Dave Chappelle, uh, just recently yeah, did his fucking Chappelle. special. His last special to date, and it's called The Closer. It is one of the greatest I've seen that one. specials. It's just got How released. recent is this? this, is this? The fifth. It got released on the fifth. So that was, I don't know what the oh, date wow. is today. The, the, the one um, before it was amazing. amazing. Uh, I think that was Sticks and Stones, maybe. Or um, I, don't, I can't remember. It's I got, so. got five remember. on it there. It was a good day. Um, but it literally, it was his, it's his last special for a while. I'm not going to give too much away just because he has uh, reasons on there. Um, but it was one of, I think it is, again, he's the GOAT, the greatest of all time. I think that special that is just fucking done is the greatest of all time it is truly a fucking master craft of comedy and again i speak about comic comedians all the time on my show i speak about fucking a lot a lot of the time you know the but this yeah, was a the special thing about dave chappelle right the special thing about dave chappelle is that all that money he walked away from 50 million yeah when he 50 million it was a crazy it was, it was a crazy amount of money 50 million. And, and, but you know son, that walking away from that made him richer than any comedian's ever been he's the only comedian in the world the only one that's ever been that can he could literally sell out any stadium in almost any country in the world and he Wait, doesn't what? need anybody to do it but it is himself the reason why so, the, the, the stories of them going on stage and just riffing for four hours yeah. and and just complete gold and they're the moments yeah. where you go man Sorry. i wished i was there but the the, the the minute i watched it again i was waiting for it to drop and the fucking problem was again it was dropped on the same day i'm a big fan of comedy one of the greatest podcasts in the world i shout it out all the time is kill tony you ever watch that it's on youtube um no. Tony Hinchcliffe, uh, Brian Redban, uh, they oh, basically, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they, they do like a fucking, they have guests, guest comedians on and they do like a panel. Like it's like a, almost like an X factor esque uh -huh. style thing. And then, uh, people get uh -huh. to come on and do 60 seconds and then a little bit of an interview, but it's wild people. Anyone can go on there. If your name's in a bucket and it gets pulled out, uh -huh. boom, you're on stage. <laughs> um, there's people bomb, oh, cool. people kill, uh, but it's one of the best. Um, and I get up every single fucking morning and it all dropped on the fifth, which was crazy. Cause it was the, uh, it was Tuesday, the fifth, wasn't it? That was, that was the day. Uh, and I got up early. I watched my fucking kill Tony. I tuned into virtual red band just after, uh, and then I was going to fucking then watch Dave Chappelle, the fucking, the closer. 
and unfortunately it didn't drop when after i'd done these two little fucking moments where i was laughing my tits off and then i was like right time to watch fucking dave Chappelle. i'm in that fucking zone mm. and it and it didn't drop due to the fact that it was still under um us times i had to wait 45 minutes okay. i was gutted i was sitting there in anticipation <laughs> it was the fifth i was like it's the fucking fifth why isn't it here you fucking bastards and it's it now listen to yourself you're talking about waiting 45 minutes yeah. i remember waiting like four to f- month, months for a film to come out <laughs> i know it's <laughs> I know that's, but that's the difference. It's pa- so parallel, isn't it? It's, it's complete opposites, polar opposites. Sorry, it's not even parallel. It's like po- polar Everything, Everything's so immediate. Everything's so immediate nowadays. Mm. It's just immediate. Everything's just like that. And if you can't get it just like that, you don't want it. You move on to something else. But I was, I, I was going to uh, dropped. I was going to mention earlier on in the show. This is, um, it's not even under the conspiracy title, but was was talking about some stuff, and I was going to mention it. Uh, when I, when I, I think I was talking about my son, I was going to talk about my son briefly. Um, was talking about sort of attention spans and and there's some articles coming out that like the fucking show SpongeBob SquarePants because of its weird cuts, like frequent sorry, uh, frequent cutscenes is bad for uh-huh. short term memory because it's going like uh-huh. picture, 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 picture. Uh, and if you're very young, it's it's terrible and it will ruin your short-term memory. And I th- sat there and thought about wow. that and I was like, hmm, it kind of makes a bit of sense. But then I thought back, how many shows have these short scenes that are just like, boom, scene, 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 very, very short. Okay. And then it got me okay. thinking deeper. And then I was like, these new YouTube shorts. And then Netflix nowadays have this weird category that's, bullshit for some reason they've decided to do their own version of shorts but they have very very it's like they've took blockbuster and just one singular blockbuster store and gone hey we're going to take 30 seconds from each of these films and that's all we've got (laughs) like if you go into netflix now they do this on, on a phone they do this weird short version like you get shorts on youtube but it's from yeah. shows on Netflix, just shows, right. comedy, just comedy shows. There's no horror. It's just comedy shows. Now there's only maybe 50 comedy shows on Netflix. So most clips are Wait, all the Is same. there any, is there, are you sure there's any comedy on Netflix? Cause I stopped using Netflix about two years ago. It was just mm, garbage most Well, time. that's where Dave Chappelle's new special is. Unless you're a bootlegger, okay. which you can get it pretty yeah, well, easy. Of, of course I'm not. <laughs> No, <laughs> I wouldn't know where to go. Yeah. No. Well, nobody does. That's the problem yeah. nowadays. Nobody no, knows. No. Nobody knows these uh, these little left turns in the alleyway in which to get to these fucking platforms. It's, it's so tricky. It's yeah. so hard. The internet. <laughs> sorry, say that it's again. Place. You cut, sorry, you cut off there. Sorry. The internet. The internet. Mm. Uh, I say the internet's a big place. It's got lots of dark corners to it. It's wonderful. Do you know? One thing, I've never been on the dark web. And when I first heard about Bitcoin, um, was before was was years ago, just before it reached big, going back to crypto. And I wish oh. I'd have got on it before it went big. And it was funny I because mine and it cost me it cost, I bought mine for 350 quid. That's not bad. That's pretty good. That's fucking damn yeah. good. Yeah, that's damn good. That was a good that was a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was about when I, that was probably I about. Bought, I wish I'd bought more. <laughs> yeah, that was probably about the yeah. time, actually, 
that was yeah it was around the time i was looking into it um unfortunately the, the guy was again i was a bit of a shaded character but you know we was looking into it but it was one of them moments where you couldn't have like you know like crypto.com or fucking etoro or whatever you know they were so robin hood <laughs> you know they were yeah. so fucking uh, obscure that we didn't know where to go and we, this is one of the weird moments where i'm, I'm going full circle we was, we was almost looking into going the dark web just to go and get some fucking crypto uh-huh. but i've never and this is where i'm going back into it, i've never been on the dark web and it's one of them i'm like hmm how do you even fucking go about that that's kind of crazy i've almost I have no idea I've, i know i've almost do you know the only reason i'd love to go on there because people always talk i don't even want to go on there for, for illicit reasons but people always go yeah there's always fucking government files on there and a bunch of crazy shit and i'm like hmm yeah i'd like uh, to try i'd like to try and delve down that rabbit hole but I think at some point it might get me kind of fucking compromised. You know, some fucker could send me uh, a bunch of wild shit, you know? Do you, do you use a VPN? Moments. No. Do you use a VPN? Fuck you know, no. That's all no. No. Nah. What's the point? They can know. You, Listen, um, here's the thing brain? with... The thing with VPNs is I think it's all bullshit. I think it's almost a fucking conspiracy in itself. Hey, trust this VPN. We're going to send you to this fucking place. Yeah, there's some... There's... There's something to be said for that. I agree. Untraceable. Yeah. Get well, the fuck I think out of that... town. You just put me there. <laughs> you must have fucking come here. Anything, yeah. <laughs> anything they're being sold for is that you can watch like Netflix mother, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Overseas That's viewing. Quite handy. I mean, it's... overseas viewing's good. Yeah. I've never done it. Uh, yeah. Unless you go to uh... HBO, I've watched with a VPN. Hey, I mean, HBO is probably, in terms of American broadcasting, HBO is fucking fantastic. Most, I don't even watch most UK stuff. I think most UK shows are It was dog once, shit. yeah. You know, UK shows are crap. Yeah. Uh, most stuff I watch is American. I don't watch any, uh, to be honest, I, I don't watch any UK TV anymore. I stopped nope. listening to the radio yeah, for me the last too. two years. Yeah, me too. It's uh, all dog crap. I, think I don't shit. subscribe to Netflix. I don't subscribe to Netflix anymore. I subscribe to... I do censored.tv. I really like that. That's good fun. Again, oh, it's just lots of piss taking, which is the best way. Uh, censored.tv is uh, Gavin McInnes' channel, and it's got Jim oh, Godin on there. Okay. It's got Soph on there. It's got a whole bunch of people on there. It's good fun. You ever heard of... I'm sure um, someone will think I'm a fucking Nazi. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I'll talk a bunch of wild shit, and I'm sitting here with fucking... Head well, you can't see it now because I've got fucking hair, but I've got a bunch of fucking wild head tattoos, and I'm covered in fucking ruins and Excellent. shit. Excellent. You know? I used to have fuck. I used to be bold as well, so just to put that out there. But you know, for those people that okay. think I'm a fucking uh, neo-Nazi, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll come see, and see I, about I it. I became bald. I used to, I, I used to have long hair once. Amazingly. I I had uh, dreads before Locked the pandemic. Was, uh, I've still got oh. them in a bag. I'm yeah. gonna put. I'm gonna. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about getting them put back dread. in. I'm thinking about it just to take the well, piss even I more about myself. I had dreads. They're bad. When you I was really them. young, and yeah, it was great at the time. Yeah. Do you want mine? I could fucking sell you mine if you want. In fact, I'll, I can oh, gift oh, them to you. We can sort some out. Good. I remember when we cut we cut into them and I'd look and it was it was like oh god I've got to get rid of these man these are oh, disgusting. Oh yeah, no. I've got to go. I mean I kept oh, I kept no. them pretty clean, but it was just uh, so much fucking maintenance and 
I, I don't I don't like to do it myself. I'm fucking lazy in, in terms of looking after my hair. I was like, this is a good idea, so let's yeah. get on it. And then I was like, I've got to roll them all the time? All right, whatever. And then they started loosening, and I try and roll them back into place, and I'm like, why isn't this working? Well, this is bullshit. And then yeah. so I'd have to keep going back to my fucking... Yeah, well, I kept going back to my fucking uh, dread dreadlockist, and uh, obviously I'd be there fucking regular maintenance, and it was costing a bomb. And then oh, lockdown, yes, oh, yeah, a lockdown no. happened. I know if I'd have had a fucking partner or someone that could do it, I'd have quids in. I'd have kept them. Um, yeah, but yeah, I just kept going back, and lockdown happened. And I was like, "Fuck this, man! I have to cut them off. It's it's just too much, far too much, too much work, too much money." Yeah. Too much fucking like you so said. You get a lot of gunk yeah, in there if you don't look after for, it. Like. Paying for hair, yeah, you can't be paying for hair. That's no well, that's, good, man. well, that's why I kept bald for a bit, just... but I haven't shaved it in a while, man. It's it's getting a bit long now. I need to do something about it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. I normally have wild hairstyles. I normally just get rid of the fucking sides. Get some weird sort of yeah. I don't know some fucking strange look that no one else has. I think you have to keep stuff original. That's the thing. People just have all, all these weird fucking same hairstyles nowadays. The one thing I never really know got I, I, was perms. I, when, all, all, these, back all these people that I don't know, all these people that have kind of uh, that try and look zany, that try and look really different, all end up looking like they're all the same. Yeah, um, no, no, I know what I mean. Some. Someone really different nowadays is is like you know they look very normal and that makes them look really different. But you know someone who someone who hasn't got a tattoo, yeah, (laughs) someone whose hair isn't dyed green or blue or some shit like that. No, that makes sense. No, no, exactly what you're saying. It's uh, it's like there was that. It's like uh, there was a brief moment in time where girls would dye their hair every fucking single week. You know. I had a, an ex fucking partner every fucking fortnight. Bang, bang, different color. But I'm what's like, weird? But I see like I see young girls with like with like dyed hair nowadays. Their their dyed jobs look like they've gone wrong. <laughs> it's like, it, 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 sort of like this sort of shitty green color. Because my mom is a hairdresser, <laughs> so I grew up color. right. So I, I so I, I grew up around <sighs> people having their hair dyed as a little kid, yeah. and and she would regularly get like you know the next door neighbor knocking on the door, the teenage daughter's dyed her hair and it's gone green by mistake, and that's the color that girls are having it now. It's like oh yeah, yeah. this isn't this can't be right, surely. <laughs> yeah, I think the pippies to dye their hair better once upon a time. I mean. <laughs> Even when I was in my punk stage, I had a fucking mohawk and I was dying that, you know, quite a fucking lot. I've had my hair a bunch of colours, but, yeah, yeah. you know, that was just some fucking... Excellent. It was it was like, you know, it, if I look back on it, it was almost like a weird phase, you know? It was like I had yeah, that yeah. weird punkish phase, but, you know, it was... I didn't see yeah. many other fucking people having a mohawk in my fucking school. I was just kicking, kicking fucking life in the Absolutely. ass, you know? It was somewhat yeah, I, I had it. a little one. I had, like a, I had like a, I had a, tra- I had a Travis Bickle once, you know, for the taxi yeah, driver. Yeah, uh, I don't know the one. Just a little, little stubby one. That was quite cool. Well, I, I yeah, had, I had some I, silly haircuts once. I had, I had like a full one for a, for a bit, and then I, um, I cut it into fucking a half. So, well, no, I had a full one for a long time. Uh, and then, then uh-huh. it got so long again. I used to have to do that old school fucking PVA glue shit. And then I was like, man, okay, this is getting, that. yeah, yeah for amazing. real, like fucking proper fanning and shit. You know, I was deep. Again, I look yeah. into it, I'm, I've been deep, man. 
deep in the fucking trenches with that. And and then it got too much on the back, and I was like, man, this is so hard to put up. So I shaved the back off, and then they had this sort of half mohawk for a bit. And then, and it's crazy because that's almost been the same sort of haircut, apart from the fact that it's been a mohawk for my whole life. Even when I had dreads, it always, sounds like the uh... even my dreads ended like there. You know, it it, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't cut like at my temple, but it cuts a little bit down, uh-huh. sort of the back of your temple. You know what I mean? So I'd have like it sounds mm, like you know like the kid. Have, you, have you ever seen, have you seen that movie? Have you seen that movie called Suburbia? The punk. Yeah, movie? I've seen Suburbia. Yeah, you know, you know the kid. Oh wait is in, a minute! Which kid? Hold on a minute. The kid this who rides like... the little, the kid who rides the trice, the oh. kid who rides the tricycle around. Yeah. Yeah, I've not seen that in years. That film. There's, there's a few old punk films. It's very rare that I get to talk about this stuff. I mentioned it to. Um, there's a few that um, that are amazing, and which what I've what, got a good story about one of them. Well, one of them that's very rarely mentioned. I mean, it's it, I, I probably shouldn't, but it's fucking. I was talking to an Australian friend about it because it's again, it was uh-huh. a, an Australian film, a romper stomper, which is fucking oh, yeah, crazy yeah. racist film, but it's some yeah, it's a mad film, the, Russell Crowe. Yeah, Russell Crowe, which is kind of crazy, and it's. Uh, I think everyone should watch the some of these films just to get a, a perspective from the different side of the track, to go. Okay, this is what mm. people were thinking back then. Okay, so we know, we know at least the score of what was going on. You know, because people just always. Well, that's assume, what those people thought back then. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. But people always yeah. assume that. You know that's that was it was always a continuation of stuff like that and why did it happen well you know no one really got a narrative but there's a bunch of old skinhead films that again mm. i'm not a fucking skinhead uh, um but i've got this perspective you know, so, on the, it that the skinhead is a thing that's been really misunderstood oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, way, it especially is, yeah. Like now because yeah, originally yeah. it was like it was a working class thing and yep. it was like you know, and the clothes came about through you know their 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 utility clothes almost. They're working class boots, jeans, yep. shirt, smart, clean. You know, what I mean? and like the whole kind of it all happened in the sixties when the sort of the the, the the Caribbean people were coming to London as well into the UK, and all the music blended together. The skinhead music was like yep. it was black music, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was, That's it was the amazing. Thing that and then it all kind of broke. But then you, but then you had oi. But then oi happened. Yeah, the oi, yeah, the oi movement. You know, like Gary Bushel, yeah. oi, oi music happened. And then, you know, I'm not a big fan of oi music. It's all no, right. I'm not. It's um, fucking too heavy. And that kind of broke off. And then you start, but then you start, boys coming, start getting arts coming. And then you had like, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of bands like Screwdriver. Yeah. Who were like a, a Nazi punk band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Fucking horrible cunts. You know I mean? yeah. yeah. Well, that's the, the I think, thing. Well, I think you know, you, did, did, didn't end up dying or something. The yeah. I mean, but this is the thing with most people originally. It, it did come mostly through ska music. It was a conjuncture of ska and yeah. punk, and that was something that well, I, so I learned back in the day. Into that. Yeah. I mean, we're not. Yeah. I, it, I, but I what's funny to... about skinhead? It degener. It degenerated. Yeah. It did. Sorry, it it did, a skinhead degenerated from kind of like the the scar, the scar thing into this sort of Nazi yep. thing, and it came out of that. And then by the nineties, if you saw a skinhead in the West End, they were probably some gay geezer. You know what I mean? Because they're the ones that had shaved heads and wearing big boots. Yeah, they're all gay. yeah, yeah. 
it's a, it's, it's like a thing. fashion thing. It's, it's like, odd. yeah, yeah. You know I mean? It's like a misconception. It's like certain things, you know, you can always, it's like, uh, you know, it's like looking at fucking trees. You know, they're all fucking trees, but they're all different. You know what I mean? And sometimes you can look at two trees and they might look the fucking same, but they're not the fucking same. That's a bad analogy. That no, no. was a terrible analogy. I knew what I was talking about in my head. There's something to it. I don't know if there's something to it. But but the thing with the with the again, I used to um when I was coming out of my fucking when well we're back in the day, you know, even when I was in a band and stuff, I used to know a uh, an old punk dude from my fucking town and you know, he was fucking a great guy. Um, but he really introduced me to a bunch of stuff and taught me some roots about stuff that I wouldn't even I wouldn't have even known about, especially in terms of music. The dude was a fucking music genius. This fucking bullet belt right behind me. This is a bullet belt. That was fucking oh. his from back in the day. Oh, okay. That was that's that's old as fuck. You know? And there's a but few I'm, I'm guessing I'm let me let me guess the bands he taught you about would have been bands like GBH and Discharge. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, UK subs, UK Chaos subs, UK, yes, well, no, yeah, uh, exploited, yeah, all those sorts, those sorts, yeah, exploited, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. of course, exploited, yeah, 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 yeah. but it, but even then, that's what I call, it's what I call, gut. there was so many back, you know, but it weren't even that. There was, there was, a, and the the crazy thing was, it was a weird thing because I'd just got into sort of punk, and it was almost like then I'd met this dude, and through fucking weird interchanges. And then he was like, no, no, this, this is, this is, this is, this is the thing, you know, because I, I was punk because of this he, fucking... He schooled you, didn't he? He literally schooled yeah. me, but he schooled me in the way yeah. in which he told me the legit truth of it. Whereas some people nowadays would get corruption and bullshit, whereas this guy was like, no, this is, this is the fucking, this is this, this is this. Um, to the point where, again, yeah. you know, you, you talk about the skinhead stuff, and, the, and it was culturally, like, bang in the middle. You know, and man, and and it's just been so fucking cut up into bullshit and Nazism and crap over the years that people almost now put it put it hand in hand, but it isn't the case. And you know, it's this. There's a, another film. You know, you talk about suburbia. There was another one as well, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was Tim Tim Roth was in it i think it was his first film and you oh made, 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 made in britain made in britain made in there britain. you go got it there you go got it that was uh, another one of them you know it was fucking i think uk yeah, he's horrible in that isn't he? yeah it was uh the casualties did the song uk2 i believe that was uh okay. that was you know it's, it's very rare they get to talk about this old punk shit and i'm fucking i'm first you know? it's some old i mean to be honest you when you so when you were getting into it, it would have been like what 2008, 2009. Yeah, about, like that. about that. Yeah, yeah. About yeah. that. So, couple I mean, probably a couple of years sooner. But around there, when I was, it had all gone by then. Yeah, it it was done. Dead. Done. Long time before that. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. That's I mean, what I always I'm saying, thought to myself, so... the punk up. I mean, I was a big fan of the Clash, but I was too young to have seen them when they were around. Well, you know, half of the stuff that he, he even said to me, he was showing me stuff that even he was like, man, this is rare as fuck. Stuff like, um, yeah. he got me into a bunch of psychobilly stuff as well. Like the guana oh, yeah, bats and stuff. fucking, yeah, yeah. you know, some really fucking out there Don't talk music. Texans and The that. fucking... Uh... I used to go to college with a bass player from Schizo. 
Wow, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a guy called Justin. That was a long time ago. And I used to go to a few psychobilly gigs. They're mental gigs. Like, oh, yeah, it's, I love psychobilly. I fucking gigs. love it. It's wild one of my gigs. favorite styles of music. Just there's a lot of new I used stuff. I used to go as to well, gigs in about yeah. Not as yeah, good. I, but... I used to go to a place in Hendon called a place of any called the LMS. They used to have psychobilly gigs there, long tall Texans and Schizo. And Schizo were kind of like a punk. They were like Mohican, but played yeah, psychobilly. Yeah. It was wild gigs, man. Rough gigs, really rough as well. Not like punk gigs. Punk gigs weren't as rough as that. I mean, but psychobilly gigs were like big guys there. I mean, we spoke about like if you could go back in time, and one of the things that I'd love to do is go back to to the punk days, just to uh, just to go through those wild gigs. If I was in like perfect health and everything was all good, and yeah. you know I could fight my way out of mosh pits pretty good, like I could now, I'm you know I I think that'd be cool. Just to just to live through so much only, fucking yeah, great. The music. only thing back then though, wild music. Which the only thing back then that used to happen though was imagine being spat at. Yeah, that's the fucking drawback. Back then, that was a thing. Yeah. yeah, that is nasty, man. That's nasty. It happened to me a couple of times. We did a gig. We did gigs in um, somewhere near Bristol, and the punks there were still spitting. We we're like, ah, oh, fuck this, man. What? Yeah, no, nah, you don't need that shit. I can't on stage, be getting spat at while I'm playing. Fucking oh, terrible. Yeah, terrible. that's 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 the only other thing is like, if, if someone's spitting at you on stage, it's fucking. You just want to beat the shit out of them to begin with. You don't even want to, yeah. you know, let alone play. You're trying to play and concentrate and, you know, talk to all about mental fucking blocks. Yeah. Well, some prick spitting at you from yeah. out of nowhere. That's a, there's, I think there's been a few mm. wild moments. Even <laughs> no. now where people have dove That's off the stage right. and kicked the shit out of people. Someone did something yeah, recently and got the fucking life beat out of them. I think it there's was a few uh, great ones. See this, yeah. Do you know what is a crazy one lately? It's like uh, like rapper beefs. You know, like back in the day, that was there was a different thing, like coast to coast in America. But like yeah. nowadays in America, there's people like rappers are kicking the fucking shit out of each other's in like stores and putting it on fucking oh, world really? star. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> crazy. Like legitimate people just fucking almost shooting each other in the fucking stores. It's crazy. In fact, there was a wow. thing, and even, uh, I mean, I looked into it myself, but, uh, but even then, going back to Dave Chappelle, he put he had a fucking joke about it, man, and I'm not going to give it, but it was so funny uh, on, on that special. He's got a bit about it, which is fucking great. Uh, I'd highly recommend so watching, watching that, man. That it is, I'm going to. I'm going to treat myself to that tomorrow. I think. It is an, uh, it is a, an yeah, amazing uh, special. Are you, uh, are you aware of... Um... Uh, Bill Hicks. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah Bill Hicks okay, is fucking another one Excellent. of those greatest of all times. Because um, that was the one. I mean, he was around when I was kind of like you know my early twenties, and Bill Hicks was the man. It was like wow, I, mean, I think his last him. his I mean, last show, I believe, was in the UK. I think. Uh, it's at the Dominion. One of his, not his last, but one of his last ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His last ones. Which his is... last, his last work he did was actually on a public access channel. And it was just after the Waco thing happened. Wow. And he was and he was telling people on this public access channel, it's all on YouTube. And he was talking about how, you know, these guys weren't doing anything wrong. And the, the CIA just went in with tanks and flamethrowers <laughs> and killed everybody. Fucking flamethrowers. It's nuts, man. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Flamethrowers. Yeah, yeah. 
So he was kind of, he was kind of, you know, I think Bill Hicks is the first person that made me kind of question things. Yeah. You know? what a, There's what a really what famous bit he said where, you know, where he was asked, you know, oh, you know, I think the puppet on the right's right in the country. I think the puppet on the left's right in the country. Hold on a second. There's one guy working both puppets. Yeah, one guy working both puppets. Yeah, yeah. And, That's a good bit. And that just sums it up perfectly. All of it. Do you want to have another? Yeah, it just sums I think, everything up. I think we can go for the fucking record on this son of a bitch. I mean, we're like 323. The record's 410. Okay. Um, wow, okay. It's not far off. I need to take another <laughs> piss, and I think we can fucking do it, man. I think we can Yeah, go it. for it, man. Whatever you want to do, I'm happy yeah. talking. It's one of the uh, only problems. One of the only problems of sitting at a fucking small desk. I mean, I should have built this fucking desk bigger. I, I made it perfect for my hands and, and not for, you know, relative height. Not much else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's uh, my knees and it's a long ass fucking desk in a corner. Um, <coughs> let me start gets coughing up. Cut all this bullshit out. <coughs> there we go. Yeah, I think we can break the fucking record on this one. This is it's been a super fucking great conversation. Much. One rabbit hole I'm going to get down is uh, it's almost on the conspiracy. I haven't even got to. I've got a bunch of questions on her. I haven't even fucking asked yet. <laughs> I'll go. Go, on, go for them. Uh, bang for them. We'll, we'll, we'll get. We'll get. We'll get to them. One of the. One of the, I just want to send you on a rabbit hole first, because you seem oh. the kind of guy that gets it deep, deep into stuff. And there's a recent rabbit hole that I've gone down. Which is fascinating. It is one of the greatest rabbit holes I've ever gone down in my life. It's part conspiracy, uh, in a way. It's hard to tell. It's part conspiracy, very com comedic, somewhat racist. Uh, it's, it's a wild card of a, a rabbit hole. And... It was the reason I come across it was because it was featured on a podcast. Uh, Tom Segura, you know the comedian Tom Segura, and his uh, he's uh, yeah. his podcast with his, with his wife uh, Christina Pazinski. Uh, they do a podcast called uh -huh. Your Mum's Your Mum Your Mum's House, and they do the wildest clips on the internet. Like they find the wildest shit, and I mean, when I mean wild, it's like the stuff that you would find on the internet. Back in the day, before shit got really censored, you know, back in the day before you got three pages worth of search results, where you could go, hey, I'm 15 pages in and getting the good shit, you know? And uh, there was a, a video on there, I was going through, backtracking through so much stuff, and I come across uh, a guy on there. Unfortunately, like all the greatest fucking people of all time for comedic purposes, and this is why it's, it's just funny. Some stuff isn't funny, but some of it is fucking hilarious. And uh, his name is, is Fed Smoker. And I'm going to do a somewhat docu-series on this guy because this is a fascinating rabbit hole. The guy was doing 20 years worth of YouTube videos literally when youtube had just sprung about he was fucking on that shit as a uh, living on the streets in some aspect i don't even know if he was on drugs or he was schizophrenic i don't know what his deal nice. was but he he consistently would go from town to town and aggravate police officers 
he would cause right. scenes not necessarily cause scenes but there was sometimes it just i'll have to send you down the rabbit hole trust me it's the, the first video i'll send you you're gonna be like whoa this is wild and then you're gonna you, then the rabbit hole will go crazier but the guy kept consistently claiming that he's a fucking double agent and that he takes fucking badges off cops and you know then you go state to state it literally goes state to state and fuck cops up and people would lose badges and he did it for 20 years now I'd, if, if it weren't for the fact that i found out he died under mysterious circumstances i'd have gone man that's kind of fucking a wild life to live he might have been on crystal meth he might have been on anything he could i'm pretty sure the dude was on acid 24 7. But he was all, also, right. but he did loads of, I mean, he was a great dude as well. He used to buy, he used to rescue dogs off the street and fucking, he clearly had money as well. This is, this is what's so wild because he was always having food, like buying big ass steaks for dogs, like a big fuck off American steak, like that fucking big, you know, like some huge 24 fucking ounce steak or some ridiculous number. And, you know, getting these dogs and then you get a sick dog and then it'd be healthy. And, uh. You know, he'd meet these homeless people when he's when he fucking he finally went from a bicycle to a car, and then when he got he got his fucking car, his car was jacked up. There was wires everywhere. His car had six dash cams. Like the dude was, it's hard to work out whether the guy was nuts or whether he was a rogue agent. Right. And it's a, and again, the guy's name's Fed Smoker. Is this? It, I think it's going to be a, the latest thing looking into this guy's a conspiracy because it's uh and he's, and he's dead now you say yeah he found next to the side of his car which was a bit strange and uh when i when i when i look into stuff i'm like mm, this is a, a wild card i don't think this guy would have it could have overdosed i don't know but there's mm, it's is hard that, to... is that, it sounds like he upset a fair few policemen didn't he he went every fucking state he was there's, there's calls of him ringing the FBI, state troopers. You, you should That's literally. That's what I mean. You, I, I, if if if, so, if I could I'd, share I'd say, the screen I'd say right now, you, I would. I'd, I'd share it and cut it. Say, well, just from, just, just from what you said, um, it sounds like he's just upset too many policemen, and they just decided to get rid of him. Well, people were losing badges. That was what's crazy. It's hard to it's hard to to. It's you say, those, well, he was taking their badge off them no he was taking it he, off them people were fucking losing their jobs he literally was he, wow. he claimed he was from uh it was a state nebraska from the state of nebraska he was a double agent and he took took wow. the fucking chief of police for, took the chief down took everyone down and then what he wow. did is he kept going state to state and all he wanted to ever do was talk to the fucking chief of police and and the reason that he was doing it was because apparently there was all fucking child molesters. It's a very very dark, deep uh, rabbit hole. And when did when did when when did all this happen? How long ago fucking, was this? Fucking, it was been well. He, there's videos of him doing crazy shit from 2000, and then I think he died okay. last last year. So this dude was 20 oh, right, years okay. in the game, so and he was never in jail. There was no ticket. They never had a ticket. He kept going. He kept getting given fake tickets. He was trying to fight the fact that he had to go and fucking pay these fucking he was trying to pay a fine apparently there was a video of him trying to pay a fine for a ticket he received and there was like you haven't oh. got a ticket and he was like no i want to fucking pay it just wow. in case and it's wild moments like that that you go hmm well, why is someone gonna as drugged up as you are you're not just gonna give your fucking money away <laughs> you know so as, as, gonna... no, as, as anyone 
Is anyone dug into this yet? And I don't know. I don't think so. I've done a, I've no, done a I thing on it. No, I don't think they have. This is well, this is my latest case. This is. Um, it's, it sounds like one of those uh, those mad lad things that the Count Dankula would do. Hmm. Do you ever watch those? That's, that's yeah, I've heard fun. of it, man. I've heard of it. I mean, I know these. There's people out there that I've not seen uh, uh, so far. Someone that has has covered it. So I'm like, I'm gonna do it. Fuck it, I'm gonna take it on my hands and I'm gonna do it. But yeah, you should, you should. But Sounds good. Here's here's what I'm gonna do. If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna have to do it the right way. And unfortunately, that's gonna be the the way that he did it. Is I'm gonna have to get the information. And luckily, I can fucking call the state. So I'm gonna have to start arresting. You know, I'm gonna have to start harassing people and going. Listen, I need the information about Fed Smoker. I need all of it. Give me the fucking files. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, I'm, you you'll see where I'm coming from, trust me. I'm gonna have to go and do it his way. Otherwise I don't think the information is gonna get out there. I think someone's gonna have to become this uh journalistic fucking Hunter Thompson-esque gonzo journalism, you know, fuck off. Well, if only there was a Hunter S. Thompson in the world still. They're, they're know, gone. Like, they don't exist anymore, those shit journalists. Know, they don't, man. They're few of they're few of they're few mm. and far between. They really are. Yeah, I like to think I kind of do it in a way where I look into stuff and put it out there on my fucking show, but it's not necessarily gonzo because I'm not in the moment, and that's the point of gonzo journalism is you have to, you know, you're seeing it, you have, you're trying to make people picture it through your eyes, and that's the narrative. Yeah. Hunter well, I think Thompson it's gonzo is journalism. Favorite of mine. I mean, one thing it was, it was honest. Hmm. You know? Oh yeah. yeah, and that's what's missing now. It's honesty in journalism. Well, that's why I like even like doing my show, just because um, you never know how it's going to well, go. Who's, you who's, who's a good? I mean, name who's a good journalist that you think that's still kind of relatively in the mainstream. Well, I actually don't know a name. No, I, but, I can't think of any. But however, I, I did recently why. see a documentary about Britney Spears, and it was on it's on Netflix oh, called yeah. Britney versus Spears. And she was a fan who um, I've mentioned. I mentioned her on the show with Gaz. And I'll, again, as soon as some fuck, as soon as something hits, I'm 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 on it. Bang! Probably why I'm a fucking insomniac. Um, but as soon as as soon as it hit, I watched it, and it was one of the most fantastic pieces of journalistic work I've ever seen. Because it it's was all about her conservatorship. Yeah, stuff. yeah, that's that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I highly recommend it to anybody, especially if you're yeah, in the yeah. music business, because it's it's something where you go, it was eye opening. You can follow. Even then, I'm a fan of Britney. I fucking love her music. Jeez, I, I love her music. And it, what what was so fascinating is, as a child, you only get this, this media style version of it, and then you know. Fucking 15 years later, 10 years later, you get some work, a piece of work that is well-crafted, well-put-together, with credible witnesses, credible people, and I don't know her name. I need to fucking find out, because I like to shout her out, because it's fun. It's one of the best pieces of journalistic work I've ever seen. And she was, And the reason why I think it was, was because she was a fan. And she was like, I'm going to get to the fucking bottom of this. You know? Because Britney won, she won her court case, didn't she? she, she did, yeah, she's won it now. She's out of it now. She's fucking won it now. I was saying, I've been saying it, you know, for for a fair few weeks, fucking free Britney. And it's, uh, 
I'm glad that she's out. Know right? I, 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 I really believe that anyone who's uh, like significantly successful, at some point, they're, they're, they're faced with this decision. Do, yep. You want to sell your, you want to sell your soul to the devil. Yeah, sell your soul to the devil. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I think it's true. You don't, you don't get. Yeah, I think it's true. I, I don't know what that entails. No, I don't some, either. Some, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying some dude pops out with like you know a, 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 yeah, a tail yeah. and horns, but something happens. Well, this is where you yeah. can get into the conspiracy side. You don't of get you, you, don't, you, know? you don't get to go through those doors for nothing. Mm. You know, you have to you have to be promising quite a lot. Well, this is where the conspiracies come along, and people fucking talk about her and again it's crazy i'm not going to mention fucking celebrity names but people there's been some weird fucking stories that you know people have done some crazy shit to to get into yeah. the positions that they're in you don't know if i don't fucking know if it's true or not this world's a crazy place i'll do a bunch of crazy shit myself why would i not think that there's no one out there that can top that and i could probably you know top something? that that's what's uh, wild <laughs> I'm, you know? I'm, pr- I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Tim, you, you know you haven't done the kind of depraved shit that someone oh no absolutely it would, not it, because it, it wouldn't even enter your mind to no. do that sort of no, thing no it wouldn't, it wouldn't you know it's it's just like but this is where like uh, people get the wrong view about paganism well, as well because, because most people when they talk about these old fucking societies and you know fucking masonic cults that they're, you know they're all pagans and there's you know, it's it's like the pagans versus the fucking Christians in a way. You know, in a weird aspect, people talk about, well, who's they? Well, maybe that, that's them. Maybe are the, are the masons them. are the masons pagan? Mm, are, the, are, are the masons pagan? You know, I'd imagine so because of their. Uh, I thought I thought they were satanic. They, I don't know the gods that they pray to. Uh, mm, they they, they use a lot of kind of baphomet don't they which is very yeah, it's tricky because but, but it always goes back it, to the, to the roots and then, and, I don't know. Yeah, numerology but, points towards it as well yeah that's the, yeah but that even that comes into paganism this is the thing cosmology numerology but, all of it comes under yeah, the same sort of fucking umbrella yeah. Um, yeah, 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 it's just yeah. it's just the fact that paganism got looped in with the fucking witch trials and all this shit and you know and even that that was because the fucking patriarchy which this is a, another fact that I spoke about maybe 20, 30 shows ago, that there was a moment in history where it wasn't about gods, it was about the goddesses. And then all of a sudden, yeah, of a, course. a patriarchy, and this is, you know, the Druid times, shit like that, you know, old Celtic, a lot of old shit. And uh, it was all goddesses. We all we worship females. And then all of a sudden, the weird Christian aspect comes in and it becomes a patriarchy. And then that's the narrative and how it's been. And that's, and I'm, I'm a legitimate, I know that that's how it probably fucking has been. You know, I don't fucking, I don't, I was born a Christian. I was baptized, unfortunately, under no fucking choice mm. whatsoever. Uh, and luckily for me, I fucking did some satanic voodoo shit. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking, by the way. And I remove that. <laughs> Some you know, so you know, so as, as <laughs> I, I believe now. I mean, I've read, I've read into all that stuff over the years since I was like 15, 16. Come all the way through it, back out again, back in, and back out yeah, again. Yeah. Um, you know, at most of it's bollocks, to be honest. Um, 
And I, but, I, but what I've realised now, though, is that since this country hasn't got so much Christianity in it and so many people going to church, etc. Yeah. The, the morals of the country have slipped oh, massively. Yeah. Yeah, because because now but whether you went to church or not, it didn't matter. It didn't mm. matter because the morals of the country were all kind of based around the church. Just that general te- yeah. that Ten Commandments thing. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Which is, you know, if you live your life by that, you're probably doing all right. You know what I mean? Um if you don't if you don't do any of those things they say not to do, you're probably a decent person. Yeah. And that's all there was. And that that's kind of all we needed. It was called society. Yep. Um, you know, I think that ties into you know. I'm sounding old now. Not really. No, it's with uh, with uh, with things like with things with things like manners. I yeah. really like people oh. that are polite. Do you know what annoys yeah. me? I'm going to shout this straight out. I'll, I'll speak about well, it all the fucking time. Like I'm a big, well-mannered person. This is I hate people that are ill-mannered. I really do hate it. It's awful. It's one of the things yeah, that yeah, I, I'm forcing to my fucking son um, because I want him to be well-mannered. I want him to, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. To, to be able to fucking say, please, goes a long way, thank you, know. you. It really does. It goes as far as you would ever fucking imagine. And yeah, yeah. one thing that annoys me is why, it's why I'm somewhat of an introvert, because, again, I'm a bit of a wild card and I'm not fucking the, the strongest, hardest person in the world. But occasionally I just flip my lid and I'm just like, fuck this person. And it's through a bunch of horrific moments and society, society fuck ups. Uh, I just don't like dealing with people that are real mannered no more. I just do not like it. People that mm. just have no manners, just towards what should be like fucking a continuation through whatever fucking version of history we're going through now, because it's it, it is it makes a big subliminal difference. I mean, I, yeah, any, the, the, anytime the, the, I can say please and thank you, I'll do it double just to make sure that make make that person enforcing them. Like yeah, but the way I would deal with it, right? There's no point. In, there's no point in getting angry about it because I try not to now. You know, it's exhausting being. It's exhausting being angry. Yeah. The, the, the way to do it is is to it's to literally say to someone very calmly. I, I think you've got terrible manners. Have you any idea what society means? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, manners is manners is the glue that holds it all together. Oh, it is. It is. It, it really is, is. You know. And it's just this, like this. It's just this little thing. It's tiny, it's, but it means so much. And I mean, it, and it stops people just being horrible to everybody else. Sorry and please are yeah. both five-letter words. You know, they're both five-letter words. <laughs> That's not fucking hard to say. They're That's both true. one. They're both <laughs> one syllable. You know. Yeah. No, sorry, not please is, but sorry, sorry is too. Uh, I thought it was both one-letter syllables for a moment. Luckily, I corrected myself midway. But I just, I just, 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 just clarify. I'm not the sort. I'm not the sort of person that lets someone say anything to me. If no, they, no, no. The, if they're taking the piss, taking I'm going to say piss. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing with something. me, you know. And it's been moments where I'm just I can't be asked. Um, but unfortunately, yeah. you know, there's just been moments where, and and the reason that I, I, I try to do it nowadays is just because I've got fucking kids. You know, I'm like, but there was a moment the other day where I fucking almost. Well, well, the other day it was a couple of months ago now, where some fucking crazy douchebag about shut the door on a pushchair with my fucking son in it, and I was there was a moment, there was a moment there where I, where I was like, you fucking asshole prick, yeah. I, and I was like, 
you know there was just it's yeah. just those moments where you just go come on man you know you've just you need to be more Rise above it, it. Do you know what Rise it is it's, it. It's, it is but people need to this is the problem is people aren't aware i think that's the real problem is that people aren't even aware of themselves what they're doing the impact i think that's the real problem they don't know that oh shit there's, no no there's a, there's, a this, lack, there's a big lack there's a big lack of uh by comparison like you no know, Empathy. A lot of sort of youngsters I, I see I see out and about, and they're 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 severely lacking being brought up properly. To be honest, a lot well, of the time. Well, it's sad to thing. say it is it is a, it is a it's a say. controversial topic because it's true though. But I like to talk controversy. That's the thing. I'm, I'm fucking no holds barred. You know, uh, when I was fucking raised, man, I, and this is what's kind of wild. Is I, uh, my mum and dad had a divorce, you know, from a fucking half broken home. And, you know, my dad's a great fucking high, highly respectable dude, but he was also, you know, like back in the day, you know, you'd fucking hit your kids to put them in line. That was, that was the way of the fucking world for some people. And it probably still is to the day that some people still yeah, fucking absolutely. beat the shit out of their kids. Well, well, there's a difference between beating the shit out of your kids and, you know, going, Fucking come on, man! You know this is you. Know, this is a bit too much, you know. And you know, there's some people that are over forceful. There's some people that don't enforce shit just because of maybe they might get arrested. Their kids nowadays is a weird thing as well, which is kind of wild that you know your kid can just fucking film you all day and go, "Go on, beat me up, you fucking piece of shit! I'll send you to jail." And that's 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 a wild yeah. card in itself, you know. That's you can pull. That's that's an ace card. That's the fucking. That's the ace. You can't. You can't do shit. I don't, you can't I mean, I don't be a piece think of crap in a way. <laughs> just fucking yeah, film you all day. Have you on record? <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, see, I, 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 out, I think. I think. Fucked up. Kids are missing out on so much by having so much. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They are. I mean, I mean, you're of an age where you've grown up. Oh, and yeah. you, you've pretty much you've had the internet your whole your whole your whole life more or less haven't you yeah i think i was introduced at the age of 11 12 10 11 yeah there you go yeah exactly yeah, yeah. maybe about today so, and, and the internet and the internet was well underway by then i mean yeah, I was it, was, the it, was, it was the wild west yeah. Oh, I, but by the time you got on it, the Wild West was done, man. No. Really. When it was just dial, when it when it was dial up. Oh my God, the shit you can get on the internet. I'm talking I was before on, YouTube existed. But I was existed. on dial up you know I mean? when I was on dial up yeah, when yeah. I could look in stuff. I was I was a. Uh, it was amazing. I'm I'm one of these people that still remember the fucking website Rotten Tomatoes. No, sorry, not Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. Not Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten dot com. That's what it is. I always keep yeah, calling man, it fucking Rotten Tomatoes. But it was rotten.com yeah, and that. People yeah. talk about stuff yeah. nowadays. Wild. You got no one. And I was young when I fucking found this out. This is why. I was saying, you must be really young when you found this. I grew up quick. Trust me, I, I was out of home by when I was yeah, 16. Yeah, I, I was I was raising a fucking daughter when I was like, again, I, I've spoke about it on a few shows. I don't want to talk about it that much. But um, my very first uh, true fucking partner. Uh, met her when I was like fucking 16. We got fucking crazy in love. Split up when I was uh, 21 um, because uh, I had a daughter that I'd raised for fucking two and a half years and I found out she wasn't mine. Um, so I, I had to look. Yeah. So I went from this 
crazy like i said i almost lived some weird fucked up life by the time i was 21 because i went through this weird sort of fucked up punk stage and this band stage and then got into this weird fucking family life and then it all went boom and then i was like i'm 21 <laughs> you know i've done and then uh, it yeah, was like a weird it young. was a weird restart yeah. it was a strange restart and it, it set me on a, a, yeah. a weird different path but it, you know it's kind of fucking crazy that there's you know I, like i said i had to grow up quick but i was i was always looking into everything and rotten.com was was a fucking treasure trove of anything and everything i think the reason it got shut down was because it was where a lot of 911 videos were posted originally and fucking uh oh, okay. Saddam, saddam's fucking hanging on there and you know there was a lot of the stuff only picture on i remember i remember there's a couple of pictures that are just indelibly marked on my brain that i'll never ever be able to unsee and one well, of them was called Fecal Japan. Do you remember Fecal Japan? Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, right. I'm not even going to describe it. You don't have to. Yeah, you just lit up a, the fucking heavy, brain again. Oh, that's my a heavy, God. That is that's heavy. That's a heavy picture. Oh, my that's God. Heavy. Do you know? I, mean, I didn't going, know that even existed. We're going down dark, dark roads. Again, I'd highly... <laughs> like, your mum's house is like the current podcast version of that. But it, unfortunately, you don't, don't get to see much stuff unless you're a fucking paid member, which kind of sucks. They uh, censor some bits. But back in the day, you can't find websites like that now. And this is... Even like conspiracy websites back in the day, you know, you could go into a fucking, you could type conspiracy in and you get a billion websites all with billions of videos on. Yeah. And you don't get that now. Yeah, yeah, it's true. They'll be well, they're, 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 well poorly made as well. Or a lot, or also, a lot of them now, like they're behind paywalls. You've got to pay for it now. Yeah, yeah. But you, you, you know, when you find a good one and an old one. The old and good yeah. ones uh, have uh, ridiculous graphics, you know, old school yeah. 16, 24 bit graphics spinning around some fucking yeah. Illuminati symbol spinning and four of them spinning in different corners and some b bunch of other wacky shit on there. I, I've, I've been trying to find them sites. I've been hunting them down for a while, but I can't seem to find them. This is what I've thought about going back onto the dark okay. web, not back onto going onto the dark web. I think that's where you need to go to get there's to get a, these sites. You need to go to the. No, there's a website. Way. No, there's there's there's, Ooh, there's there a website one. called the Wayback Machine. Have you heard of this? No, nope, you know, the I'm Wayback Machine. Down. So what? Some does you can it basically it takes you know it, it stuff that gets taken off the internet. It's all on the Wayback Machine. If it was ever on the oh. Wayback Machine. Man. It's a bit like um, it's a bit like archiving stuff, you know. Oh, you have just fucking destroyed my night, because like I'm one of these yeah, people yeah. that looks into it. Like I say, I look into everything, and uh, I've got a bunch of stuff that I'm going to look into. And again, I, I'm, I'm, I recommend you start. Can I recommend somewhere to start? Oh, absolutely. It the, the Benjamin Fulford website. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got, found I've, that. Yeah. yeah, no, I've got that. I've got, got that it up. down. Yeah, you you, spe you said that name. Start, start there. Start there. Let me that one Honestly, down. start there. Uh, he, he's mind-blowing. Just fascinating. You know? I mean, Even, what, do you, what, do you make, what do you make of the whole uh, Q thing? 
Oh, this is con real conspiracy controversy talk. Right, hold on a minute. Because again, you you seem to be rolling. I'm going to roll. I, I think I've smoked, smoke, smoke, <laughs> yeah. smoked about fucking six CBD uh, joints here. Uh, I might have to break out a different bag. There we go. Let's, uh, in fact, let's fucking break out the old fucking horn for the sake of it. I've got that motherfucker down there. This, this is. So, so yeah, go. Well, while you're doing that, I'll just quickly give you what I, what I. Go on, you I give me your really. opinion, and then I'll give you mine. Okay. So the Q thing, here, yeah. Um, I was kind of late to the Q party. I didn't really know what it was all about, and I looked into it and had a read of it. I never looked at the Q boards. I didn't really take much. I saw the kind of people talking about it and analysing it, and it all got rather exciting for a moment, and it looked like something was going to happen, and then it all kind of petered out. Yeah. Still, people kind of analyzing it and saying it means this and it's going to be happening soon the next date to look out for is the 18th of october apparently oh wait fucking hell shit got fucking it's quite a got big date on the go fucking me didn't even know there was okay so like, well the, 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 there is a reason date as well it's because uh the on the 30th of september the the united states government was supposed to pay a huge repayment back to all the money they borrowed Ooh. Um, to the sort of it, the Bank of International Settlements in Switzerland. Now they defaulted Ooh. on that payment. They've got they've been given a grace period, I believe, until the see the fourteenth or the eighteenth. Anyway, it's the fourteenth or the eighteenth, and it looks like they're not going to pay it, which would mean that the United States of America will be declared bankrupt. Yeah. Oh, so th this is what I was trying to look into because they fucking said they've run out of money, and uh, I didn't quite get into well, that. Well, one. they. they been all over Twitter. Well, the thing is with money, well, the thing is with, with money, you got money. since I've been signed to crypto, I've kind of, I've learned to separate what money really is, what's really got value. And wow. Fiat currency intrinsically hasn't got any value. Yeah. Can I, can I cut you for a split I mean, second? Yeah. Just for a second? Because I, I was going to mention it in the crypto earlier. Um, what's your thoughts mildly on fucking Dogecoin? Because... People was like, that is a joke. However, AMC, America Cinema, uh, American, whatever it is, the fucking cinema company have just mm. accepted it. And apparently Elon will be for Tesla. So, okay. Um, that is now okay. legit currency. Um, okay. And also the sheep ship coin, you know the Shibarinu coin, which is following suit alongside yeah, no, that. It's done. It's, 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 it's done two hundred percent the last seven days. Shibarinu. Woo! Go Shiba! Yeah. How much of that shit you got? But, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I don't. I, I, don't I don't own any Shiba, <laughs> and I don't. I, I don't own any Doge either. I don't. I don't oh. believe in either of them. Uh, I'll tell you why. What, coin, you why. what coins have you got? So, Without, cause no, we're not going to get fucking hacked. So no one's going to fucking I, hack us. My okay. shit's all offline. I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I'm secure. I own, <laughs> own Bitcoin. Yeah. I, own, I own Bitcoin. I own Ethereum. I own okay. uh, XRP. Okay. I own Chainlink. Yeah. I own uh, Cardano. And okay. I own Binance coin. Yeah. See, I, I was going to go. There's a couple more that I've got my eye on. Yeah, I was going to go Cardano. Um. I mean, you get these real coins, you get shit coins. Um, I'm with a few minor shit coins just to see how it would go from a gambling perspective. Um, yep. Harmony, Harmony One is a very—they're uh, doing some good shit. 
Uh, I've got a few miners with them. Uh, look into them. <coughs> um, there's a. Let me fucking. Where's my phone? Uh, I think one of the. I think one of the most exciting projects that I'm not in yet, but I'm going to go in. I think is um, ICP Internet Computer. Have you seen that one? I thought you were talking so about the insane ICP. clown posse. No, no, it's, I know. Same, same, <laughs> same ticker. Yeah, yeah. Boom! Uh, that was this is crazy. Sorry, no, that this was is fucking quick to me. Yeah. So, <laughs> insane clown so it's internet computer. And what, yeah. what it is is um, they, they're writing. So they're going to turn Bitcoin into a smart contracts platform. So okay. it's a way of putting smart contracts on Bitcoin, Makes and it's sense. also a way of be of the of, build, of, of building a decentralized internet. So no more centralized internet with this. Yeah, that needs to be done. It's amazing. That definitely needs to be done. I'm fucking yeah, all yeah, for it's that. Yeah, incredible. Um, what's the name of that again? That's a, that's a, that's a good project. Where is it? Uh, ICP Internet. Computer. Oh yeah, ICP. Sorry, I got so ICP. caught. Up. I got yeah, I got so caught yeah. up in the insane clown posse that I forgot it was called fucking ICP. Yeah, ICP. But then I was. That's the legit one. That's a great coin. I'm gonna. Uh, I think it's a really good one. I'll tell you. Uh, but yeah, there's some there's there's some good coins. I mean, I don't mind talking about them because I think they should be plugged. I mean, if again, fucking all. If you sometimes people go, ah, if you leave your crypto on the platform, you're gonna get fucking hacked. Yeah, well, if I do, the company's fucking insured. You stupid fool. If you hack a fucking second-hand fucking oh. wallet that you've bought, you're fucking done for. You stupid idiot. Why do you think the stock exchange exists? Yeah, well, something again. <laughs> Holy what shit, that's Have good, you heard man. of Mount Mount? Have you heard of Mount? Gox? Yep. Do you remember Mount Gox? Yeah, I heard of that. When that got hacked and they lost all their Bitcoin, it does yeah, happen. Oh, well, it does. I mean, yeah. when I when I first started my show, there was a fucking Turkish crypto billionaire that run off of a bunch of stuff, and I was covering that. <laughs> There was also, um, I haven't followed it up, but there was a guy as well claiming that he was the original inventor of fucking Bitcoin that was from the UK. You heard about that guy? That's a a proper, it's I'm Spartacus moment. He's like, no, I'm Spartacus. No, I'm Spartacus. Yeah, that's what I I said. But I'm not sure on it. There's some sort of mild credibility to it, but I don't know because it's so vague. I don't know it's him. But the pro- yeah, I doubt. I, I mean, I've got heavily doubts that it's fucking him. I mean, I, do, do you ever do much staking? I've got, I've got a friend That's actually. A fucking tricky one. Is... I've, I've, well, I've, uh, all my all my crypto staked. Oh, okay, you just completely staked. So, I've, so, so I, uh, I, uh, I get like I earn interest on it every week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've thought about doing doing the crazy side of it. Um, you ever heard of that Zilliqua? No, there's another one. Uh, Contentos. See, I've got. I'm going to hit you no. with some weird fucking ones. These are these are real small cap coins, aren't they? Yeah, these are. These are the ones. I'm. I'm. I'm talking. These are. You know, they're small. They are small coins. Yeah, yeah, these are yeah. small coins. But for if you now, get the, if you get the if you get the right one, oh, then, yeah, this is the wow. fun. This is what I do as I. Uh, there's a few hollow hot hot coin. Oh, I invest a, a minimalistic amount in shit coins and then go, let's go, let's roll the dice. Because as yeah. probability goes, and I'm not a fucking mathematician, but 
I also am one of those people that like to just roll a set of dice on any subject. Uh, <laughs> but are, are you taking Ooh. profits when you're making profits? Uh, yeah, I'm up all the time. But I just don't stake. I don't stake. I mean, I'm up. I've never, well, I've never what, lost. What I'm saying I'm is, not, if you're, I've never if you're been down. what I mean is, if you're putting, if you're putting money into like small cap coins, well, when you make a profit, when you make a profit on them, take it out and put nope. it in Bitcoin. Nope. Here's 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 no. why I don't do that. Here's why I don't do that because I'm one of these oh. motherfuckers that hold. I'm one of those stubborn yeah, fucks. Certain coins shouldn't be held. Well, mm. I know, but this is where you come okay, probability. Okay, okay, probability I see comes why. into it. I know, I know. No, no, I'm, no, I'm, not, I'm on a loss with nothing. some, but I'm up with would... others. So it's, it's probability. Trust me. What you have to remember is okay. If you go back to say the say. Where are we? The first kind of altcoin bull run was about sort of 2013, 14. Yep. I think it was. So you had coins yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you had, you had coins like, I mean, they're still around now, the E-Chain, but they haven't moved since then. They've yeah. done nothing. And so many coins that were supposed to be the next greatest, latest thing are just gone now. However, Bitcoin's still there and it always will be there. Oh, yeah. So all those who took their profits in Bitcoin are quids in. Take your profit in Bitcoin. The idea yeah. is to make money. I know. I'm not. T I'm not taking it yet. I mean, I'm, I'm. I will be. Don't get me wrong. But oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Make sure. I, you I do mean, yeah. I'm not going to consistently hold through my whole life. I mean, mm. what I'm doing is I'm playing my own f 5D chess on this. I okay. I know what I'm doing. Uh, I'm not no fucking financial broker, but you know, I know. I know my luck. I know what's going on. I know. I know. The, yes, it, so you don't. You, you don't trade then you just buy and sell yep no no you don't you don't, don't, le you, don't nope. you don't leverage trade no nope. i uh i looked into doing stocks for a bit um i've looked into a i was gonna do it and then i went into i went into crypto instead i thought fuck it no but i mean do you, tra do you, do no. you trade crypto with leverage or nope. do you just buy and hold just, and just sell buy and hold i don't i haven't sold anything yeah me too since yeah, i've yeah. done it i haven't sold shit i haven't done a single sell well, which okay. which it's kind of somewhat annoying because uh you know there's people like oh man it's jumped it's jumped significantly in the last couple of days even dogecoin i'm in on that fucking shit coin i don't give a fuck elon musk's behind that get the fuck out why am i not gonna do that it's a and i bought in when it was do you think, do you think, elon, do, do, do you think elon's a good guy or a bad guy the, well I haven't spoke about this on my show for a while. Let me just spark this uh, CBD blunt up. Hold on. Yeah, is, he, is he the, 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 is, is he a benevolent man or is he no? Like a well, I've had, I've had I've had this conversation with a few friends and I've lured them round. He isn't a benevolent man, I don't think. I think he's going to be a pioneer for society. I think we need more Elon Musk's. Um, there's not many people out there that are thinking 50, 100, potential 200 years ahead. You know, you, and oh, I don't want to. <laughs> there is, but it's it's not. Where's the, there is? It's a different it's game, this, though. It's a different. I know what you're saying. It's the CCP a, it's a different thing like game. that. The CCP thing like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's. Uh, it is. There's okay. a, there is a different game to it. Um, but however, there's no one that can have the money that can put the appliance into action. So one of my favorite topics is Neuralink. Yeah, you know about that? 
Yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah, the, the, which basically is a small device that fits into your skull. They take a piece of your skull out, fit it in. They fit a couple of wires to your brain. And the, the beneficial potential aspects is that it'll do a lot of motor neuron fixes. So, you know, stuff like Bell's palsy and anything that, attend, uh, you know, anything that your brain controls in terms of that can fuck you up, that mm. then they can tune it and fix it. There's also then further applications, you know, the, the dudes talked about fucking listening to music in your head. Like you don't need headphones. Just, you don't need that. There's also talked about, you know, you can have Did telepathic you like, conversations, really? you know, mm, and that's what's okay. wild. See, that's the, uh, you just stepped over the line. You just stepped, the, 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 the medicine part, fixing people who are yeah. sick, fantastic. That's However, step one. When it, but then when it moves, when it, when it, yeah. when it moves pop, ah, no, but when it moves past there, it becomes transhumanism. Mm. I'm not into this. Mm. This, is, this is a bad idea. So this idea. is this is one of those subjects where it's it, it is it is it is a bad idea, but you have to take into account the the fact that we've invented machines that are going to be AI, and you know, not yeah. like it's going to be some sort of Terminator Judgment Day fucking scene, but the potentiality that these fucking robots could switch on all the nukes and ba boom, we're gone is the kind of the fear factor you can't you can't say that isn't it wouldn't happen and uh <laughs> yeah the, the the thing with elon is he, he, you have to sim you have to symbiotically advance together otherwise you're going to become enemies which makes sense you know you, if you fucking it's a cooperation it's a joint effort otherwise you you, you're going against something that is one it can outthink you a billion times it has reaction times let's say if it was me right now if i if i was here in this room right now and i had a fucking one of these new and again this is a new thing that tesla's bringing out now which is a fucking almost like an android person that will be subservient to humans there's a real fucking thing uh, they brought out a fucking launch, uh, launch party almost for it on fucking YouTube to present it. Yeah. But if I, I had one, but if I had one of those in this room right now, you know, it'd be a bit freaky. It would freak me out. You know, it's fucking, it's got no face. It's, it can move around like a human. And, and I would, I would personally, I would go, listen, you, if, if I was to go and get in a fight with it, if I was to go get pissed off for no apparent reason. Well, one, it's reaction times better than me. It can think faster, be fucking quicker, smarter. It can manipulate any move that I want to do. I would have no chance. You could just turn it off. But how? Because it's well, all... The off, but it's the off switch. All built in, but there's no off switch. It's like a mobile yeah, phone. But then, then I wouldn't want it in my house. No, no, but that's, no, absolutely. I mean, it, this is why, yeah. like, you know, the thing with this is it was all you know you can go back to fucking the laws of robotics fucking eyes them off you can go back this is this was almost in the works of 60 70 years ago it was gonna happen we all knew it was gonna happen the minute we started reading sci-fi books some of us as kids wanted it to happen we wanted fucking robots that's why we have films like fucking we do now we, we deep down we want it to happen but we fear it 
because it would ruin us as a society, as people. It'd fuck us up. It's like, but the reason that I'm down with Elon Musk's and what he's doing is the fact of communication is there's so much stuff with communication like verbally, non-verbally, body language. There's a whole mess of stuff, you know, and with the intent of being able to convey your thought process into a into almost like a fucking uh, fuck, uh, I don't know a fifth dimensional fucking text message you know to somebody else's head with your not only the message but the intent behind it what your purposes are for the message would you know, improve your quality of life to be able to do that? Well, to some people, yes, and some people, no. Because if you're a racist piece of shit, if you could, if you, if you, then you, you probably shouldn't need it. Because if you, you could counteract, you know, this, you could, you could be this piece of crap that's portraying all these negative emotions everywhere. I'm not saying it's a, I'm completely for it because there's some specs between humans that are completely non-negotiable as humans you know what i'm saying uh-huh. you know in terms of well, just you know, just that just but just that just that very point of there being some obtuse people mm-hmm. around why would you want to link work. everyone neurally well, why would you want to do that I, I i i would never want to i wouldn't want to be part of it no thank it, you some some thoughts behind that i know, i mean i'm not i'd like i'd like the application but for a different reason my own reason is because of my disabilities that's my own personal reason um okay. that, it's different if, it, if it's for, if it's for yeah, a, med- yeah. a medical reason or a disability yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic if it, if it allows if it allows a person who can't speak to speak brilliant if it yeah, allows yeah. a person who can't see to see amazing but i mean but the thing when the it thing becomes where... about modifying human yeah. beings then uh, for the for for, oh, yeah. for means of um for reasons of, va- of the, vanity yeah, yeah. or performance or nefarious uh, purposes wrong. You know, that's and the, it is going to be nefarious. Oh, it will be. Super Every major su- bit of technology is linked is, is linked to the military. Every well, bit su- super soldiers, they're trying to do that. You know, that that's a real thing. We've um, already got them already. Well, yeah, potentially. I mean, I, I think yeah. there's, there's. I think clones are fucking. There's people clones out there. They cloned, sure, sure. cloned a fucking sheep when I was the year I was almost born. I remember that time yeah. well. I remember it well. Yeah. Dolly the cheap. Dolly yeah. the fucking. And they're trying to tell us they've not they've, they've not done it since then. Yeah, all right, okay. Yeah, get out of town. You, <laughs> knew, you knew what he was doing. Get out of here, man. But, but they, I mean, they perfected that shit now. Trust yeah. me, they got it down. This is why yeah. there's these conspiracies about it. I mean, like I say, the only reason that the, again, I'm I was just talking about the the, the capabilities in perhaps two hundred years. And that's, it's not, I don't think it's going to, going to be perfected until, I mean, the leaps and advancements of technology are fucking great. But I think in terms of human capabilities, I think that's going to take far greater. You know, that's like trying to curb no, a so wild I think, I think yeah, It's not going to happen. I think the great, I think the greatest leaps in technology that we could imagine, let's just say one field, let's just talk about medicine, for instance. Yeah. The late, the great, the greatest things that we could possibly imagine are already possible, and they're being hidden away from us. Nanobots. Do you know this one? Nanobots. Can med, what med, med beds? Well, you heard of med? Yeah, med beds. You heard of med beds? 
Yeah, they're, they're have nice. a look into those. I've heard of them. Med beds and you know light therapies and, yeah. and rife machines yeah. and you know different sorts of uh, frequency therapies. I've seen these things working. I've been treated with bioresonance therapy. It's amazing. One, one thing it's amazing. that I didn't I didn't buy into with this, this, like I said I mentioned it. Nanobots was a legitimate. No. People are like get the fuck out of it. You see that shit in films like in uh it's real, fucking it's real. J, like in jason x in fucking space where he's on that fucking you know he goes into space and he gets turned into some fucking metallic cyborg that's what people think of nanobots but however there's, there was a video in 2014 it's the new bond film i don't know i've not it's got nanobots in it as someone told me it's like about yeah. injecting nanobots with a vaccine or something and like you know doing stuff to yeah they're no, they're real man they're, they're, they was they using do? them to uh, to there, there was a video from 2014 I've, I've i've been half tilt on it for a while but i come across a video from 2014 and then it got it's all over the fucking news now um that was basically they was using a nanobot to take a sperm to an egg and it would literally look like a spring. It'll loss. Do you know when you're fucking milling out pieces of metal and you get swarf eager? You get the swarf. Sorry, not swarf yeah, eager. Yeah. You get the swarf yeah, yeah. that come out. There's fucking rinds of metal. Yeah. It literally looked like a rind. I've seen of... that video you're talking about. I know the one you mean. Yeah. It, and I was like, wow, that's wild. It's amazing. It, and it, they did it through, again, uh, electromagnetism. It, and they, They've got those now, those kind of nanobots, where lots of them, can come together to become something, do yep. what they've got to do, and then they all break apart yeah. again and disperse. And you piss them out. It's wild. You piss them out. It's wild. See, this is why I believe that... Here's one thing, is... I know a lot of sceptical people, and this is why I like talking to people that are on the fucking level, and you're on the fucking level. Because you know, you. you know what you're fucking talking about, and you fucking... Again, most of the shit we've talked about, we've both backed each other up the whole fucking way. Oh, and uh, it just fucking is. For four hours 13, we're almost record time. <laughs> if I take out the fucking cuts, I don't think we're fucking there. But I think we've got 15 <laughs> minutes and we broke the fucking record. But I could keep okay. going. I could fucking keep going because it's a fucking great conversation. Um, but it is, it's, it's so fucking crazy that military applications, um, with, even with nanobots, people don't think about it. You know, people don't. One thing that I spoke about to a friend, and I wanted to put it on the fucking show. I've even when I phone my friends, we have podcasts. We talk for fucking two hours, and I'm like, "You fucking prick!" We could have just done a fucking show. And uh, we was talking about uh, the weapons. You know, the weapons race. You know, the race to fucking who's got the greatest fucking weapons in the world. And we was like, "Well, when was the last real big fucking thing?" you know, publicized, which was the fucking H-bomb, you know, the hydrogen bomb, uh -huh. which as it stands is the greatest fucking destroyer. And then you get stuff in, you know, fucking films and, and, and it turns out to be that it's legit. So years ago, fucking watched a film, Angels and Demons, I think it is, with it, you know, with Dan Brown. Dan Brown book uh -huh. and the, the film with Tom Hanks and they're basically trying to fucking stop a small containment device which has anti-fucking matter in it yeah uh -huh. and it's like that fucking big you know this little vial so they're trying to get to this fucking anti-matter uh -huh. bomb for a potentially three-hour film you know 
uh, and that was out years and years ago. And we was talking, and we was talking about this shit, and we was pulling up bullshit while we was talking. And I found some fucking data and all these fucking files, and that shit's real. They have actually they literally have that technology it, it's out there mm-hmm. that they have fucking the potential to have anti they, they well they do it they fucking do it in geneva fucking switzerland you know they yeah, have the some fucking thing, yeah, collider yeah. They're, they're building a bigger one yeah. they're building a bigger one right now yeah, I heard this. fucking five times the size or whatever it is you know smashing so atoms you, together you must have seen you must have seen the opening ceremony then for cern yeah 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 when it opened a few years ago yeah the whole satanic thing with pan yeah. it's like whoa what's going on here yeah, pa- yeah. far out yeah but but yeah. what was wild is we was trying we was we was talking and then we was like okay and we look back to when the the uh the fucking patent was for the for, for the weapons and some weapons were literally pre-fucking world war ii some were world war ii but there was fairly a hundred years old now, you know, a hundred years old. And I was like, fuck, mm. if them patterns are a hundred years old, what the fuck are we doing? And this is where we ended up learning about the fucking technology to do anti fucking matter bombs, which essentially, and again, there's, um, I'm a big fan of, uh, and again, we went down to Alex Jones. You heard of him? Yeah, of course, yeah. Alex Jones, uh, we also found a clip, Alex Jones talking about them. And fucking, I knew you fuck finally someone that's heard of Alex Jones. And uh, he mentioned them as well many years ago. We went back to a fucking old podcast. Uh, I can't remember if it was with Joe Rogan or if it was with somebody else. But he was talking about the fact that they, they had these fucking anti-gravity bombs and the size of it. And he worked in... Some bullshit file was pulled up, and I pulled pulled some files up myself. And I'm not a fucking mathematician, but you know, I sat there for about fifty five fucking minutes trying to work out some bullshit. Um, and I could have essentially watched a video that done it for me. And uh, <laughs> the, the, it worked out that a human fucking sized version of this would wipe like a third of the planet in terms of wow. night. Not even in terms of the people, in terms of the structure. And then you think, well, what would that really do? Because if you fucking took like a fucking two circles and mashed them together and then removed one of those circles to the point it looks like a crescent moon, that's going to have a bit of an impact on the fucking universe, you know? And I think that's why aliens are fucking kind of getting involved because we're coming up with shit nowadays that is could potentially destroy solar systems you know what i'm saying yeah there's something to that i would say um however anyone on earth setting it off though is is, it's very counterproductive to even their own cause because they're on this planet as well you know, you start setting off antimatter things, and it's all over, isn't it? It's yeah, game it's, over for everybody. I mean, but everyone. But, I mean, but that's, I mean, that's that's what it would take. I mean, no one's going to wipe a fucking, you know, when it comes to small, you know, like a fucking sugar cube would obliterate, you know, a good piece of a fucking, you know, the globe. You know, we have, we don't, yeah. you don't have to go 
big scale this is a problem when people talk about warheads you know you look look at nuclear fucking warheads you have the fat boy and all that shit you know and and they were fucking legitimate city takers in a way but they were so big where you don't need to do that you can have this fucking little sugar cube and just go pop and you, that's I that's, think, but, but I, that's the but you know something, the, the future of warfare I read this just a few days ago. Actually. There was an interview, press conference, sorry, with the uh, some top boy in the British Army, Ooh. and he's, he's he was he was said this is what he said. Let me get this right: uh, that war is no longer binary. Uh, it is not, it's not the it's the, the the old model's gone. Yep. The good is the bad is they fight each other. It's done. It's finished. Now what they're looking for is perpetual war, mm. which means it's a war against. Yep an economy it's a war against covid it's a war against climate change it's a war against racism it's a war against whatever it is but it's perpetual forever and that's what they're looking to do well that uh, would be the, the entire economy is built model. on the industrial military industrial complex they have to be at war otherwise no money gets made what you got under any thoughts? the old system that we're in at the moment <coughs> you got any thoughts about fucking uh <coughs> <coughs> oh, blimey you got any thoughts about fucking all the shit that goes on down underneath America? Like, again, we, underneath we spoke, America? Yeah, we mean, we spoke about it. I mean, well, we spoke about it. I mentioned the fucking lizard people. Oh, the, 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 the dumb, you mean? No, no, I spoke, I, I said, oh, we'll get to the lizard people later on. And uh, now okay, we're probably... Okay, again, I'm, I'm not... I'm not too versed in the lizard people, apart from a bit of David Icke. David Icke, Ike, you know, yeah, lizard, yeah. Uh, Do you know, it, it goes, you know, but it goes I mean, deeper. I think, that's where, I think that's where he loses people. I'm sure, I'm sure. There's a, uh, again, I'll, I'll send you another fucking, I'll send you a bunch of random files like You're fucking, Please some, do. Please some do. of it you're going to fucking laugh your tits off because it's wild. There's a story. Some, some good afternoon reading. There's a there's a story again. You, there's a many rabbit holes I could fucking lure you down, but they're just so wild that you just you, some people will go fucking dismiss me instantly. There's a story about a uh, a person that was basically doing some tunnel boring. Um, I'm bu- butchering this again, and uh, they basically. Uh, they had a. They come across some lizard people in the earth. The fucking American government, you know, they, right. so to speak. Uh, I'm not saying it was the American government. It's probably some fucked up shadow government. Um, you know, military fucking covert stuff. And they basically was doing some stuff, and they come in, come into the fucking hollow earth, you know, reptile fucking place, and struck a deal. And then apparently some fucking shit went down. And, you know, they fucking, people died and there was a big shootout with these lizard people. And it wow. was a, there's a real story to it, which is much more expanded. When is it on supposed the, to have taken place? Uh, I think it was in the um, 90s or 80s. Okay. I think it was a bit later on. It wasn't quite early on. There was a, it was a, there was a okay. guy as well. There's a guy, the guy that come out there, it was, he had his fucking wild story. It was probably part of the MK Ultra program, to be honest. Probably just sent that fucking dude with a bunch of spin tails. Um, but he he come out saying you know he had to fucking rescue some of his friends and there were fucking people getting blown apart by fucking shit and it was crazy. Um, but I mean I'm not saying the fucking reptile people are real. You know the lizard people. There's 
this, again, that's 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 the fucking deep end of the iceberg, you know. <laughs> I think it's fairly believable. I think, yeah, but I think it's pretty believable that there's some sort of subterranean other places on there this is. planet yeah, where there, there are lots there of is. people living that we there don't is. know about. Yeah, I mean, one of the whole things with the one of the more convincing things about the flat Earth sort of theory I heard is that the uh, what we know as the planet Earth is just a is part it's just it's just part of a much bigger realm. So yeah. we're kind of this bit here, yeah, and there's yeah. water all around us with an ice wall, and then beyond that, there's a much bigger realm. Yeah, you know I mean, I like to believe it could, that. it could be true. I want to believe it that. Makes, it kind of makes kind of makes sense a bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I want to, I want to believe it. Like a, but do you know, yeah. some part of me goes, okay. So if there is, and there's some fucking crazy creatures beyond there, what's keeping them at bay? Is that why there's so many fucking people guarding the Arctic? And you know, there's some there's some weird like to and fro shit that you can go with that. I'd like to imagine <coughs> there is, but I don't, I don't think I, there'd be monsters. I'm not sure I think there's any highly advanced. I don't, I don't know. I, I think I, I, maybe there's no one there, but what I think I know they are. I do think wow, that. I'd be even Yeah, up. the Antar the Antarctic is like I don't a. Think there's no one there. You know, it's, it's, it's a really protected place. You can't yeah. go there. You know? it's the only place in the whole. Well, it's the only place on the whole planet where every country in the world has got a treaty together. Yep. Almost every major country in the world's got got a base there. Of some sort. Well, at the yeah. minute it's thawing out, unfortunately, for those people trying to cover it up. Oh, so, and those Google fucking map yeah. people at the minute are getting shut down because they're fucking constantly, you know, they found all these hexagon yeah, shit and ca the caves, yeah. the cave openings. There was a, there's a yeah. big fuck off. Yeah. What's crazy is there's actually a legitimate big fuck off hole there, like a massive hole, right? Which you can never see on Google Earth. And since it's yeah. been thawing out more and more, they've uh, decided to fucking blank out more and more. So it leads to more conspiracies. That's what I mean. It's, I mean, that it's, it's obviously being protected for a reason, that area of the world. Do you know, there's the, uh, well, there's the, the thing that the speculation is that the Nazis flee to Antarctica they back in the I've day and they yeah. then they fucking yeah. broke contact contact with the fucking interdimensional fucking people that are in inside the earth and then yeah you know I heard this, theory. this is where again you know if, if that was the case and they did go to antarctica was the fucking a billion countries fucking all having treaties over it or is that yeah, exactly the, what they or do, is what, that the reason yeah, is that the reason we all no, need to fucking get with these it's obviously in a, bastards? But but whatever they're doing there, it's obviously in all of their interest to protect whatever's there. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, uh, do you know the 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 thing? Well, I said the thing. That is the fucking name of the film as well. The thing is yeah, yeah. with the film, the thing. That was a fucking tongue twister. Yeah, the thing is with the film, the thing is uh that almost looks like it could be real you know there could have been a fucking crashed ship in the antarctic and i think yeah, that, yeah totally yeah, yeah. i think there's some legitimacy in some films you know it's like all the shit there might be some stuff under seas i think there's a bunch of wild shit in the ocean it's fucking yeah no doubt massive. no doubt more, no doubt. more, more ocean more ocean than land first of all yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i could if, if the only way you could speculate that there would be more is if we built fucking 20, 30 miles on top of ourselves, 
if not more, and then further on, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge. It's just incomprehensible. I, uh, we'll round up because I, I think we are breaking record now. All right. So we'll, we'll round up. Let me just say this last thing on this flat earth subject. I mean, I'm pretty fucking hungry. Oh. This has been a very long, fun fucking show. Um, I recently watched, um, I, I don't, I mean, I was sitting there slandering fucking these YouTube shorts earlier, but I seen a YouTube short the other day about, a woman, a girl, talking about um, flat Earth, and that she was her fucking. She was in. She was like Canadian, and her father was a fisherman, and that he uh, apparently sailed off the edge of the Earth and ended up in the Mariana Trench, and it was a bizarre, oh, okay. <laughs> like. The the, the the two ge- the, I mean that was what the the gist that I got because she mentioned those two geographical points the edge of the earth and then she was talking about the fucking Mariana Trench and I was like wait a fucking uh-huh. second what what level are you working on it almost gave me a weird moment where I thought man I'm dumb as fucking conspiracies you've just topped the charts if you're telling me that you sail off the edge of the earth and end up in the deepest part of the ocean there's some sort of fucking donut sphere going on here. Which is another fucking conspiracy yeah, yeah, yeah. that the world's a donut shape. It's a cube. It's a fucking. There's a joke. There's a dinosaur. I've heard the donut one. Yeah. 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 That would be a bit wild. I know it would work. Bunch of donuts in the fucking air. The whole, the whole, the whole gravity theory of being a ball and everything being held on with gravity. It's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It is a. Uh... <laughs> It is kind of, I mean, I'm not a fucking scientist, but it is kind of a, you know, it's... I've, I've, I mean, I've, I'm saying this, I've, I've never seen it myself. I've never been that high up that I can see a ball. No, it's... I want so it. If I haven't, so if I, I haven't seen space. it with my own eyes, it hasn't, it, it hasn't happened. Do you know, here's the thing, is I was watching... <laughs> This, this afternoon, I was watching through documentaries, and I've seen a documentary on Netflix... And it was fucking ridiculous because I was talking about, and the only reason I watched it was because I was talking about going to space. And it was like, four civilians are going to space. And I was like, wow, four civilians? Turns out most of them were in some fucking industry. One of them was a fucking Air Force pilot for X amount. In fact, most of them were Air Force pilots. I'm like, you're not a civilian. You're a fucking contractor, you fucking lying scumbag. I was watching it with my. I was literally watching it, trying to fucking watch something with my fucking partner, and I was like, "Let's let's watch this." She was like, "I'm not interested in this." And I was like, "Come on, it'd be great." And then, literally about five minutes in, I'm calling bullshit. I was like, "It was like civilians," and the next thing, there's some fucking this, this civilians fucking doing aeronautical fucking loops in the air with his jet. I'm like, "That isn't a civilian." If you're going to send fucking civilians into space, you need me. You need a guy who works in a fucking laundromat. You need some fucking takeaway driver. You need a car fitter. You need, you know, you need some fucking weird people. You can't, they're civilians, you know, a fucking postman. You need someone that is legitimate a civilian. If you, if you've flown a fucking a, a plane that is, has military fucking, you know, technology, you're not a civilian, and I, it was a True. bullshit. It's a it was a bullshit maneuver. It's like four civilians going so to did, fucking. 
Yeah, you didn't watch it then. You stopped watching no, it. Quit, quit it. It's one of the first times I've yeah, ever quit. It's one of, it was a, and it was a series. It's one of the first times I've ever okay. quit a series because I was like, these are not civilians yeah. in my eyes. You need to send a milkman. Just, just, just a watch, watch, watch some history documentaries on YouTube. You're better off. Oh, I do. What's, watch some stuff. Watch, watch some stuff. Watch some stuff about Tartaria. You know about Tartaria? Tartaria. <laughs> you never yeah. heard of Tartaria? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's fascinating. That's just it's fascinating. Antiquitech, Tartaria, the mud floods. Mud floods are a, happened or not. Well, the mud floods is a big one because even that happened in Russia, you know? It's fascinating. Yeah, well, that's where Tartaria was. Tartaria yeah. was basically Russia. Yeah, I don't see. I know my stuff. And that all, and that all, and that all links into the Kazarians and the Kaz yep. and Kazarian. Oh, is that the Kazarian that... mafia? Oh, it's all around that time. Yeah, it's all around oh. that time because the Kazar, the Kazarians, they're the ones. They, they're, they're the Damn. Ashkenazi. They it. chose yeah, to be yeah, yeah, yeah. to be Jewish. Do you know, occasionally, because I look into it's very interesting. Shit. It's because I look into thank you, so are you, man. Because I look yeah. into so much it, fucking it blurs. shit. It blurs, doesn't it? It does blur. And now that you fucking, yeah. as soon as you yeah. mentioned the mud flood, and then I was like, yeah, Russia. I was like, bang. I was like, oh no, it, it's terrible, man. I fucking get lost in my own thoughts. Yes. No, it's, it's, it's an interesting. There's a guy. Uh, watch it, John Levi's channel on YouTube. He's fantastic. Yeah, I've seen that. As he well. looks at very old photographs. He's really good. I really I, like I it. mean, eventually, I think yeah, it's, it's uh, the one thing, and again, this is something I, I think, I don't know, I feel like we should fucking investigate this together because you're one of these people that's fucking you, you go down that rabbit hole and you fucking get the details. I mean, when I go down the rabbit hole, I I, I get some sort of weird knowledge. I remember obscure facts. I'm not, um, I'm not looking for the truth, Tim, to be honest. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not like, either. I'm looking for the truth. bullshit. You know, I'm looking at, but the thing is, when I look at stuff, I have to look at it from every perspective. If I'm, if I'm yeah, looking at something, even yeah, to the yeah. modern day, I spoke about paganism earlier. Well, right now, I'm trying to read through the fucking Bible because I've, I was born as, and baptized a Christian, but I, and I was in, I, I did fucking RE, but I wasn't interested. I didn't give a shit. Most of the time, the fucking teacher was trying to play fucking films. One RE right. fucking lesson, he right. played the fucking film Ghost. What the fuck has that got to do with anything? <laughs> you know, and that's for real. And I don't even well. want to call him by his real fucking name because that name seems like a joke name, uh, but it was his real fucking name. Right. And his real fucking name was tragic. It gave him no credibility whatsoever. It seemed like the most fakest fucking name in the world. No one believed him. <laughs> he was a fucking huge dude who just. God, what was his name? Mr. Watt. Mr. Watt. Go on. His what was his fucking, surname? <laughs> all right, his fucking name was Mr. Banks. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I'm not fucking. I'm not bullshitting you. I have five years worth of schooling with this guy, potentially 7,000 fucking students could literally just. Go and back this up. His fucking first name was Robin, mate. For real. No most way. fakest fucking name <laughs> in the world. And it was his fucking real name. He taught Ari. I'm not bullshitting you. I, I'm, I'm seriously, it's not a fucking. The thing is, I'd love for it oh, to be a. Great, I'd love for it to be a joke. Because, but, but it isn't. 
that's what's crazy. I mean, it's like, ha, Robin Banks. Man, we had to, that was a joke when we was in school. Nowadays, I'm 30, and I'm like, man, I couldn't imagine his fucking childhood. Like, the dude, I'm not surprised he was a fucking Christian piece of shit who hated people. That <laughs> fucking name. Jesus Christ. Like, I couldn't. Christian to hate people, is it? No, but he was, no, to be honest, he was a fairly good dude. But, <laughs> and I probably gave him a bit too much shit. But the problem was, like, like I am now, um, fucking, I was the one that found that shit out. And I only found it out because during my schooling days, I was a piece of trash. And uh, I used to just randomly steal fucking stuff from school. Sorry, school. You fucking knew anyway. You already punished mm. me. And, uh, yeah, you know, I was going through fucking drawers and shit. And I was like, man, there's fucking driver's license here. And I looked at it and I was like, ah and then i took a picture <laughs> and then i took a picture on my old fucking sony ericsson like a lit old sony yeah. ericsson you know, the first sony ericsson's when they come out after the fucking nokia yeah. fucking shit the first fucking sony yeah. ericsson i had was like a fucking camera phone it had about 50 megabytes worth of storage and i took a picture yeah. of it i was like bang got you you piece of shit and like, and like every fucking child in the day that shit went round. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying, I apologise to the man now. Um, I apologise. Uh, the foot, the fun thing with school was, I was, I was a fucking horrible bastard, man. I just used to take the piss so much out of everything, and it, I, you know, I wasn't a fucking athlete. You know, I'm five seven. You know, I'm a fucking small ass. I'm, you know. And I'm, I'm five seven now. I was even smaller in school, so I had to play to my strengths, which was fucking, you know, taking the piss <laughs> and uh, being truant. And uh, you know, what yeah. about yeah. a science teacher? Just to add, a science teacher looked like Egon from the Ghostbusters, which was uh, it literally looked <laughs> like for like like him and me and my old bandmates. We used to whenever he'd leave the room, we'd play ghost pranks. So we'd draw the fucking logo on the fucking board. I used to fuck around oh, okay. with, a, with a plastic skeleton, you know, go get your fucking proton kit out, you know, just fucking, you know, just <laughs> genuine, just, you know, just pure bullshit. Kids are horrible, aren't they? Kids are, kids are pricks. Kids They're are pricks. Kids. I, and and oh, I, yeah. I, I can vouch for that because yeah, yeah. I was one of them horrible fuckers, you know, but... The, yeah, you know, again, we can go back and you know and go. Well, you take you can take yourself back to any time, and that probably could be another one. Listen, this has been a fucking long ass show. We're almost borderline in five hours. We're gonna have to fucking round this up. I could keep talking. Right, we'll stop now. Era. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna have to because otherwise this could be the fucking longest podcast in history. It probably won't be, but it will take me about fifty years to process. Um, well, good to talk, man. Good to good to. No, contact. it has been. Um, well, I round this up. Uh, we've spoke about a fucking hell of a lot. We've... Oh man, you got fucking green. That was a green screen the whole time. You just blew my goddamn yeah. mind. <laughs> Wasn't even your fucking no, background. No, this is the green screen. That was oh. that was real before. Yeah, oh, this is the green screen. That was that was yeah. that was that was some black magic shit. That was wild. <laughs> that was mind blowing. I was like, "Where's that fucking flag come from?" And I was like, "Holy shit!" I almost literally thought that you was had a fucking the most realistic background in green screen history. I was like, Holy this isn't shit. really my face either. My face is about to change now. It's, it's CGI. It's all CGI. 
Can you turn yourself into a lizard? Turn yourself into a lizard. Or a cat. I try really hard. Fucking more. I try more no, it's not, it's not, no, I'm tired. I don't work. <laughs> you fucking, your energy. I'm tired. Exp- yeah, the yeah, energy's yeah. been expended. Well, listen, where can people, where can people fucking find you, man? Where can people follow you? Where can people uh, fucking check so you out? You can find, you, you can find the undercover. Oh, wait, 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 uh no. no just keep going keep going it's all right i've still got you on the okay you can find the, you can you can find the undercover cockney stuff on itunes and spotify and all the usual places and check out audius a-u-d-i-u-s dot co and that's uh blockchain based music um and we're all over that as well and yeah well listen Please this never is... listen you're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to fucking get you on back again, my friend. And uh, unfortunately, I'm fucking my computer's running out of fucking space. Wait, turn it off before you before you see. I know. Don't, no, don't worry. <laughs> Listen, this has been the fuck.